You are watching the vodka stream. Yo, what is happening, everybody? We're back. I'm just in my seat here. Okay. Forgot to type something. Ask me anything. All right. I'll tweet that out. How's everybody doing? Welcome to the Vodka Stream. It's Friday. Got through another week. And it's been two weeks since we've done the Vodka Stream. That's right. Ooh. It's like we never left. Or I never left. I don't know why I said we, but I did say we. Hopefully you guys are doing good. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell so you know when I'm doing this stuff and everything. How we doing out there? All right. It was, and, uh, you know, just like always, just like always... Uh, just like always, at the open of the uh, the vodka stream, since there's no guest, I have. Well, I'm actually drinking some uh, Templeton rye that I got for my birthday. That's right. There's there's like a little bit left, but uh, save this. Uh, one of my best friends got this for me for my birthday, so it's pretty much almost done. Poured some in my glass right here, so you guys can ask me questions, ask me anything. For the start of this thing, until this is completely done. That seems like a lot, doesn't it? Oh my god, I'm gonna get a little toasty today. Seems like a lot, but uh, cheers, guys. So yeah, ask me anything until this is done, and then we'll bring in the panel. So cheers. Ah, so good, so good. Better than better than vodka. <laughs> but hey, it is called the vodka stream, anyways. What's going on? We got Super Godzilla X vlogs don't worry kevin feige is fixing the mcu oh boy right yeah he's trying uh in my bed yeah hello there what's going on james noel noel we got travman from las vegas love vegas just love vegas antonio baker you do realize that feige been from the beginning right so if anything he would cleaning up his own mess yeah that's kind of what he's doing huh and we got Miss Nighthawk here. Steph, good to see you, gorgeous. What's happening? Of course, uh, we were at the Incubus concert last Friday. Right now, we are rocking. Well, were they on stage yet? I don't know if they were on stage yet. But uh, I do have the uh, kombucha that we actually drank. I got the same flavor. So I'll be drinking that when I get done with the uh, the bourbon. I got some Funko Pops falling down gravity. That's right. It's Friday the 13th. So far, it seems like today has been going well. Things are okay. Hopefully, everybody's fine. Where we're at. I know some people were nervous about, you know, current events with things that are happening, but seems like things are okay when it comes to that. What's going on? We got Fear Jason right here. Good to see you, buddy. Hello. Happy, happy Friday, Saturday. Friday the 13th. Totally forgot that it was. So totally forgot. We got uh, Max Wolf Night Danger. What is happening? We got Tony Movie Chappy D9 Neil Blomkamp fan. Hey, Dave. And oftentimes I do wonder, what did Toby Emmerich do at New Line when he was uh, the head before he became, before he become, uh, yeah, I know, kind of wondering. <laughs> I don't know. What's going on, Tetanus? How you doing? We got Jason right here. Ahoy, ahoy, mister. It was great to see you, Jason. And yes, hit the thumbs up. What she said. That's what she said. 
That's what she's, who else we got? We got Game Savior right here. We got Diamond Absolutes. Hey, it's been a while. Glad to see you. Bennett, what's happening? Hadn't been able to watch live for the past few weeks, but always listen on. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I try to get those up uh, as early as I, I can. Sometimes Saturday mornings could be a little slow, you know, but I try to get the audio up first thing in the morning. So Keely, what is happening? What is happening? All right. Hashtag release Snyder Cut. Well, you know, uh, you know, you could put that in past tense now, but hey, <laughs> what's going on, Cortez? Good to see you. Marathoning some Friday the 13th. Nice. It's always good. We got Boss Rod 95. What is happening? Uh, let's see. Tony Movie Chapadina. I'm not a Neil Blomkamp fan. Almost had it. Um, do you think with firing of the writers of Daredevil Born Again that this is Marvel finally getting their... Yeah. Well, I mean, if you read that article, and I, I did a video on it, if you guys didn't check it out, it's about eight minutes and something. It's like a little less than nine minutes. But I broke down the entire article, and I mean, the uh, basically what you learn from it and what you realize is Marvel Studios, they coast. I mean, they didn't coast. I shouldn't say they didn't coast through the 2010s, but they dominated the 2010s when it came to box office. So let's, I mean, there's, of course they did. Marvel Studios blew up, and, you know, and then all of a sudden, he was just like, well, we got this formula now. We got this certain way we do things now. And they thought they could take that similar approach to TV. But then they realized, no, they can't, especially when the pandemic, it's all just been pretty much a mess. And when it comes to Daredevil Born Again, I mean, I think, I, to be honest, I think the heads that be, including Feige, saw what was already, um, what was already filmed and kind of went, wow, yeah, this is... People really love that Netflix show. They're going to hate this. And I think they just kind of realized that, wow, we can't just do what we do. And then it's just going to sell to people. It's like, no, it's not how it works. You're in a different space right here. You dominated the box office. I don't know if you could dominate a television right here. And I think they're, they're finding that out. They're figuring that out. You know, when it comes to this, I mean, not saying that didn't have winners. I mean, WandaVision was great, but that was a one off Loki. I still haven't watched. I haven't started season two yet. Maybe I will tomorrow. Um, That was, uh, you know, that's been a hit for him. But everything else has been kind of Danny. What's happening? All right. We got Stephanie T. Happy Friday. We got Droga right here, Axel. I got your message. Don't worry. You can be part of the panel. (laughs) What's the point of having Peacemaker and the Suicide Squad if the whole JL cast ain't returning better? Yeah, but I mean, the way I look at it, uh, Viola Davis. That's what I say. Viola Davis. Yeah, Viola Davis, as Amanda Waller, you don't lose her. So when it comes to that little part, and not to mention Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, John Cena, you already have these people in there. And then, yeah, you can make the same argument when it comes to the whole thing you know because everybody's value is like up there but i don't know i mean obviously it's like james gunn going well that whole thing let's just start all that over over here there's only been some of this so we could just make it work and not to mention now so yeah so i mean what 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 could he do you know i mean i've already i've accepted it of course you know uh ever since uh the whole cavil debacle that happened what like a year ago has it been almost a year that I was just like, all right, well, we're in a new era right now. And we're definitely in a new era because, I mean, not even, I mean, 
and that's the thing is like they're so when you when you have fans and fans are you know sometimes you got to take that fanboy brain out because you know you have the flash which has cameos from all the you know the dcu we got ben affleck we got gal gadot and we got of course ezra being the the main and that still didn't draw like the the audience so you can almost see like okay but then you got peacemaker I don't, I still don't think he should be concentrating on Peacemaker season two. I'm like, well, to be honest, that could be a one-off in my eyes and he could show up in something else. Sure. But I really don't see the need in a Peacemaker season two right now as much as I did enjoy the first one. But yeah. Hey, we got Lane. Hope you're doing well, doing fine. Hopefully you are too. Can you believe it? It's been one year since DJ announced that Henry Cavill. Okay. So it's been a year since he announced it. So I think it was what November or December is when it was announced that he's not coming back. Maybe so. All right. Let's see. Max Wolf. <clears throat> I would love to see two of uh post credit scene, the Batman two movie. And okay. You want to see a eh, kind of getting tired of the post credit, to be honest. I mean, they're fun. They're fun, I guess, but. I don't know. It just seems like, uh, yeah. I don't know. Kind of getting tired of the post credit. See, uh, marathoning. Yeah, good, good, good. By the way, what is uh, what the deal with uh, the writer Jeremy Slater left the show Moon Knight halfway through the season? Exactly. This is part of the troubles that Marvel Studios is having when it comes to television. People walking away. Killer Croc and Batman sequel movie. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, his time is. I think when I the way I look at it, I I think his Endgame, if anything, and maybe I'm just looking into it, but I just wouldn't be surprised if his Endgame is not wasn't Avengers Endgame, but it's going to be Secret Wars. Like he's got his eye on Secret Wars. If he could just get Secret Wars and then get the start of I, I mean, again, I'm 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 in the camp of like do Secret Wars then reboot the entire thing. And you incorporate the X-Men, incorporate Fantastic Four. You know, it's just, that's just still the, the way I think it should go. Shane, what is happening? What are your thoughts and predictions about DC Comics and WB being sold to Universal by the next year or two? Which, which this is good news. I wouldn't say it's good news. Um, cause I mean, what, I mean, to me, it's like, well, if it does go to Universal, they probably would just keep james gunn and everything that's going on um or they'll just they'll just start over again from scratch and then we'll have to wait for another superman movie for another four years um i honestly my thoughts have always been that why would a company who has debt would want to accumulate more debt by buying warner brothers warner brothers has so much debt more than universal the universal is you know the the, the debt is diminishing because of Oppenheimer, uh, of Fast and Furious. It's the minute it's so they're, 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 they're getting rid of their debt, but why would they want to accumulate debt? My thing was always, and then even talking to my friend who's in the business and who he talks to, it's more of like, well, they probably will be trying to buy IP from Warner Brothers. I mean, Warner Brothers will, if nobody wants to buy them fully, they would be start selling their IP to people, you know? But I, I don't see it as a good thing because if they end up doing, if they, they, they'll probably end up selling IP. So then you'll have like things getting sold off in, uh, you know, 
you know, Batman will go here, Superman will go there, Wonder Woman, just like how it was with Marvel at, uh, at one point, you know? What do you think? Uh, okay, I thought you were asking me something. Okay. How worse than asking for... What, what, that worse? You're not going to get fired. <laughs> uh, what's going on, 1-6 shape? What's up, Dave? Got my 1-6 scale BVS Batmobile in for my Batman hot toy figure. Makes me miss the good old days. Uh, you lucky SOB. Would love to have that. Um, that's cool, though. Yeah, I know. It kind of makes you, you know, the good old days back in the 2015-2016 era. We all were just like excited. Everybody was like, let's do this. And man, it was a good, and we defended, we all defended the movies. Ugh. Moon Knight was ASL. Very good as well. Yeah, I really enjoyed Moon Knight. I really enjoyed it. So December was the announcement. Okay, it was, yeah, it was December. That's when it was. Cool. What's going on, RJ? Good to see you, buddy. Always great to see you. We got Gilmore, Eric Smith right here. Enjoying the fanimated streams and was wondering if um, they do the same thing with Wally as Flash for the movies. Would it work after all the new? Co- yeah. Um, obviously, uh, Gilmore right here. Uh, Gilmore right here is uh, referring to the last episode that we did on uh, DC Fanimated, where Scott and I uh, discussed the first appearance of the flash in the animated world. And, uh, we definitely were like, Oh yeah, it's not Barry. It's Wally, it's Wally West. I mean, it's kind of funny too, because when I was younger, I got into, I think I got into the flash. I got into the flash when it was Wally West more than Barry Allen. It's kind of interesting because I'm trying to think, because I think I really got into the flash when it was Wally. And then I remember getting like, old comics when it was Barry, but I was like, but when I got into the flash, when I was a kid, I was, it was Wally. It was Wally. Wally was my flash, I guess you could say, but yeah. So I think they can make it work and they probably should maybe. I mean, if, if we're already going to have like a universe that's already established, I mean, what, there wouldn't be anything wrong with already having Wally West established as a flash and Barry, like, dead or missing or something like that where they could capitalize on some kind of cool with that i don't know i think the fantastic four are gonna fill the spot of the avengers as the world's greatest defenders yeah might as well right now that they don't have you know anybody else uh let's see here we got jordan Bax right here wait dc being sold to universal is that it's just a rumor yeah don't 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 think it's actually like a thing. It's just a rumor. A couple of WB employees said that too. And I was like, all right. But I, I again, I, I still think, I don't think it's going to happen. I really don't think it's going to freaking happen. Uh, so I think it's just because of the debt that's involved. I think the debt that's involved when it comes to it just, eh, just doesn't seem like it's the right thing to do, you know? Let's see. Rolo, what's happening? Didn't Zaslav, uh, Zaslav say that they weren't for sale? Yeah, he said that too, but of course he's going to say that. Why wouldn't he say that? He's going to say that. I mean, when you're, when you're the CEO of a company, you're going to be like all about positive. Everything's great. Everything's great. It's just going to be, you know, it's going to be that meme where, you know, you got that, that, that cartoon dog and the whole place is on fire. And he's like, this is fine. You know, I mean, that's pretty much what Zaslav's doing. 
that's pretty much what all the CEOs are doing right now. If you think about it with the strike and streaming and all the stuff and all the money that's being lost, all the CEOs are that meme, gif, whatever you want to call it, of that. Isn't it a dog or is it, I don't know, in some kind of cartoon? I'm trying to think of who it is. Yeah. Where it's just like everything's burning around them and they're like, they just look down at their coffee and go, this is fine and take a sip. That's what they're doing. That's what they're all, that's all the CEOs are doing right now. Hey, we got Rhea here. What's going on? Yeah, do what she says too. Yep. Zach P, how about them Dodgers? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, okay. I'm going to say this right here because obviously you guys know that I'm a San Francisco Giants fan, which of course is the rival of the Dodgers. And it's kind of interesting, like when it comes to my family and girlfriend, you know, I have both my parents are Dodger fans. I got friends that are Dodger fans. My girlfriend's a Dodger fan. Me and my brother are Giants fans. And uh, yeah, it, it is kind of an interesting little rivalry that we have. Um, but anytime it gets to playoffs, if the Dodgers are in it, which they have been more than the Giants in recent, in the last few years, of course, I always show support. So I was being supportive, was trying to be as supportive as possible when it came to, uh, the Dodgers in the uh, division series, but man, that first game, which was last Saturday, holy shit, as positive as you try to be, holy crap, that was just a massacre. And then it just, it took, it deflated the Dodgers. And again, this just goes to show you again, and, and this is what any Dodger fan that I talk to or have talked to, they always worry about the playoffs. Yeah, you can win a hundred games, don't matter. Comes to the playoffs, the Dodgers just, for some reason, they just shut down. It's crazy because this is their sixth consecutive loss. After these three games of getting swept by the Diamondbacks, they lost last year three games, and now again three games. It's getting bad. They need to get rid of their manager. Dave Roberts needs to go. He needs to go. They have all this talent. For some reason, I don't know, they're cursed when it comes to playoffs. So, yeah, it was... And I was like, at least get one win, can you? Mark Wade is an incredible run. Yeah. Yeah. But I yeah, I'm just saying that. Yeah, when Wally was my uh was my uh was my flash before Barry. Mark my words, the DCU won't get past uh Superman legacy. Well, we got uh I'm sure it's I'm sure Lane this is backed up by not not feelings. It's backed up by what you're you're breaking it down. You have the analytics, you're looking at things the way they are and everything like that. It's not based on fanboy feelings, right? <laughs> no. Not at all. Let's see. We got Jordan. If uh anything studio uh, could buy DC uh, if any studio could buy DC, who would you want it to be? Huh. I always thought Apple TV, Apple or Amazon. <laughs> well, I always said that when it came to the stupid uh, hashtag for sell the Snyderverse to Netflix, which those guys have now shifted over to sell the Snyderverse to Universal, which doesn't make any sense because if the rumor is that Universal is going to buy Warner Brothers, that means they're going to get the whole fucking thing. <laughs> Again, these guys don't understand hashtags or how it works. I even I had an I I had a little bit of a back and forth with somebody um, today on Twitter because I uh, because there's a rumor out there that uh, Kurt Russell is going to be in Superman Legacy, 
so like a cameo type role and basically Daniel RPK is thinking it's Jor-El and I quote tweeted I was like that's a little too on the nose because Kurt Russell played Ego you know Star-Lord's dad explaining all that it just too it was it, it just seems too on the nose because it's like oh now you're gonna make him play Jor-El which I wouldn't mind I'm not saying that a Kurt Russell Jor-El is a bad thing it's Kurt fucking Russell but I was like yeah it seems like that's a little too close to this over here and somebody, of course, was like, they took it like as if James Gunn was actually like going to show the origin story again. And I'm like, no, Jorel can be shown present day. Clark talks to him or sees, you know, through the Kryptonian technology. And then, of course, he used the hashtag fire James Gunn and hashtag bring back Zack Snyder, which, again, I those those two hashtags I, I told I was like, because I was like, those are dumb hashtags. And he he was trying to flip it. He was trying to say that if you're saying that those are dumb hashtags, well, first to go, like, if you think those are dumb hashtags, why'd you tweet out hashtag release the Snyder cut? And I'm like, that's not even the same fucking ballpark. That was a battle cry of like, let's release this. And we all came together, pushed it and all that stuff. It wasn't about firing somebody who is a friend to Zack Snyder, by the way, and then bringing back Zack Snyder into the madness that is Warner Brothers in DC right now. They are dumb, selfish hashtags. They are dumb, selfish. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, no, you should be supporting what Zach is doing over at Netflix, not screaming for him to come back into the madness that is Warner Brothers Discovery. Okay? Stop acting like selfish fanboys, please. Okay? Let's let Zach stay over there. And if you want to fire, you want them to fire James Gunn, good. You could keep tweeting that hashtag. It's not going to do anything. That's not going to do anything. So, but, uh, yeah. So what, where was I going with this? Any, eh, I mean, I don't know. There you go. That's, that's the hashtag we should be saying fire all the CEOs. There you go. I'm guessing the SAG strike will continue into next year. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna go into next year. Probably maybe January though. Was broker. Yeah. The 2%. Yeah, I, I saw the, I'll sell that. It's 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 all still crazy and stupid. Uh, let's see. Who do you think will run Marvel if Kevin Feige? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know who could uh, take over the reins when it comes to that. Uh, my father's a uh, Raiders fan, and I'm a 49ers fan. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, same with football. It's all over the place with football. We have Seahawks fans, we have Rams fans, uh, and Niner fans too. I don't really have a football team. I just like watching football. So let's see. Let's see. They get then we got Hey Rhea, Ryan. They get stage fright. Are you excited for Lobo? Well, I mean, let's get the official announcement that that's actually happening. I know they're saying that that definitely uh uh, Lobo is going to Jason Momoa, which is perfect, to be honest. But let's wait till that's actually a thing. You know what? I didn't. I forgot to watch that. I forgot to watch the Monarch trailer. Damn it. But I saw the first. I mean, I'm I'm already in. I'm already in on that series. Totally in on that. So I forgot to watch the new trailer, though. I know it dropped. I saw the poster. I totally forgot to watch that trailer, though. But uh, I'll have to make sure I watch that. Uh, sell the Snyderverse to 7-Eleven. There you go. Uh, someone did mention Pokemon. Uh, boo, boo, boo. Let's see what else we got here. 
As much as I would want DC to succeed under James Gunn, I just don't think he can get past his sensibilities of crude humor and callousness that would break away from the sincerity of a Superman film. See, that's the that's the thing that I'm hoping that he that he proves, you know, like I get that he does go overboard with it when it comes to all that. Uh, but uh, but again, this is coming from me who I I've seen I've seen you know, super. I've seen, uh, was it sliver or yeah, slither, not sliver. I think I said sliver on the, on film junkie live, but slither, you know, and it's like, I can enjoy. Yeah. I, I don't know. See, to me, I'm like, all right, which is James Gunn in my top five of handling Superman. No, definitely wasn't. And I was like, nah, keep him away from it. But now that he's like, all right, he had an epiphany. I had this idea and a lot's riding on it. I'm hoping that like, it, I hope that he impresses with it where it's not just, and I don't think it's going to be. I think it's definitely not going to be like in the vein of Guardians of the Galaxy. There's probably going to be elements for sure, but I'm just hoping as a filmmaker, and now that he's, you know, gotten to this level, that he's going to take a, obviously a much more f- uh, firm, like a much more mature approach, I guess you could say. When it comes to especially handling Superman, because that's that's what as 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 easy as it sounds like you could do a Superman film. It's not. That's the thing. It's not easy. I mean, that's why there was no Superman from Christopher Reeve. And then they just like, ah, we'll just put it on TV, you know, and I did enjoy Lois and Clark. Uh, but you could like it's like you can get a, it was easier to get away with like doing uh, a campy esque type Superman on TV. Smallville was a hit. So it's like they kept it on TV for, you know, two decades, more than two decades. And then they're like, all right, time to try to do it cinematically again. And the way we're going to do it, we're just going to emulate the Donner Superman. And it didn't work. So then it was like, okay, can't do that. And then, of course, Zach comes in and nails it, but not for everybody. That's the thing. It, It was very, there was a discourse, it was very divisive when it came to Man of Steel. It's just a very, it's a, it's because I think because he's just the ultimate superhero, hard to do. So that's why I'm like, you know, good luck, James Gunn. I mean, my God, there's a lot riding on this. It's a lot. Heard no monsters will be showing up. Are you talking about a monarch? Monarch is the, uh, it's like the Godzilla world, you know, monarch, that, that organization that is handling all the big monsters. Looks freaking good. Well, yeah, I don't, if no monsters like really show up, like right off the bat, I'd be okay with it as long as the story is good. But I know some people have said like, oh yeah, I've seen the episodes. So it's pretty good. Slither and Brightburner proof. He dips his toes. Yeah, exactly. So even though like he only produced uh Brightburn, but at the same time, he, he, I'm sure he, him, his brothers, right. Came up with the idea. Yeah. I'm willing to give him a chance, but I'm of the camp that thought his first Guardians of the Galaxy film succeeded due to the writing of Nicole Perlman, whose writing was sorely missed from the. Yeah, but I thought the third one was good, too. But you got to realize, I mean, but you still have to still got to get somebody to put that vision up on the screen, you know? Yeah, you can have the writer. Sure. And uh, yeah, the writing has to be great too but you have to have somebody to you know put that on the screen and make it work so i mean so that's the thing it's like and he did 
and he helped with the Infinity Saga with the, the Infinity Stones and stuff like that. So, I mean, he helped get, you know, he basically was like, you know, got it to the point of Infinity War, which is arguably one of the best MCU movies. And of course, Guardians is arguably one of, you know, the best ones too. Top five, maybe for some people, top 10. I hope that Vaughn directs the authority. Imagine the Kingsman tree. Oh yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That's the thing. So, like, you know, I know Vaughn has had some stupid things that he said about Superman in his pitch, but, uh, yeah, I like the, uh, the Kingsman series. Hello, Jacob. How's it going? Lom looks great too. What is Lom? <laughs> I'm like L-O-M, Lord of the Meat Eaters? I don't know. Yeah. That's why I think Jeremy uh, Carver is a good fit for Waller. He brings a level of seriousness, like Doom Patrol. And there you go. Maybe something. Lore, oh, Legacy of the Monsters. Okay, that's what that was. I was like, Lom? I was like, what? Legacy of the Monsters, yeah. If you ever get a chance, Dave, I think uh, with the Authority movie coming out, coming up, the new DC universe should give Superman and the Authority. But okay, yeah, I haven't read that. I do want to get that book though, so I'll definitely, uh, I'll definitely uh, check check into that. Eh. Ooh, good stuff. Yeah, Legacy of the Monsters. I was like, I am so bad with acronyms. So bad, so bad with acronyms. Anytime I see something, I'm like, I just immediately go, what does that mean? I'm not going to figure it out. <laughs> I just feel like it's not really going to be filmmaker driven. I always think about Affleck's comment and not wanting to direct over there. I think it will be. I definitely think it will be. Um, because, I mean, you already got James Mangold. You know, he's got his own style himself. I think it, I think it, and of course, Muschietti is, you know, it hasn't been really con, fully confirmed that he is on board with Brave and the Bolt. God knows. I think it will be because I think it's just because James Gunn is a filmmaker himself. I mean, obviously he's going to have to overlook it and they're all going to have to collaborate when it comes to piecing things together. I just really hope, and I know that he has mentioned it before too, when responding to people on social media is like, you know, about shared universes. I love what he said about shared universes. Like, don't take away, you know, if you're too busy, like having to do homework, it takes away from the initial story. So what I'm hoping is when they piece the universe together, that it's not so, it's not so much where you need to be watching every little thing, you know? And if he's taking that approach, then it very much will be a more filmmaker driven Type thing, and I think he knows this too, being over in Marvel and seeing how the Marvel machine works. That's the hope I can get. I could be wrong, but you know, I think it's just the fact that he's seen how the Marvel machine works, and somehow, sometimes directors. I mean, there's some directors that we don't even know directed some of these things, some of these, some of the MCU stuff. We know the Russo brothers, we know Favreau. Uh, but like sometimes you just you don't you don't know who like wait who directed that you know and then speaking of that Antonio yeah you see the projections you know not bad 
Not bad. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be a shit show. It's gonna be a shit show when it comes to the Marvels. Let's let's just put it out there now. I'm still gonna watch it, of course, and give my honest review of it. Um, I mean, obviously, I've talked about how the runtime is an hour and forty five minutes, the shortest MCU movie. There's gonna be backlash. I guarantee you, there's gonna be some backlash coming out with that. Someone, someone, you know, some, there's gonna be somebody, some some of the media out there is gonna start saying like, yeah, of course, you know, you have. Three female leads that are all diverse that, you know, of course, is directed by uh, a woman of color. And uh, it's it's, you know, the shortest MCU movie ever. Of course, you know, it's going to they're going to there's going to be some backlash when it comes to at least that part. And then when it comes to people showing up and when it comes to the reviews, there's going to be review bombing. It's just going to it's going to be kind of a shit show. And it's and it sucks, too, because. With the SAG after strike, it would have been awesome to be, see the three leads at junkets joking around with each other, doing things, promoting this. That's what's going to hurt the movie a lot, too, is the fact that the actors can't promote it. If the if those three could promote it, they could do a lot of things that are cool that could help the marketing because I'm you know, I'm sure it would be a, like a fun dynamic between the three of them that's going to hurt it for sure that you can't get all that out there but i don't know but i'm in i'm in the camp of like i didn't really i wasn't really impressed by the trailers and i didn't really like the first one at all so supergirl still has no director true but that was great legacy of media by dave the film junkie there you go Legacy of media. I said legacy of meat eaters <laughs> or I said Lord of the meat eaters or something like that, but that could be legacy of, of uh media. That's, that's a good one too. So don't mind that. Let's see. I hope James Gunn have a plan for darker superhero. Yeah. I mean, the authority is going to be rated R. That's the thing. Authority. The authority is going to be rated R. So it's going to be dark. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, and James Gunn can do dark. I mean, again, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, regardless of how you feel about it, I am I am shocked. I am shocked of some of the things that were in that movie. There's some heavy shit in that movie, not to mention there's some graphic shit. Like when when Rocket tears the face off the, uh, what's, your, uh, what's his name? Higher Superior, whatever the hell his name is, and they show it? I am shocked that they actually showed that. So... Yeah, you could do some dark shit. Just say it. Two people I always mix up as John Carver and Jeremy Slater. Yeah, I mix up Gavin O'Connor and Gareth Edwards. It's 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 similar names. When you see similar names, even though it's like, I mean, you have two Jeremys right there. When it comes to Gavin O'Connor and Gareth Edwards, for some reason, there's just something about that. I get those two. Now, after, you know, Loving, you know, loving what I was hearing from Gareth Edwards about the creator. Now I'm like, oh, wait, now I, I can distinct them. But at first, for some reason, I get, I got those two. I would get those two confused. I know one did the Umbrella Academy for Netflix and the other did Doom Patrol. I'm excited for whatever they do. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet, right? Nick, I could be wrong, but with Affleck's new company and their focus on filmmakers just seemed to be related to my mind. There you go. 
don't remember which interview it was, but Gunn did say he was taking a bit of inspiration from Star Wars, which is good. Different stories of different. Yeah, exactly. And that's all we can really hope for. You know, I mean, it's all we can really hope for. And I'm hoping that he's he took notes. I'm hoping he took notes with his whole his whole like journey to get where he's at now. I'm just hoping that he took notes and knows exactly what not to do. What's going on, Casey? Uh, Casey Cinema. I don't know if it doesn't really have any uh, competition. So the runtime, yeah, true. I don't think I don't think I don't think the Marvels is gonna bomb. I really don't think it's gonna bomb. It's not gonna do a billion, but I honestly I don't think it's gonna bomb. To be honest, lowest of any Marvel ever that. Number ends up being uh, something like that. I don't know. I, 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 it might catch. I don't know. I guess we'll see how the, you know, how people are, uh, how people are, uh, responding to it. I guess that's going to be a thing. I think the best upcoming theatrical movies are going to, are going to, uh, wave of horror movies with how well they, I know. I mean, horror has been kicking ass lately. Yeah, Guardians 3, High Evolutionary. That's right. I was like, High Supremacy? I was totally blanking on his name right there. Thank you, Phil. Uh, hear me out, guys. Ryan Johnson for Supergirl. He did a Star Wars movie so he can handle... <laughs> they would not do that. Uh, nah, it, it'll be a female director, I'm assuming, you know. But uh, I like where her head's at. That would be interesting, but... Seems like Ryan Johnson, he's he's busy with his universe that he's doing at Netflix too. So it's actually okay. Conversations. Let's see. Do we uh know for sure when Rebel Moon director's cut is dropping? We don't. We don't know for sure, but I assume what I assume because we have the first Rebel Moon coming out in December, right? And then we have uh the second part that comes out in April. I'm guess I would guess that they probably would release Rebel Moon in March, Rebel Moon Director's Cut, probably in March, maybe? They'll probably release it in March, give it some time, maybe February, March, because they want to remind people of it, and then they're like, hey, well, here's a different version you didn't see, so let's release this version before you see part two. So, I don't know. That's That would just be my guess. I'm not sure about Ryan Johnson taking on Supergirl. Not because of, you know, the last Jedi, but because I'm not so sure if we can take on, if uh, he could take on a sci-fi Supergirl epic and make it even bigger. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. You serious? We got J. Jonah Jameson in here. You serious? I have that drop. I should play it, but I'm not going to play it. Yeah, horror has been kicking ass lately. Gonna suck having to avoid spoilers while holding out for a director's cut. Oh, you're gonna hold out. Hmm. I say watch both. Why not? You gotta support support Zach. Watch the watch the original PG thirteen. Do all that. That's what I want to tell these. I mean, the guy that I was like, you know, having a little back and forth with. I look on his profile. It is nothing but DC content. It's like, dude. If you're a Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder fan, which I I believe that I have come to believe that some of these people, especially the people that don't like me, the loud people in the Snyder fandom, they're not actually full-fledged Zack Snyder fans. They're not actually full-fledged DC fans. They are Zack Snyder DC fans. They're full-fledged Zack Snyder DC fans. That's the thing. 
you know, and that, and that's what frustrates me because anytime that I get into like a back and forth with, with some of these guys, I look at the profile and I'm like, barely in a rebel moon, you know? And it's like, if you're like a big Zack Snyder fan, your, your profile, you know, your profile picture should be a character from rebel moon. Your banner should be that, but it never is. It's all DC stuff. And that's all that is tweeted is DC stuff. And I'm like, yeah, it's like, I mean, we're getting, we're going to be like two months away. I mean, I'm, I'm really hoping that like these diehard Zack Snyder fans that have, you know, his DC characters, you know, Cavill, Affleck or whoever. And I hope they change their banners, change their, and they go full fledged and just hit hashtags of rebel moon and all that stuff. And really do that. If you want, if you, if you want people to believe that you're an actual full fledged Zack Snyder fan, please do that. But in my eyes, some of these guys are just full fledged Zack Snyder DC fans. That's it. And I hate that. Yay, Jacob Riddle. Oh, I actually meant to hit you up. I actually meant to hit you up, man. Uh, I know like your, uh, your short film, obviously one man show dropped today. I haven't watched it yet. I've been, like I said, work's been kicking my ass lately. Uh, I haven't watched it yet, but, uh, for sure I retweeted it and, uh, Totally, uh, that's going to be on my watch list for tomorrow. I'm going to watch it because I won't be, and I don't think I'll be working tomorrow too much, but maybe I'll have to work a little bit. But I'm going to watch your film, Mr. Jacob Riddle. I was going to hit you up, uh, see if you wanted to even like talk a little bit um, tonight. But uh, uh, I know you're busy. You're probably celebrating. I mean, congratulations. Like I said, I mean, I, uh, you know. I always loved talking to you. I liked our, I loved our conversation uh, last time you were on when it came to like, talk, you know, just nerding out on Christopher Nolan and stuff like that. But man, if you guys haven't checked it out yet, uh, one man show, type it in on YouTube, Jacob Riddle. He dropped uh, uh, his film today and uh, I am definitely looking forward to it. Sorry that I didn't watch it today. Like I said, work's been kicking my ass. So but I think the first thing I'm going to do is make my coffee tomorrow and watch your damn movie. And I'm going to hit you up. I'm going to hit you up once I do. And I'm sure it's going to be like, I'm just going to be full of applause because everything that you've shown from it is just, uh, you're a talented man. You're a talented man. Timothy, I'm sorry, but the so-called DCU will have to earn back all the faith I lost after Joss's Liag. And the last six years of WB bullshit for me to be excited about anything DC. <laughs> okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's what they're, that's what they have to do. That's what they have to do. I feel uh, like the director's cut is the original cut. I'm a movie fan and a Snyder fan for sure, but I feel like a shorter, tamer cut would spoil the film. I'd say that about any movie. Yeah, makes sense. I just like to see the different cuts. Oh, I'm 100%. You're absolutely correct. The Snyder Cut, which I know for a fact in Netflix, if you're not going to do this, you better call it the Snyder Cut. You hear it? You hear me, Netflix? You better call the R-rated director's cut of Rebel Moon the Snyder Cut, because the Snyder Cut is now mainstream 
it's a brand in and of itself. So you might as well use it. The Snyder Cut of Rebel Moon. You, you better market it like that. But yeah, I, yeah, it totally is. It totally is. But now I, I just love the fact that like even what Debbie said in a recent quote in Total Film, she said that that now it's not a it's not an afterthought. You know, it seemed like anytime director's cuts were an afterthought, now they built it in to the whole thing. So I actually give Netflix praise because I and I'm thinking that they're gonna market it as the Snyder cut of Rebel Moon, is they built it in because now Zach's known for because of the Snyder Cut stuff is like, okay, we have to have a director's cut, a different cut of the movie. Did have Sophia Batella's uh, character. There you go. There you go. I mean, that's, you know, James Gunn's deleted tweets. Well, he has an auto delete, of course. Yeah. Yeah, you can, I mean, you know, come up with whatever conclusions you want to. So do you think Zach's going to drop a second Rebel Moon trailer soon? I'm sure, yeah, there's going to be another trailer at least, you know, before it comes out for sure. I'm spreading the Snyder love. I showed my girlfriend and her family the out. There you go. You got to spread it. Spread it. Gun should still. Yeah, he's he's not on Twitter right now. He's not. He's he's responding on the other ones. It's sad that we never got a decent closure of the DC Snyderverse. I agree. Hopefully this time the plan sticks. Yeah, that's what, and I think that's what's going to happen. Like uh, if I know a more full R-rated. Okay, that's what I want to see. I've been holding out on rewatching Midsummer for the same reason. Want to? Ah, okay. I mean, that's fine. I just want to, you know. But I, I'm not going to be able to help it. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna watch Rebel Moon as soon as it. I'm hoping that. I mean, I, I hope there's a limited theatrical, but it doesn't sound like it's actually going to happen. So, do you have any ideas uh, for what might be the rest of Chapter One? Uh, no, I don't. I don't. That's what's kind of interesting. It's like they announced chapter one but it was only half of chapter one or something like that Ugh. i wouldn't let james gunn babysit my dog all right i don't think he wants to babysit your dog that's a way <laughs> that's a funny one though all right that's cool uh let's see I just got my copy of Batman, the complete animated series and soup series from Amazon. I'm curious when Cape, Cape Crusader releases. That's what I'm, that's what I'm wondering too. And, uh, you know, Scott and I are getting into the thick of like the crossovers that are happening. Getting there, uh, this week we're going back to Batman. This Sunday on DC Fanimated, we're going back to Batman. We've been talking about Superman, but now we're getting to the point where we're going to be doing crossovers because we're trying to do DC Fanimated in chronological order of how things happen. So we're actually going back to Batman season three now, which is great. It's going to be a lot of fun. Go back and forth. Hello. How's it going? Let's see. We got Jacob. Hey, Dave. You think there's a chance WB will release the Batman next year on Thursday? That would be sweet. No, that's not going to happen. If they haven't started, they haven't started filming. Supposedly, they're going to start filming next year, probably next spring. So yeah, there's no way that that the Batman part due. Are you? Oh, are you talking about? Are you talking about like the original of the Batman? 
Uh, if you're talking about the original Batman, if they just like re-release it, sure. But at the same, but if you're talking about Batman Part Two, that's not going to happen. All right. All right. I'm almost done with my drink, so let me start sending out my invites to some peoples. Ah. All right, not that. Let's see. Got there. Got there. All right, I'm just going to start dropping some of this. There two. All right, what else we got? Boop, 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 boop. All right, we got that too. Okay, so got all that. All right. Anyways, all right. Let me go ahead and ask uh, answer a couple more things here. Dave, please ask Zach to do Guardians of the. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if he'll want to do that. He's like he's balls deep in Rebel Moon right now, man. That's the thing. That is the thing. Hey, what's going on, Carrie? Happy Friday Thirteenth to you. I love how we like say happy Friday the 13th, even though it's like a cursed, cursed day, but we say happy. Sometimes directors just want to have different cuts of their film, depending on their mood and what they want to convey, either something that highlights action and one that fully develops subplot. Yeah, right now it's not, uh, no theatrical. Even Zach is saying that it's not theatrical, but I think, you know, Zach loves theatrical. He's just, he's being a... He's been a company man. You know, Netflix gave him free range to whatever he wanted to do. So when they were like, hey, no theatrical, he was like, hey, guys, no theatrical. It was, you know, and I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. I think he wants it theatrical. He would love it theatrical. But, you know, one of these days, hopefully, all these people who want Gun to fail need to realize that even if he fails or the company gets sold. I know. So that's the thing, too. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like my, I would say if Guns DCU succeeds and he has the Elseworlds title, maybe there's a possibility of something with Zach or I don't know anything for that. I don't know. That's the thing. It's like, yeah, if it fails again and they just, they'll just reboot it again. They sell it, sell it off. You know, they it fails, sell it off. It'll just get rebooted again and get further away from what you want. I mean, that's what's so funny about that. Again, that's why you have to you have to use you have to actually use this, and you gotta you gotta remove the fanboy brain, and then you gotta start thinking logically a little bit about that because if it fails, that's only gonna further anything. Because I mean, yeah. Anyways, let's see what else we got. I think that's almost pretty much it. All right. I think that's it for the questions right now, for the question in uh, the Q&A part of the vodka stream. All right. Good times. Good times. All right. Let's go ahead and uh, start bringing in some of these guys right now. Start chatting it up about some things here. All right. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Hmm. All right, we got. We're bringing uh somebody back who eh, hasn't been here for a while. Fuck you! 
know why I used that one, but I was like, you know what? Your hair's your hair is kind of looking like him yeah, right gotta, there, like Kevin Bacon. I hair. gotta go run through a tornado and then like, yeah, God, I've not seen that movie in so long. I oh, gotta put that on the October watch list. Remember when they made like a pilot? And yes. They just never. They just scrapped it, and they like talking about stuff like Batgirl and Daredevil starting over. Like, there's a Tremors pilot out there. Bacon With was really Kevin excited. Bacon. Yeah, he was yeah. really excited, and they're like, "Nah, it's good." So either it costs a lot, or it was really bad. But I'd still, I hope it leaks, kind of like how like Wonder Woman that pilot leaked, and there's another DC one, isn't there, that they filmed? I don't think it was. Oh, what, what? There's another. I thought there was hmm. another pilot out there. I'll have to look it up. But I remember Wonder Woman, there was like that uh, yeah. one that, yeah. And I guess but they had that show too. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was I was excited when they announced that show. Like, oh, I'll check it out because horror, horror TV shows are very hit or miss. But I like Tremors enough and I love Kevin Bacon. So I'm like, oh, I'll give it a chance. I don't know how you don't release it when you have Kevin Bacon back. Yeah. like, And it's like, it, it, it to me, like when I saw that trailer, I was like, oh, this is like old man Val. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they brought him back. You know, he hasn't been back when it comes to all this. And it's like they brought him back. Why are you going to do that? And then we got Jordan right here, too. What's up, sir? Hello. 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 My voice is dead. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a little better because I've been taking some cough uh, syrup. Ugh, it's nasty. Yeah, uh, it's honey. Okay. It's not cherry. It's honey, but it's still bad. I was about uh, to say, like, uh, I, I always yeah. take some raw honey like uh, uh, in the morning. But, yeah, that would mm. help. Gotta take it a little bit, yeah. and so does uh, whiskey. Just saying. yeah, this this cold <laughs> has been with me for about a week or so, so it just won't go away. Ah, that sucks. Yeah, it sucks, and you it's because you've changed locations. That's what happens. That, and I don't have a job, so I have time to film, and I can't film. Oh. It's my voice. <laughs> so yeah, that I does suck. Can't really get ahead on shit. Yeah. But you have you been trying though? You I know you posted some like reactions. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I I pushed through and did one, but. It wasn't smart, but I had to do it. <clears throat> so, yeah. uh, but hopefully, in the next couple of days, I can get back to doing stuff because I keep getting turned down left and right. So, I'm not getting a job anytime soon. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, you know? but you're, you're like, are you in your new spot right now? <clears throat> uh, yeah my uh, my mother in law's uh, spare room. That's why it okay. looks kind of like like the sign and stuffed animals and shit. But the thing is, it's my own room. I'm not in my living room. My wife yeah. can do whatever she wants. They can do whatever they want. I'm away from everybody. So it's all good. You know? That's good. Okay. Yeah. So I did find it in 2006. <clears throat> I made a TV movie, which was a pilot for Aquaman synopsis, a yeah. young 20 something diver Synop- living in the Florida <clears throat> Keys discovers he has powers to breathe underneath the water. And yeah, it's Arthur Curry. Lou yeah. Diamond Phillips was Tom Curry. What? So, Is that yeah. uh, Justin Hartley? Was that yeah, Justin Hartley? Yeah. yeah. Vin yeah. Rains was in this thing. Look at what? that. But yeah. Because yeah. I remember it was around the time the Batgirl thing happened and people posted the Wonder Woman one and that one on Twitter, just like the full episode. I, I knew about the Wonder Woman one, but I did not know they did a live action TV Aquaman pie, which sounds like, how did that even go? I, I understand Tremors, how you can do Aquaman as a show, which obviously that's what it is, right? He was a, uh, something diver. So, you know, it's going to be like the most minimal type mm. of CG. Like each, it's just like real world stuff, but I feel like that's one in like cable network television. Like who's pitching an Aquaman TV well, it, show? It was like, originally Alan Richardson who was Aquaman in, um, Smallville. Right? And then they yeah. flipped it. They decided, no, we're not going to go with you. We're going to go with a, a bigger name. A bigger so, name. Yeah. Yeah. That's just something that would not have worked in 2006. That's even something I would even say to them, like, maybe not even do that today. Like, if you're trying to keep your budgets under control, a whole show, obviously, this is just going to be a guy that's a surfer bro on 
um, Florida, just hanging out. He'd occasionally go into the water, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that was a thing. So there's so many pilots out there that are just well, even, even the Wonder Woman pilot is like dated, but like in terms of like other shows that came out after like Arrow and Flash, like soon after, it was kind of doing some of the same things that those shows did. So yeah. it was like it was kind of a little bit of a head, but also it didn't feel like Wonder Woman at times. It felt like oh, a businesswoman <laughs> who's also Wonder Woman. Like okay. I guess. <laughs> and at least with that one, it's like, uh, uh, as long as you don't go to Themyscira, mm-hmm. you can keep the budget pretty light. Like, super yeah. strength, speed, and it's just a cable that lights up for her truth of lasso, right? Like, yeah. that one I can see. Being like, you put her in a world, a city, good. Aquaman, though, anytime he goes underwater, either you're mm-hmm. going to spend money or it's going to look awful. Just awful. So I remember, I remember watching that pilot a few months ago for the first time, and the one shot that made me go, I could see this working potentially is when she kicks a giant crate and like slams a guy into another one, like she kicks it, like no problem. Like, okay. The action. Okay. I can see that. But there's Who was that actress. She was in, uh, she was in John Wick. Yeah. She was in John Wick, right? Wasn't she in John uh, Wick? Wasn't she like the girl, the, 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 the assassin girl, like that tried to kill John Wick in his room, which of course is against the rules of the continental. I'm pretty sure maybe. it was her. It, it, it's Adrian Pelecki. It's funny. She's in the Aquaman yeah. pilot as well. Oh my <laughs> god! Great. Not as and, not as Diana. Not and, as that. And but. she was the um, girlfriend in the pilot of Supernatural, and in mm. the Orville. She's in the Orville. Right. I forgot um, Pedro was in the show. Elizabeth Hurley, Carrie oh. Elways was in it. Wonder Woman has stacked a look. Phil yeah. McGraw as himself. So Doctor Pedro Phil, Pascal. Doctor Phil was apparently Pedro in this. Pascal. Pedro Pascal's in it. Yeah. Wow. Little yeah. did he know he was going to, you know, show up in uh, 84. <clears throat> it's so interesting because I know that, okay, so we look at that timeline, right? 2005, they do Batman, obviously a few years before his Catwoman. But it's just, it's so interesting that they look at Wonder Woman and Aquaman in that time frame and go, like, Wonder Woman was later, at two, even Wonder yeah. Woman, 2011. Why in 2011 were they like, we should do a Wonder Woman TV show. Like, why were they not getting this off the ground way sooner? And same thing with Aquaman. Why after Batman Begins, like, yeah, Aquaman the TV show. That's the way to go. It's just, it's just so odd that they decided to. Maybe that's why Every, the pilot's not going further. So, I mean, it's so funny because I mean, like, I was even when I was answering questions earlier. I mean, it's just like, it's just you know, DC has been doing this shit for for so long, and it's just like. But it's always been Superman, Batman, Superman, yeah. Batman. But then there was like a lull where like, you know, there was like a, a, a couple decades where there was no Superman movies, but Superman was dominated TV. Mm-hmm. It was Lois and Clark in the 90s. And then all of a sudden you get to the 2000 Smallville. You know, it was like a lot of that. It was like, OK, so they were able to like handle Superman on TV. But then they're like, all right, time to get him back into the movies. Superman <laughs> returns. We're going to do it like this. Yeah. And it just, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just. I don't know. It's just like when it comes to DC stuff, it's like, yeah, you think like since they were always on top of it. I mean, they've been making movies since 70, you know, Superman 78. And it's like, why hasn't there been more things when it comes to to DC uh, live action? I mean, there has been, but I mean, it just seems like they just, they, 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 they're not sure of themselves. They've just been, they, they, they buckle, they buckle. Especially in that era, in 2006, 2011, maybe 2011 not so much, but I'd say in 2006, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, those are still way more popular characters than Thor, Captain America, Iron Man. And that's where it's like – even back then, I'm surprised they didn't see, oh, they're making an Iron Man movie. 
Like we have characters more popular than that. Like let's do the, like, and I, they did do Green Lantern, granted, and obviously that went that did not go well. See, they were, I think they were trying to capitalize on that. Like, hey, let's do a character that not a lot of people are like too familiar with, and yeah. he's like witty and sarcastic. We'll yeah. get Ryan Reynolds. Right. Everyone loves Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it was like, oh, this is gonna be our Iron Man right here. And nope. Well, she got to think at the time, Warner Brothers was in a position of they like. They had all their IP, and DC was just kind of a part of it. It wasn't like they had like people individually focused on making DC yeah. content. It was like, oh, we have this. Oh, let's just try this. But we need to focus on this other stuff we have going on. And you know, you had the Batman trilogy, so you didn't, you couldn't do anything with Batman really at the mm-hmm. time. So, well, like, and that well, was the thing, do? right? Because yeah. those were the two things everyone says. The things that <clears throat> killed Justice League Mortal was the strikes, but mm-hmm. also Nolan. That everyone says he had a big hand in being like, "I really don't want you to do another movie with Batman in it right now." And after the Dark Knight, it was kind of like, "Yeah, we're gonna not kind of step yeah. on its toes. We really want to get him back yeah. for the third one." Because I don't know if you remember, like a year after the Dark Knight, it, he wouldn't even confirm that he was gonna do Batman three. Like he was like, "Yeah, I think, but I don't know for sure." And I think yeah. that's why they were playing ball with him too. Like, hey, if we do this Justice League movie with another batman he might be a little pissed off because i remember i even remember back then of people like zach snyder's name being on a list of not rumor but just people like throwing out names like oh this would be a great person this would be a great person and also he did end up doing it and i don't know if it was even could have just been hardball to get like a bigger paycheck too yeah. but it wasn't a confirmed thing it wasn't like matt reeves where it's like oh we know he's doing the trilogy it was no one might not do part three and i, I remember that too, too. yeah and a lot and, of people are like oh is he gonna do riddler that'd be perfect and then he's just like nah fuck that i'm gonna do bane and, you know, I mean, it's funny, too, because, you know, let's face it, Dark Knight Rises. I know I, I'm not it's not a bad movie. I love terrible. the movie. Yeah. But it, but it, but but at the same time, when you look at it against Batman Begins and Dark Knight, you just kind of go, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not top notch. It's not like yeah. those. No, it's not. Is it terrible? No, it's the whole trilogy is absolutely watchable from start to finish. Uh, and it's great. It's one of the best uh you know but it is you do you do almost see like i mean you see the dip you see it there yeah yeah and you uh and i think like if heath ledger was still alive i think Mm -hmm. he would incorporate the joker somewhere in the story i think um because why not yeah uh, because he didn't die i mean obviously the joker is around Mm -hmm. he's not dead he didn't see a fate like uh mr rachel ghoul did in the first one so it's like he, I think he would have incorporated him in there. I mean, it's just, I mean, I, I'm kind of wondering what was happening during that whole period of like, oh. you know, is he going to do one? And, and then they were going back and forth. There was like, I mean, I, everybody wanted him to do the Riddler because it's Christopher Nolan, mm-hmm. but I think he was just like, fuck that. Everybody expects that. I'm going to do this instead. And I think, you know, for the most part, he did a pretty good, pretty damn good job. So. Yeah, it's like, I know some people might not like it, but with that movie, Wakanda Forever, like, I always grade those movies a bit on a curve, because it's like, these directors, and Nolan has never ever said what he would have done with Ledger, if Ledger was in it, but I guarantee you he had ideas and what he was going to do forward, so, like, same thing with Ryan Coogler, you take a film, your star dies, and then they say, okay, you're not going to recast, you're going to go this route, it's like, I rate them both on grave because like Dark Knight Rises is like the plan B, you know, for a plan yeah, B, that's pretty good because it was this thing of like, 
there is no and it's fine because it's the way sometimes a trilogy can work but there's very little if not any mention of like the league of shadow and raz in uh dark knight but then in dark knight rises they're all over the place right away name drop yep. there's dream sequences tally is there and, and that way i kind of like it It ties to the first one and Dude, you know, i mean well that's like that's the uh the trilogy 101 right isn't yeah. that like one of the uh back to the beginning like uh, yeah, yeah, like you always, yeah isn't that what uh randy uh, says in scream three scream yeah. three yeah, yeah reveal yeah. something you didn't know the whole time exactly yeah. it's always one of those things where it's like the third one always has to reference the first one yes. you know, yeah kind of thing and yeah dark knight rise yeah you're right there's no mention of like yeah anything in dark knight it is like a almost like is it it's a contained story for the yes. most part yeah. of like of not really being tied to the other two so much but yeah dark knight rises of course is completely tied to uh Tied to uh, Batman Begins. All right. And we got some more people joining in right here. We got Axel. We got Phil. What's happening, guys? What's up, gentlemen? Hey, guys. Hello. Hello. Having a good old time. Happy Friday the 13th, everybody. Right? Uh, uh, yeah, I know. The only bad luck anybody's having here is uh, Jordan with his. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that, it's been going on more than, more, more than just today. Yeah. Uh, I bet, dude. I bet. Happens. But thank you for joining, gentlemen. We're just doing a little dark knight trilogy talk right now and out saying how the third what it's a good trilogy it is a good trilogy but like we just kind of noticed that you know the third one was yeah like i I, you could definitely feel like there was a bit of rushing in like the final battle with like you know talia's death and like oh yeah that was awful i mean yeah yeah the the way she says yeah it was like like, uh, dude (laughs) She went Chris to sleep. Warren, you, you were okay she went to that? sleep. She went to yeah. sleep. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, she went to sleep. That's their version of the Lazarus is just sleeping. I don't know. But, it's always kind of jarring to see like Batman fight in broad daylight, but at the same time, I do like that final fight between him and Bane on the city center, city hall. It is good, but and then but the the thing that always bothered me was because uh, I remember seeing the set pictures and videos, and I know it was summertime in Chicago. Oh yeah. So like all the snow and stuff like that, but I'm like, you know, I'm like, it doesn't look like it's cold. Like I don't. There's no breath. There's no yeah. breath. It's the end of winter. No. It's the end of winter. I know. You know? But it was just. It just kind of. Anytime I watch that stuff, I'm like, yeah, it just doesn't feel real to me. Just like Batman Returns, you know. It's like oh, snow, yeah. snow, snow, but it doesn't feel like it's actually cold, unless they were in the sewer. Then it felt like it was. There was something about the sewer setting that made it feel like dark and cold and stuff like that, even though you didn't see breath or anything, but yeah, for some reason, like outside, I mean, you, I mean, if you watch dark Knight rises, you could see in the distance, even though it's snowing, you could see blue sky. Like if you look in the background, <laughs> there's blue sky, like yeah. all over the place. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm like, yeah, it just doesn't, I, 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 I I'm, I'm wondering if Christopher Nolan is ever going to just like talk about like, yep, that I mean, wasn't a movie he that I add breaths because he doesn't do CGI. So. Well, yeah, that, that's the thing. No, but he'll, he'll never, like someone like, except with Two-Face. <laughs> yeah. You think like someone like uh, Christopher Nolan would be very detailed oriented when it comes to something like that. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, he wouldn't want to shoot during summer. It's like, no, we have to shoot during winter, like actual winter. So we can actually feel the, the, the atmosphere, you know, or something. So I don't know. That's just me 
that's just me, but maybe I don't know. It just seems like he's very detailed when it comes to stuff I like that. I always forget how Bane dies. Like, how did he, Bane like, gets he, shot by Catwoman, Catwoman. on the Batman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know yeah. this whole gun thing. Not really for me. <laughs> yeah. I think my that's my favorite line of Hathaway in that movie, yeah. and she's uh, yeah, same one. thing. That's another thing where I love the movie, but that's even like a little underbaked. Yeah. I wish that they didn't. Oh, yeah. I wish they. I wish they didn't make him and Talia at all like love interests and just focus on that. Talia can be there, but it's just because at the end of the day, too. It's. It, I know there's that meme video and everything but it's just like there is no reason for her to really sleep with bruce like there's not a single he's already given her the company it, given what are you anything. talking about they created damien in that moment <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dark night four when no one comes back in 20 yeah. years and the exactly. call roof goes off yeah but no i, I like to but same thing i think her and bill had like had decent chemistry but it's not their fault it's just that they just didn't have that much scenes even together in that movie yeah. you know they're very spread apart so it's just there's lots going on mm-hmm. in that movie I, even harvey Dent's speech is like they reveal it and then they just kind of throw it away and like okay now we're back to dark knight rises again where dark knight feels like it's very much just off on its own like you could literally watch dark like batman begins and dark knight rises and other than batman being retired and harvey dent you don't miss much because it's they ignore dark knight pretty much you know it's just like tough to balance when you have two yeah. different kind of love interests that are operating on two different levels and then you know you get the twist of oh yeah i'm Tali ogle and i'm here to fulfill my yeah, father's that, wish at it's the like, very end <laughs> oh yeah. it's i hated my father too you killed him what i'm confused on is that she could have easily killed him while she's in his house many times yeah but when they're and and she waits oh by the way like she could literally just take him out right there well no remember remember she does say that she wants it's a stupid comic villain thing it is she she wants bruce to feel like the the thousands of gotham lives dying before he does because remember before she leaves she's like don't kill him i want him to fill the fire and she drives off and bane's like you know i'm going to kill you now i get the point of like making him feel bad or whatever like, he has to be alive to feel it it's like yeah but if you get rid of him then there's no chance of him potentially stopping it oh yeah same thing Bane does that too remember he puts him in the yeah, prison with a tv exactly. cell and it's very much like awesome powers dr evil yeah. sharks with freaking laser beam. like exactly. there's no reason whatsoever <laughs> yeah. for batman to be alive yeah. about three separate times because she could have killed him right after they slept together too. like there's three times in that movie yeah. bale is dead it's yeah. over and how for does batman, he but... how does he get his back like, Those doctors, like they're out. great. You saw them. Yeah, don't worry about. He got he got put on like a, a rope and plank, and, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. and he hangs there for <laughs> a month. Yeah, don't worry about. It. Don't worry about. It. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, in he prison with. Uh, and then he doesn't break his back again when he falls that first time, and like yeah. you know, which monkey no, jumps that hell. He probably should have, but whatever. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that put it back into place. But I, I don't know a back injury. I think there's technically it's like half a year that he is in there, so he is in there a long time. I don't think the medicine would probably be the best, but it starts even though it's not winter. It starts when it's summer, and then it goes to winter. So he's gone for quite a while in that movie. So yeah, it's about like what six months, maybe. Six months. I think so. Yeah. yeah but wait, how does he get back to Gotham? Like that's because he's Batman. Batman. Yeah, they, they show that in Batman Begins though. In Batman Begins, they have this whole segment where he explains that how. How he could get around without money and stuff so it's like it's very head candy but in the first one he does say like, oh i found my way around without resource like okay bruce wayne can do <laughs> he, 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 did, he, he yeah. went the route of game of thrones season eight logic of travel where you can just get anywhere you want in the matter of nothing 100%. pretty much across yeah. the border show. everything but but yeah it, yeah, it is kind of interesting like it just 
you know, what, what, what you were saying, Travis, like, is he going to do it? Is he not? What was the original like intent? Did he actually even want to do it? Was he just like, okay, I have to do it, blah, 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 wrap up the story. So, I mean, but I mean, for, for the most part, if, if it was put together, you know, rushed, it still was for a rushed Batman movie to conclude it still a great ending, great villain. You know, I thought Tom Hardy's Bane was fantastic. Um, but you know, yeah, of course, there's some choppiness, and I thought even uh, Anne Hathaway as Catwoman was great too. Mm-hmm. I thought she she nailed it. But uh, yeah, you just kind of wonder like what was what was going on during that time period, especially you know um, because that came out what 2012, right? 2012. Yeah, there's yeah. always yeah. three years between each of them. Yeah, he always, yeah, there was, was actually four. four. There was four years four. between the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight. Rises oh yeah, I guess there was because he did yeah. Inception too. So that not was... only that. There was that was the summer of the Amazing Spider-Man and the Avengers, so it was like this big Jesus hurrah Christ. of comedy. That was a big that year. Yeah, 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 there was, yeah and year. you got the Don't first Man of Steel teaser on Dark Knight yep. Rise. It was right. it was yeah. huge, and that that's it's just so funny looking at Amazing Spider-Man because whatever you feel those movies, just like it's funny. Like we talk about box office other stuff, the same thing. Like those movies did so well, and then you had Amazing Spider-Man, which was like the lowest grossing Spider-Man. They like hit the reboot. They went to Marvel right away because what? That's 2012. So yep. I guess it took longer. 2016 took four years, but they still they um gave up on poor Garfield after that. Didn't even after, didn't let him finish off the trilogy. Too, yeah. Yeah, yeah, didn't even let him fill so not much fault. potential. Yeah. So much potential. Yes. Oh yeah. Exactly. Not with that Sony though, I don't think so. I think with him, but I think like he would have just well, that all that stuff that they were forced at the end of like they just show you the the suit, the Falcon suit, the Doc yeah. Ock suit of like Ugh. I don't know. You like, know, I, like I, when I watch when I watch Amazing Spider Man to like uh, like that never comes to mind. Like, yeah, like, yeah, we do see like you know, Doc Ock's like arms and shit. Like, you know, like sequels never come to mind. I, I'm just focused on the story. It amazes me That's that just- that film, Amazing Two, is like the best looking Spider-Man film, and yet it also is like almost a Batman Forever Batman and Robin. Oh, it totally it has. Like, <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like they were trying to cram the Sinister Six. Like they're like, yeah. okay, yep. we got to like get to this yeah. point. Get to this point. Because I think they were developing. Three I mean, they cut MJ out. They were, yeah. out yeah, they were developing. Yeah. yeah, so they had like so much stuff they were wanting to do. Yeah, like, there's just way too much that what, they were trying. Well, Sinister to- Six, a separate film, and they were going to be introduced in the Amazing Spider-Man three and four okay, in the movie. Think the timeline. I think you had it right, Jordan. The timeline yeah. would have been, you know, you had Amazing one and two, and then mm-hmm. it was either Sinister Six or Amazing three, or vice versa. It was flipped, and then they would have wrapped yeah. it up with Amazing yeah. four. But when they're going to make an Aunt May movie where she's like a spy or something? That was apparently something. Yeah, there was emails. Discussion. Yeah. But yeah, I remember Drew okay. Goddard was going to direct Sinister uh, Six. That that's was, right. That was yep. what the plan was, and then that all fell yeah. through after Amazing Two and stuff. And I forget, wasn't he also attached to X Force at one point too? He was attached yes, to X Force. Right. He's yeah. been he's been so like oh, obviously yeah. even Daredevil. He only did the first two yeah, episodes. He's always right. been yeah. so close to doing one big thing, and then he like like something happens. The project doesn't happen. This doesn't happen. So poor Drew Goddard, great isn't but he on the writer? For part of I was going to say. I think it's going to happen this time. I think, well, yeah. hopefully, fingers crossed. He's going to be part of the new DCU, which I'm like, yeah. yes, please. I mean, yeah. 
Uh, he wrote. Uh, didn't he do Cabin in the Woods? He Cabin wrote the that. He yes. wrote. He directed yep. that. Too. He directed yeah. it. Yeah. Yes, because you know, you know, that other guy also helped write. Anyway, yeah. well, yeah, well, even though like bad situation, but they they did the yeah. whole thing they did with like how anytime Jordan Peele produces a movie, it's always Jordan. Peele oh presents. right, yeah, yeah. Okay. and that's what they did with Whedon. Yeah. And the other yeah. thing that was I just looked Hem- it up. <laughs> Who else wrote it? <laughs> yeah, that that was Hemsworth before yeah. Thor, I think, as well. I can't yeah. remember if it was before yeah. right around that time. It so was right before. Yeah. So I think people were watching that because I remember I watched that and I watched this other terrible straight to DVD movie just to see what he was like, just to be like, okay, same reason as I I went to go see Immortals. Just it was Castaway. No, not Castaway. Castaway. <laughs> the Castaway or the Getaway. The Getaway or something. The getaway, like that. Something like I know that. he was. Yeah, uh, Mila Jovovich. Mila Jovovich. It was about like you know, uh, they they get they I don't know. Ah, I forgot what movie it was. It was called The Getaway or something like that. Chris Hemsworth was in it long before okay. Thor, of course. But it was that's actually not a bad movie. We had Steve Zahn and Mila Jovovich, and it was it's a very like mind. Are you confusing him and Timothy Oliphant together though? No, was it Timothy mm. Oliphant? I think it's Oliphant in the Getaway. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was it Josh Duhamel? Josh But the other thing was, that's the same reason I saw The Immortals. I don't know if you guys remember Immortals with Chris or Henry Cavill and Mickey Rourke. That's the only reason I saw that movie because he got cast as Superman. So I was like, well, I got to go see what this guy's like. And it was all right. He was all right. All right. <laughs> he was trying to be three hundred, and it wasn't. It wasn't three hundred. Dude, you know how many movies were trying to be three hundred yeah. after three hundred came out? Holy yeah. shit! It was and one of those were all trying to emulate that that whole thing, yeah. and it just did not work. I mean, every time I saw, like, anytime they were trying to do like the uh, fast and the slow motion and trying to do all that, it was like, eh, nice try. It, it's not working. Nice okay. try. So the movie I saw of his that went straight to DVD, it was a movie called Cash, and it was him and Sean Bean. After down and out couple finds a briefcase of money to solve their problems, a menacing stranger forced them to commit a series of armed robberies to pay it all back. So Thor comes out the year year after. So I remember I watched this shit-ass movie named Cash just to see what Thor was going to be like. And I like Sean Bean, so that sold me a bit because Sean Bean's great, but... I didn't see that one, but it's called The Perfect Getaway. That's what the I was looking at. The getaway. Perfect Getaway. And it does have Steve Zahn. Oh, he is in there. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, t- uh, uh, Timothy Oliphant's also in there. He too. is in Oh, my mm. God. Oh, geez. This is actually, it's it? actually a pretty good movie because- It is a fun twist. It's got a crazy twist, and yeah. you're like, oh, shit. Okay. Wasn't Timothy Oliphant like, like going to be Iron Man before Robert Downey Jr.? I remember. No, I, no, I don't remember. I wasn't Tom Cruise. You know, everybody was going to be Iron Man before. Yeah, Tom Cruise was one that like legitimately was like they were talking about it, and then yep. that's well, where you go Tom find. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you can find where he wanted the mask to be the <laughs> visor, so it wouldn't yeah. hide his face and everything. Yeah. And he oh, just God. changed it all. It, it pretty much sounded like what he did to the mummy. He wanted to do to Iron Man. So I'm glad it didn't work out. I still hope to see him in Secret Wars. But fun fact: uh, both That'd Tom Cruise and uh, Robert Downey Jr. they have the same people that handle the lifts in their shoes. All right. Anyway. <laughs> What are the odds yeah. of that? Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> you know. Uh, anyways. <laughs> Danny has some big lists. When you see him Dude. on set, those set photos, they're he's Dude. like a stilt man. There <laughs> is there is a shot in Endgame. And I, I meant to take a picture of it the last time I watched it, but there's a shot in Endgame, and it's like during the part where like I think it's when uh, after the whole heist gets fucked up and like him and uh, Steve are talking about it. something is happening. I forgot exactly what's happening, but Robert Downey Jr. has to like hold something, I don't know, like he's pushing on something, and you actually can see 
in his tennis shoes how big his lifts are. And it's oh, wow. like, boom, it's a full-on heel. I was like, dang. I was like, I meant to, like, take a picture of it. But, yeah, there's like, I'll have to, like, go and watch that again and, like, find that part. But I remember seeing it. I rewound. I was like, holy shit, you could really see the lift in his <laughs> <laughs> it was right there like wow you know <clears throat> it kind of makes you wonder too because you know even going back to james gunn didn't he like tweet out a gripe about that at one point like years ago he tweeted out like oh we gotta cancel actor- him then i guess yeah yeah <laughs> actors lying oh. about their height you know i remember that i, I think he actually did tweet <laughs> that out like a long time ago and it was like, ooh, who's he throwing shade at? Is it you know? Because Robert Downey is very known for. I mean, it's all it's it's whatever, but it's obvious because he wears like very baggy khakis, even like yes. uh, like go over his sneakers or his boots or something like that. Um, and then of course everybody knows. I just wonder, like, all right, so Tom Cruise, you're not running in those fucking lifted shoes, I'm guessing. No, I right? bet the running shots he takes them off, and the other. Oh yeah, you you can't run, and there's yeah, no yeah. way that you could <laughs> yeah. fucking twist an. He would sprain an ankle doing that shit. And so, I don't but, get it. I like if down if they redo all the Avengers movies and Downey's his natural height and he's like a couple inches shorter than Chris Evans, I'm not gonna be like, oh, I don't like this. Iron well, Man I think it was anymore. mainly the uh, you know? Pepper Potts because because Gwyneth Paltrow oh, right. is tall. She she's is tall. tall. Yeah. yeah, she's tall. So they had to make it like you know they had to make, make it where he's a little bit tall. If you look, they're not they're pretty much eye level. Like, yeah, with like especially true. the Avengers in Avengers, like that first scene, she's barefoot, yep. and mm-hmm. when they're talking, he's got his lifted tennis shoes, and they're like he's barely taller than her. You know, why? So. Why? It's like I'm not gonna yeah. give a shit. I'm not gonna be like this Avenger movie suck now because Gwyneth's taller Always than yeah. Iron Man. You know, well she but, has the high ground. I see what you did there, Mister. I'm watching Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, Hell yeah. I was rewatching uh, a New Hope last night, and dude, amazing. Yeah, really good. I even like uh, bought this the other day. Yeah, oh, look at that! We got a clone. A clone. I got a clone. I got um, C3PO. Of course. I got um, nice. Donatello. Oh wait, no. Um, yeah, no. I'm like Darth oh, Vader. Yeah. Yeah, I did collect all these uh, Turtles characters, so those are so cool. That's cool. No, but uh, um, going into some of the topics that happened this week, I mean, one of the first things, I mean, okay, so rumors, we had rumors of um, uh, obviously Gunn talking about things. I mean, there's not so much right there. I mean, only so much you could talk about. Obviously, there's more casting that's going to be happening with Superman Legacy. As soon as the the actor strike ends, I I assume like once it ends, Gunn's just going to go right to social media and be like, or there's going to be be an article that's going to drop most likely, and then he'll go to social media because it seemed like when the writer strike ended, all of a sudden he was just, all right, I'm going to start answering questions and start talking about Superman again, which is fine. You know, hype up your shit. It needs it big time for sure. But, uh, I mean, who do, who do you think is going to be the first um, cast? Jimmy uh, Olsen. Right off the bat. Jimmy Olsen? Yeah. Lex Luthor. Or Lex. The Lex Luthor Ooh. or the villain. If it's not Lex Luthor, Harry it's going to be the other main antagonist. That's my guess. I could see it being like a group casting, kind of similar how they did uh, Superman and Lois together. Just like a, yeah. here's Perry, here's Jor-El, here. You know, maybe there's like they split some to save some, but yeah. I think between this and a lot of the other companies, you're just going to get a slew of casting real fast. I yeah. hope it's Lex because I'm the most curious about that one. I'm curious to see if it was one of the Scarsgard brothers. I still was 
pulling for uh, Holt because I really liked that. I thought that would have been really fun, but I think he's out. Sounds like he was kind of Superman or bust. Yeah, but yeah, it's <laughs> you know, best, I kind of so. want uh, Will Poulter to be Lex Luthor, but yeah. I'm Poulter. good off that. I, you know, <laughs> I'm kind of with Travis in that I wouldn't mind Nicholas Holt, but personally, I think if any one of them would do a great, great job, probably Alexander Skarsgård personally. That's that the one I like the most. Yeah, I mean, when that was rumored, I was like, all right, I can then, see it. Then again, that could be just because I also just recently rewatched The Northman. Wow, The Northman is <laughs> fucking good. My God. Yeah, I gotta rewatch that. Beautiful movie. Yeah. Oh, my it's God. Beautiful movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with either one. Like, it's a 51 49, where the only reason I lean a bit more towards Bill just because I would be very curious to see what he would do with the role, but they're both good actors. So yeah. if it is legitimately down to those two, which is funny because we're talking about Thor, that's what happened with Thor. It was down to Liam and Chris and Chris God and now the rest is history and the other guy's going to be Witcher. So we'll see how that goes. But they, uh, yeah, I'd be happy, but, but who knows? It could also with the time it let off, it could be someone we didn't even expect, right? I did like that obviously never happened. Those early rumors that Gunn was like trying to convince Cooper. And Cooper was kind of like, ah, no, nah, like I'm good. But like that would also be like a really good casting on Like if you would have thought like what Bradley could bring to it. And I feel like there wouldn't have been that much like screen time for him. But I think he probably just doesn't want to sign on for that. Oh, he, he would he, also be around be for my, video games and animation. And, yeah. He would be my choice for the Joker. Just I think Bradley Cooper, movie. really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. He's got yeah. that – Look, I could see it. I, I think he could. I mean, I guess I could see it if I'm going back to like like wedding crashers, Braddy, Bradley Cooper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like hangover Bradley Cooper, maybe. Yeah. yeah. He's got good yeah, curly hair. Like... When he grows it out, his hair is very curly. So you got True. that. Like that's the type of Joker hair I like. So and yeah. Joker could be older because I think we're assuming Batman's going to be a bit older, right? So yeah. they could both yeah. be in their forties. So yeah. That's a, I'd have to see it, but same thing. I think he just wouldn't sign up for it unless he's like, a, you're going to cast me and then you're going to kill me in the same movie. Like, I feel like, you know, yeah. I don't think they're going to use Joker. Oh, I hope they don't use Joker in like, you know, like the break of the bold. Like, I think no, he's just going to be no, referenced. Not right away. Or, no. Yeah. no, I think Bradley Cooper, if anything, if he's going to be in the DCU, it's going to be a smaller role. It's going to be yeah. something like, you know, Perry White or someone like in the background. It's going to be or a, it's gonna a, be a voice. Perry just, would yeah, be that like rocket. I like Perry. Oh, he's gonna, no, he's going to voice work. crypto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll do crypto. <laughs> yeah, no. in this yeah. movie. That's gonna right? be Chris Pratt. That. Yeah. That's gonna be Chris oh, Pratt. I no, God, no, no. <laughs> for crypto. I'm not opposed to Chris Pratt in the DCU. I, I you know, crypto, if um, that's something. If Michael Rooker is gonna be in it, he should play. Um, he will. Bibbo. Well, he was already another character in. You know, but then again, who knows? Cannon? Cannon? A lot of people. I know. A lot of people are leaning towards Rooker being Perry White, but I actually would not mind seeing him as Bibbo. That actually makes a lot yeah, of sense. Yeah, he actually looks like Yeah, he would like be that. a good Bibbo. He would be a good yeah. Bibbo, yeah. People say, I don't yeah he should think, be Jonathan Kent. I don't even think Bibbo's been in Jonathan in a, Kent, yeah. I don't yeah, even think Bibbo's been in a Superman movie, a live-action yeah. one. Yeah, so was he in Man of Steel or was he in Man of Steel? I can't remember no. who it was. No, no. There hasn't been a live-action uh, Superman. I mean, obviously, the animated series. There has. He's been an animated. But has there? Oh, I thought lo- you, no, I'll, no, I thought you said oh. Oh, there hasn't been a live action. Scene. I thought you were looking it up. They're like, there has. I was like, what? Oh. I know Bibbo <laughs> played a part in the death and return, or death of Superman and reign of Superman. I know Bibbo had a part there. Oh yeah, he was in that. He was good. Yeah, Bibbo, Bibbo. yeah, he would have, uh, yeah. I could see him having something like that, but not like a main thing. Right. There's gonna be some right. cameos. Probably yep, he was in Man of Steel. He was. He was. Bibbo was in Man yep. of Steel. That's yeah, he was. What? Um, he was One in. Of the guy- uh, I think he was at the pub that um, fuck, what was that the clock worked at? You know where you know yeah, later, really, the air? Yeah, I think he's that guy. 
Yeah. You sure? Yeah. <laughs> Is there an official <laughs> cast listing on IMDb? He's got, a very, he's got a distinct look, and I don't remember seeing. Yeah. Well, like it, it wasn't like you know, like it, uh, it was just some. Did it actually say that out like on IMDb <laughs> or something like that? Uh, in the novelization, it does, but like okay, know. that uh, novelization is a little stretching it though. Yeah, yeah. You know. the novelization of The Dark Knight Rises um, includes a nod to the Joker, and that's like mm-hmm. okay, I can kind yeah. of buy that because it wasn't in the movie, but you know, that's just headcanon. Uh, I just put it in private chat. There's... Okay, okay. Huh. yeah, but but I'm at, a, but at the same I? time, I can see. Let's see. <laughs> Uh, oh, okay, this is what you were looking up. Okay, <laughs> was it th- okay? So it was that guy, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah I know he doesn't look like that, but, but he wasn't listening like the credits was the either. Was that the bartender? Yeah, yeah. really. Okay, yeah. okay. Like well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I don't put it past, I don't put it past Jack, uh, trying to like you know throw some Easter eggs in there. I mean, obviously, there's Easter eggs all over Man of Steel, but that's cool if that's the case. Anyways, let's get Zack Snyder in here. Hey, you know. Hey! Hey, was Bibbo in there? Is this Bibbo? Oh, <laughs> was this yeah. Bibbo? He's like, ah. It very well could be. It could just be like, hey, let's fit him he, in there. He only shows up to answer that know. question, then he leaves again. Yeah. Yeah. You get one question, Dave. What is it? One question. Is Bibbo in? Some people, <laughs> <is Bibbo. laughs> then Dave will really get. He's back. You'll really get that you're asking the wrong questions post then. Oh, yeah, yes, right. about fucking Bibbo. How dare you ask that? It was How the question the fans were demanding. Ask him. Ask the fans him were if, demanding uh... for years, is this Bibbo? I know what yeah. I would ask him. I'd ask him if Robin died defending Wayne Manor. Ooh, yeah, that is a question. Like, uh, how exactly? I mean, obviously, we know that there's who's burnt. I mean, obviously, and then we know that Wayne Manor was his was legs burnt. chopped off, or was that actually mm-hmm. the suit? No, it's a suit. I don't think he got his <laughs> like, he has like shorts, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> has shorts, but uh, but anyways, uh, how are we feeling about uh, Kurt Russell possibly being Jorel? Yeah, sure, mm, I don't mind it. Like, yeah. I'm with you, man. It feels way too on the nose, like ego. Like that, yeah, that, that's what I had a problem with. It's just yeah. like you know, yeah, oh, right. I get it. Obviously, there's rapport there, but you know, it's like you can get anyone else to put to a pretty solid job as Jarrell. That just feels a little too easy. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was thinking. I'm like, I love Kurt Russell. Don't get me oh, wrong. Oh yeah, 100. My all time favorite actors like of all time, all time. But <laughs> just, get, just to put him, Sean Gunn. <laughs> Like, no, no. Oh, I think even if no. James Gunn wasn't directing, like I love Kurt Russell, but it, it's kind of like in Guardians Two, he's playing a spin on that, right? Where yeah, he at first appears as a nice yep. like everlong f- father until he says, "I gotta take a piss," and then he flips to okay, he's a scumbag. So that's where it's like I don't know, especially if he's in there and Rooker's in there. Like I, I'm not saying he can't use the same actors, but I just think like maybe spread them a bit out more. And yeah. I don't know, but I, I know Kurt Russell do a good job at least. And I know it's not yeah. going to be ego. He's going to play him like a very godly like figure. So I'm not opposed to it. I think it's a good casting. It is just still kind of like, okay, it's, this is what we yeah. got, but we'll I'd see. almost lean more towards Jonathan Kent at that point. Like oh, if, yeah. if, if, if gun presented Kurt Russell with, do you want to be Jonathan Kent or do you like want to be Jarrell? I would, I would, you know who I would want to be uh, Perry Kent. white. I would want mm-hmm. uh, Tim Daly to be Perry white. That would be sweet. Legacy casting and, is also nice, yeah. Yes, that's yeah. the thing. Is like another thing too. I, I think we've discussed this before here. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, but I it's remember. just like the fact that it's like <clears throat> I would want him to cast. I mean, if if it's called Superman Legacy, then get the fucking ass. You know, the guys that have been 
part of the legacy. Get Brandon Ruth in there. Get uh, Tom Whaling in there. Get Tim Daly in there. Yeah. Anybody who you know. Get I, don't, I don't know if they'll get Dean Kane, but hey, you know. No. Henry, you know? Henry Cavill's not yeah. showing up. Cavill, Cavill, no. Yeah. You know, and it's no. just like I know, and even people are saying like, "What if Cavill was Jarrell?" I'm like, Ooh, you know. Obviously, he looks like corn sweat. Let's face it. You know. Oh, yeah. It could work, but at the same time, would Cavill want to do it? No, it's like a twenty years from now thing where maybe the wound isn't as fresh and like, hey, why don't you come back and play the next Superman reboot? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. you know who should be uh, Pa Kent? It would be uh, uh, Jerry O'Connell. He uh, voiced uh, Superman. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, I mean, you could really represent the legacy with what you have, and just I really hope that. I mean, it would be cool if Gunn tries to get those guys in there, try to fit them in there somewhere. Don't make it seem like it's too obvious where it's like, but you know, Tim Daly is like, I mean, let's face it when it, when it comes to animated, um, he's got the voice just like Kevin Conroy, you know, uh, yeah. even revisiting Superman on DC animated. It's just, we always, uh, Scott and I always just like, we, we love how he says his lines because, you know, Superman can be snarky in that, in that series, but also very dry as well. And it just seems like Tim Daly just had the perfect voice when it comes to that, you know, and it's just, man, that, that skit, that sketch they did, uh, Tim Daly did with Kevin Connery. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. You see that? Did you ever see that skit, not sketch, skit like he did with, uh, Brandon Ralph and Dean Kane, like when his son, I don't think I saw that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's on his YouTube channel. I'm pretty sure. Well, George Newberg, George, George Newburn voiced him um, in Justice League. Justice I hope they bring him in too right. yeah. somehow. Yeah, why? Yeah, neat. why did they do that? Yeah, why was he? <clears> I think Tim Daly's schedule or something. Yeah, uh, I think I that think... that's largely what it was was a yeah. scheduling thing. Yeah. And you know, Dave, you mentioned Brandon Routh. I think you know Ryan from the Foreigners. As bad as a lot of bad takes he has, the one good take he had recently <laughs> was um, <laughs> what was... Ryan? Nah, yeah, right. That's no, the one he had that was actually really good was having Brandon Routh be either Eradicator or Cyborg Superman. Man opposite Ooh. the new kid. I like. I actually really like that idea. I like Eradicator. That'd be good. Eradicator. That was the one I was yeah, thinking. Eradicator. Yeah. That'd be yeah. Fun. I mean, like I mean, said, we'll bring Shaquille O'Neal back. He'll, he'll do none of this. Yeah, like, he'll do none of this. Guys, yeah. right, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Shaquille O'Neal can have a cameo. You know, fun. He's just there. Yeah. He's like, hey, that's the only cameo we get. Nothing. Just bring him back. Just bring him back and steal full stop. Don't even have a cameo. He's just steal. Now, just have him. Just have him. Like you know, because he's he does like three million commercials. Just have something, and then maybe they can make a joke about it. Ad for LexCorp or something. Well, then at yeah. that point, you're, you're kind of obligated to bring back Halle Berry's Catwoman. Ah! Jesus. <laughs> no. uh. Well, I mean, I'm not going to, if she wears that outfit again, I won't be against it. But anyway. Uh. No, even the outfit could save. I, I have Monster Ball. I got Swordfish. I can see your other places. <laughs> Catwoman. <laughs> yeah, they, no, no. Scanty yeah. Cloud outfit can. <laughs> I, to me, I consider that the worst CBM, in my opinion. That's what I oh, think yeah. with a bullet is. I know people always say hyperbole. Like, even some of the stuff we get now, it's like, no, Catwoman is the the, the very bottom bottom for me. That's always number whatever, last place of the bullet. That's, that's a fair bottom of the barrel right there. Jonah, Jonah, Hex. Hex, Jonah Hex is down there, too. I've never seen that one. It's definitely down there. I just feel like it's just not so offensively bad. It's just bad. But I need to rewatch it. Like, I don't need to. But I should rewatch it because... <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know, just to get a better of a clarification. But I, I guess it just feels like it's more it's it feels more generic and just lazy and like, oh, it's there where Catwoman makes so many choices with the basketball scene and the whole cat lore yeah. and the whole plot about the plastic surgery makeup and Sharon Stone. Like there's so much stuff that just is etched in my brain of like, oh my God, because I was so excited for a movie because I remember way, way back, same thing early days of the internet, that was like supposed to be Michelle Pfeiffer's movie, movie and then that yeah. that went away and then they just kept it and did Halle Berry but oh as a kid I was so excited after Batman Returns this year look up Bat Signal I was like man what is Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman getting up to and cause Flash bombed we'll never fucking know I was, ah. fucking, I was hoping we'd get well, one more Keaton we do have those yeah, comics. No, they're all yeah, right. yeah, the only thing that we're gonna have is those comics. I like them enough; they're good. Yeah. No, but yeah. It, it, even uh, yeah, uh, even like uh, when it comes to the, I mean, as hot as she looked in the the costume, it was fucking ridiculous. Let's oh, face yeah. it. I mean, like <laughs> it was like, what the hell is that? Yeah, sure, you look great. She's Holly Berry. She's hot as hell. Sure, but I'm like, but that's not a Catwoman costume. It's like that's not. You guys are shitting on. You know, I mean, that's just trying to show that, her body. that is something that's you wear to a to costume do. party. Yeah, that's not yeah. what you wear mm, to yeah. like do some kind of crazy vigilante, whatever the fuck. You know, it just, yeah, I don't know the the making of that. But they they really thought they had something there, and did, it was like, did man. you guys ever watch that anime Catwoman film that came out like last Catwoman year? Hunted? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I thought that was good. That's Greg like Wiseman. It part, that's, yeah. that's great. That's what that was. Mm-hmm. But you know, he I should have ran DC. Yep, when I think around, when I think about like the worst of the worst comic book films, I think I'm kind of with Travis and like Catwoman's right there at the bottom. But then I also look at Elektra and I'm like, you know, the only redeeming thing about Elektra oh, is Jennifer Electra. Gardner. Yeah, Elektra's pretty poor too. It's been it's been a minute since I've seen that. So, well, to your point, it's like it it just takes all the all these things that you're just like, what are we doing here? Why was this even okayed? Who greenlit yeah. this? And because even Daredevil, uh, like it, I, I know it made money, but it wasn't like X Men and Spider Man successful that right. Ben Affleck one. So it's strange that they did that. And Ben Affleck even filmed a scene for Electra that they cut out of the movie. Yep. Super weird that they would cut that because like yeah. you got Ben Affleck. Electra, find it. us. It's yeah. <laughs> but, hey, I, that's that's reverse oh, right. Even if it's a guilty pleasure, I fucking that's love. Good. 2003 Daredevil. I the love the director's that movie. cut. The director's cut of. Uh, you know, I, 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 I haven't seen the director's right. cut. Oh, okay, I'm you know, it, it's I, definitely better. It's definitely better. Yeah, it definitely is better. better. Yeah. yeah. Soundtracks great. Good Evanescence scenes in there. Rob's. Oh yeah, that's great. Evanescence had that's that right. song yeah. in there. And they I call mean, it Farrell. Front Colin Farrell is you know. Oh, he's Michael fantastic. Clark Duncan. Yeah. Michael Clark Duncan, yeah. so yeah. damn good. Good. Yeah. John Favreau. Yeah, he was foggy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he was foggy. Yeah. Yeah. Alan Pompeo from Grey's Anatomy is in there for a split second as Karen. She but let's face it, we all started getting nervous when it came to the playground se- sequence between. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. 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 It was oh, like, yeah, what the fuck fun. is this? What are they doing? What are they doing? It, it that got, took place it got uh, next to the Catwoman scene. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did, yeah. Mm. Basketball thing. Yeah. It's a crossover. Oh, yeah. It's the Marvel DC crossover. Yeah. Uh, it really is. And they're only a year apart because that's 03 and that's 04. It's yeah. a very similar scene where the kids are watching. They're all getting excited by these two strangers that's doing stuff. Like, <laughs> I don't got know. got the guy looking at the, at the chick's booty. Like, we got to gotta get past the whole, like, you know, sports thing. I mean, that's that's been done to death in these CBMs. Somebody gets a superpower. It's like, I mean, obviously that happened. I mean, Amazing Spider-Man, going back to that, he yep. had his 
basketball scene and he also had a football thing too where like remember he was in the stands with gwen and oh yeah that was like a and he's like yeah. and then he throws it and it like dents the fucking no one question it no one question how fucking like, that's the thing 100 pound peter parker just destroyed the goal post yeah and it's not that it's him and gwen in the scene alone all the cheerleaders are like oh like everyone saw peter do it it's just like but no one cares no in that same thing he's constantly coming home beat up aunt may like she's doesn't really like she's She's worried about him, but she just never asked him, like, what are you, like, where are you? Like, what are you, like, <laughs> like, what's happening? Like, why are you, be-? and she, she didn't care. She didn't try to stop him. It's fine. You know, you know? in the second well, one, she's not as of- bad as the MCU. Aunt May. Like, uh, no, no. Fuck. Marissa no. Tomei is amazing, number one. But number two, like, in, in the second one, they kind of try and address it when he's, like, yeah. you know, covered in, like, soot and stuff. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I, I, I was cleaning our chimney. And Aunt May goes, we don't have a chimney. Yeah. But then I, doesn't I continue to question him. Knew. What if he's on drugs? You know, Uncle yeah. Ben says in the first movie, "What if he's on drugs?" And he could yeah. be. He's acted pretty erratic. So, oh, um, Martin Sheen, uh, I, I liked him as Uncle Ben. So I like Sally Field as Aunt May. I mean, Same. she was great. Yeah. Yeah. It was good stuff. It was good stuff. We got Ben right here. Thank you for the five dollars. Why, Phil? Uh, I missed his monitor facing the camera. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake, Ben! Does my monitor really bother you that much? Ben sent in five dollars <laughs> for that too. He wants to start shit. Uh. <laughs> For you. No, you oh, got yeah. one monitor. That's not the only monitor you have. I've got three. So At I've least he's not an anti camera. Yeah. He's here all week. He's here all week, folks. <laughs> um, no, you, you, but that your long monitor is that a touch touch screen? Uh, no, my no, uh, I don't. Matter of fact, I don't think any of mine are touch. No, only is it actually curved? No, I don't have any curved monitors. No, I think that's 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 his lens on his. You got yeah, the yeah. flash Kinda, lens. Yeah, because if you look at his door, it also looks slightly curved too. So I think shit, it's yeah, like thing oh, is yeah. open. Yeah, I think it's like <laughs> Oh shit. Yeah. My uniform's in there. I got it. I, I, hope, <laughs> I hope yeah. I hope with Gardner back for Deadpool Three that they do some sort of playground joke. I don't know about that. They gotta it's sitting right there. It's an easy joke to make. It's some like if they miss that one, I'd be very surprised that they don't make a playground joke in Deadpool Three. So we'll <laughs> see. You got to. They're going to be okay. making fun of everything. Howard the Duck from the. I'm curious. Do you? Does anyone here actually think Deadpool three is going to make its May third release date? No, no. 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 Well, it's lucky it makes year? next year. Yeah, next year May third. No, hell no. Honestly, I think it's either going to take its old November slot or it's going to take the Thunderbolt slot, and Captain America is probably going to wind up taking that May slot. That's my personal theory well, right there. and it's sh- like i know movies generally just do good at christmas and i, I guess maybe deadpool's not a christmas movie either but there's just some of the thunderbolts i'm like that doesn't feel like a like a fan like let's go see these all these criminals that are put together and exactly. kill, like right. and maybe not but even right. deadpool it doesn't matter because that's hugh jackman right you'll have family and people being like i want to see hugh jackman again even if right. you leave the little kids at home but yeah i agree because the it's it's gonna be interesting because they said that Cap is done as principal photography, but they haven't done additional. Mm-hmm. But they did say Loki, they didn't do any additional photography. So I don't know if Cap is done or they got to go back. But yeah, there's no way it makes that May date. The same way with Venom, it's dated July and they only shot like three days. It's like, no Ain't fucking no way. way you're making July and you've shot three days of footage. But Ain't no, no I, I think there's even a chance Deadpool 3 doesn't even come out next year. If this strike goes to January, there's a chance they leave it to like May of 2025. Like they just, nah, I don't year. think they'll purchase it that far because if you think about it like what what sean levy said he said that mm. he thinks it still will because it only got about 30 more days 35 days yeah 30 mm. 30 35 days yeah. and i'm like sure. okay so did they shoot the heavy vfx thing yeah 
early on, cool. Maybe they did. And um, the way I look at it is like, all right, so if he thinks that he has like that much more time to shoot, maybe it's not as like, you know, too, too much. I don't know. Maybe they got all the harder stuff out of the way. And of course, yeah. they've been editing right now. No, there's no doubt True. that they've been editing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've been and doing you can do all effects, the right? The effects are on strikes. So oh, yeah. The effects. All yeah. yeah. All the stuff. I mean, it's, it's, That's true. it's in post, even though it's not finished principle for It's like pre post. <laughs> Yeah, it's Pretty weird. Much, yeah. It's like a whole weird fuckery thing that's happening. But so I like his confidence, but it's like, <laughs> dude, you don't know when this damn strike's going to end. And if it goes no. into next year, there's no fucking way that it's <clears> going <throat> to happen. And it sucks because, I mean, let's face it. I mean, when you got the marbles coming out, I think like, ah, it could do well. It could do well. And it could like, you know, it's like, I mean, yes, I know it's coming in like when it comes to pre-sales, it's not coming in that great. It's not going to do first Captain Marvel. Yeah. No, no, you know, yeah. it's going to do three numbers. Yeah, you think it's going to do Ant Man three? I think it's yeah, going to do less than Ant Man three because Ant Man three opened with one hundred twenty, and it still only got to four hundred million. And that's where it's like, yeah. if unless the Marvels does come out and it has just great word of mouth like Guardians, right? And people, there's not much up. He'll keep going back to see it unless the word of mouth has to save it. I think even if it's just like a fine seven out of ten movie, I think that thing could come in four hundred or lower. I think Phil's right that it could come under Ant Man three because I just, I just don't feel the and I, I like all those characters. I like the first one. I just think those trade look like we've talked about before many times in this where people are more picky now that just looks like another superhero movie which i'm fine with because i like superhero stuff so i'll go see it but for general audience that are spending so much money nowadays on streaming services this i think that's a disney plus movie written all over it you yeah know? you gotta just... you gotta figure the majority of the people who've seen a lot of the mcu they probably have disney plus and they're probably looking yes. at this like yep gonna wait for disney plus and yeah. honestly, well, look, what, look what Mr. Rob Keys right here, fellow Canadian, yeah. by the way, of course, Travis. Um, yes. Yeah, I said, Levy uh, said at TIFF in our media suite that he wasn't thinking about VFX scheduling, but wish he had. Oh, Ooh, yeah. still they do more. Yeah, true. So, hmm. and, you know, I mean, this is Rob Keys, you know, you know, the guy who but, invented Screen Rant. Uh, they, they, or need, they need, or something, something like that. But Deadpool <laughs> he's, 3, he's, they he's need. the head guy in there. Because I feel like Deadpool 3 <laughs> will be. On the will be a big shot in the arm for the brand. I, I trust that team. I trust Reynolds. I trust Sean Levy. So I think that will be all you know, thumbs up, high fives around. I think that could really get people on the map. And it's kind of funny too because you got you got uh, what's uh, Loki's going to be out now, but that'll be done soon. You got Echo, but that's just a binge release. So literally in a weekend, everyone's going to watch it and forget about that. If Deadpool gets delayed. It's going to be similar to DC where DC only has the one movie out next year. Yep. Marvel could only have the one or two. And I think like a break for MCU and stuff might not actually be too bad. So it might work out where there's a long movie break and then the first one's Deadpool 3. And then you kind of hope that some of these changes are going to work and do some things in the future, right? So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's the thing. It's like, and I, I think I made this joke. Maybe I'm film Chucky Lab. I don't know. But uh, I was like saying, like, you know, like Kevin Feige, it's like, yeah, because well, obviously the runtime for the Marvels is like short. And you're just kind of going, like, geez, what was that cutting room like? Yeah. I'm like, holy shit, you have three more, you have three leads. And it's like, you know, you're, and this is the sequel to a billion dollar movie. And it's like, wow, you're, you're uh you're just cutting it down to 145. That doesn't give me a lot of confidence that the movie is going to be anything special. And I'm just kind of going like, eh, I think that Feige is going get to Deadpool three. Deadpool three is going to be the yeah. big money maker because <laughs> yeah. I mean it's Deadpool's introduction into the MCU. We got Hugh Jackman back, and God mm -hmm. knows what the fuck is going to happen in that movie. And that's the thing is like 
Deadpool can do so much. They could do way. They could do. They they could. Deadpool is going to do what people thought Multiverse of Madness was going to do. It could have just cameos galore because it's Deadpool, and you it it, it makes sense. Like if whoever pops up, you're just going to laugh because it's Deadpool. It's basically going to be parroting the multiverse concept for sure. I mean, we saw like the set images and video where. You got like Wolverine yeah. and Deadpool fighting in front of the broken down 20th century yeah. Yeah. sign. I mean, <laughs> they know what they're doing. It's going to be so yeah. outrageous. I yeah. can't wait for it. That's why I'm like, I hope that it still comes out in May, but I'm not confident. I'm not holding my breath for that May release date either. No, yet. No, like, no. You're right. And honestly, like when I think about the Marvels, I'm kind of torn because like the first film outside of any other origin film in the MCU, that one feels the most hollow because there's like, yeah, I've probably said this here and I've probably said it on other shows. Like if you look at Iron Man one and Iron Man two, or even just an iron, the first Iron Man more specifically, like there's a relationship there between Favreau and Robert Downey Jr. Where Favreau obviously just brought out this really solid performance, but obviously like Robert Downey Jr. Just played that character superbly well. But then you look at like, you know, Kenneth Brown on Thor, you look at like, you know, Captain America and Joe Johnson, you look at a lot of the other solo films, even more specific, like Black Panther and Chadwick Boseman with Ryan Coogler. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, they, they, the director was able to really showcase just how powerful this actor can bring out a performance. You don't really get that feeling from the first Captain Marvel movie, but I do feel like Nia Costa is a really strong filmmaker because I love mm-hmm. Candyman. Yeah, and I think that she's going to bring out a really probably a better performance out of Brie Larson than the other two were with the first film. And also you've also got, you know, uh, Tayana Paris and Iman Vellani in their supportive roles coming in from WandaVision and Miss Marvel. So I do think that the Marvel sequel is going to be fun and good, but I also think that it's going to suffer from, unfortunately, the superhero fatigue that has been plaguing 2023 film. Well, well, the only thing, the only reason why I'm like pretty excited is because I like Miss Marvel a lot. I thought that was a great series. It it worked for me when it went, you know, obviously, We'll get into, of course, the MCU struggles when it comes to television. But I mean, when it comes to that series, I thought, okay, this is unique. They really, you know, this is, I mean, I'm not saying like every episode needed, I mean, they could have probably condensed some things down. But at the same time, I'm like, I really enjoyed her character. I liked how she portrayed the character. There was like acuteness when it came to her character. And I'm like, you know, and obviously she's going to bring that to the other two. And so, and it just sucks though, because you know, especially when it comes to the SAG after strike still happening, they, they can't promote they can't, it. I mean, yeah. it would have been great to have the three of them just doing press junkets, doing fun things. That's going to yeah. hurt it a little bit too. You know, we've talked like, about on the show before where it's like some movies press probably wouldn't help or would like, it's like some, like it's like no matter how much you promote it, probably not going to do much. I think this is one of those movies kind of like how with Dune, you want Zendaya and you want Timothy Shami, right? Like this is a movie where, these three together, having them on hot ones, doing that type of stuff, that Ooh. would, I think, sell tickets mm. and get people to be like, oh, these three have a fun dynamic. That'd be great. So I think this is a promotion one that actually does hurt. Where stuff like, I love Saw, but the actors don't even promote Saw. It didn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter at all. Movie, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right? Like, there's other Probably. movies that come out Probably. that, like, it doesn't matter if you promote this. It's going to do what it's going to do. But this yeah. one, I think this is the one that's going to get hurt a lot by, especially Iman. Like, even with Miss Marvel, she was always having fun videos at her and Feige, like, on the red carpet, kept, like had this fake feud with one another because they kept arguing about what real canon is and stuff. Like you could do all that stuff, and now you can't. So that's that. Yeah. I think it does hurt this one particularly. 
and even just like having them do, you know, like hot ones or even like how they used to do like, you know, all these car commercials that would like tie into yeah. the movie that they're releasing. Like they can't do anything like that. And it really sucks because like now after we're hearing that the SAG after strikes are for sure going to last longer because, you know, the CEOs yeah. and SAG just walked away from the table. It's like, well, here we go. Buckle up. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to take a bit, which is yeah. like, uh, it's ridiculous, but you know, we'll see what happens. It's going to be interesting because you know, uh, some people were. <laughs> I remember when I responded to it, somebody said, "Well, you know, it's still going to make more than the Flash." I'm like, "Why even bring that up?" <laughs> you know, first off, I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> what's the Flash's I did, Dave, Yeah, Dave, didn't you think it was going to make like a billion dollars or something? What? I remember you, the Flash. No, I didn't think it was, was... going to make. I thought I, I thought it had potential to make. I thought it had potential yeah. too. Yeah, potential to make, but I I, I I thought it was going to be. Oh I thought God. it was going to be like, eh, probably be about seven hundred, maybe eight hundred, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe if people were excited for you know the return. Because people were like hyping up saying it's one of the best comic movies when it first. Uh, <laughs> well, that's yeah. whatever. Premiere. You, know? you know, you had Keaton. You I, had think, I thought office. the Keaton. I thought the Keaton aspect was going to push it. Because, yeah. Michael yeah. box office draw Keaton. That, that's his new name. How dare you? Do not. I'm, I'm going to so, kick you out of here, Axel. Just saying. Uh, hey, before well, Farfield. Maybe, maybe it'll be not, different for Beetlejuice. Yeah, we don't know. I, uh, I, I'm sure well, you have not watched too. Birdman. Watch Birdman. You know, I have seen know. Birdman. Have you? Okay, good. And he was that before movie. Far From Home. He was in the highest grossing Spider-Man movie as Vulture. You yep. know? Like, right. in, in Birdman, that, makes, that movie makes me think because all of the scenes are shot in one take. I'm like, yeah, well, trickery. Yeah. I watched that. I watched Pretty that last trickery. weekend. Such a good movie. God, yeah, so good. He should have won. Fuck it, remain. Yeah. I'll say yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. He was robbed. I, yeah, it's one of those. I just, I, it's, it's all you know. Ray's out there somewhere. R.I.P. No, I'm joking. Ray's fine. Uh, we just haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> but no, it's all subjective. But I just when I watch both those ones, I just go, I just don't see how you just didn't go the Keaton route. You know, it's just one of those kind of, especially because it's such a good career defining moment too, where he's, it's a fourth wall break and he's commenting on a lot of stuff that's happened to him and his yep. past. So I just thought it was a perfect thing for him. And it's weird because like one best director, one best like one. All these other awards, but Keaton got left behind. It's like, ah, I know. that was a mistake in the long run, you know? I thought so. I mean, it was funny rewatching it after, especially after what, you know, all, you know, coming back uh, for the flash and everything. It was just kind of interesting. It was like, wow, man. I mean, this was like, because, you know, talking about being Birdman back in yeah. the 90s. And they even say like 1992. That was, a lot, it was like, whoa. I mean, they were like, it was almost like, yeah, this is. Almost a little too close to home right here, you know, but it was yeah. like, but, but the fact that he actually did come back and did it and, you know, I mean, I wasn't complaining about it. I thought it was, uh, you know, I enjoyed the flash, but at the same time, it was like, wow, just didn't go the way that we thought maybe it would have went when it came to that but that's a lot of stuff this year right like yeah like even yeah, like all, all the way to the beginning like ant-man had its biggest opening weekend so everyone's like oh aces like it's all it's doing gonna do well and then that <laughs> falls out indiana yeah. jones mission impossible like there's tons of like it's not just like oh just it, it'd be different if everything else was performing the flash which yeah sure there's issues but there's so much stuff like the fact that indiana jones mission impossible lost money for their studios is like you would have not thought that a couple of years ago when those jarring. movies were in production, you know, jarring. and that's, so Absolutely that's why it's jarring. like same thing with the Marvels and this is where like, I was yeah, talking who would have thought that a Barbie movie was going to like just dominate. Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. 50, yeah, right? Oppenheimer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, Coming out of the same weekend. That's so, that's what's so yeah. crazy. It's like they turned it into an event and it worked. There was like, yep. Oh shit. 
Like, yeah, yeah. you can like uh, watch a movie and you're going to walk out depressed <laughs> and then you're going to walk out <laughs> of this movie, like feeling kind of like cool, you know, and feeling like, oh, we're going to talk about this. It was just such a weird, it's just a, it's been a weird box office, but I love it. I love it that it's not consistent and it keeps the studios on their toes. It keeps mm-hmm. a lot of things on their toes. It's like, okay, now the superhero genre is not the big, the big, uh, you know, it's not, the big it's not guaranteed anymore. anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's you know? not like, guaranteed. It can definitely I mean, be a hit, but streaming like, definitely yeah, changed to, to yeah. Dave's point, though, to things being an event. I think that if any of the comic book films that are coming out, if any of them feel like an event, it's probably going to be Deadpool 3 simply yeah. because of Hugh yeah. Jackman yeah. coming back in the role. But, you know, we thought the same thing about Michael Keaton being Batman. So I I, I don't know. No, if that no, happened. no. I, you know, the, the only difference, though, is the fact that it's like Ryan Reynolds, uh, he knows how to market. Very That's true. the thing. Very Anytime true. you see like a mint mobile, whatever the fuck, and anything that he does when it comes to marketing, it's always you're going to get a laugh. You're going to be like, oh, that's funny. I remember even just like uh, last weekend when uh, me and the lady were watching uh, football and we had a, a mint mobile commercial came on and it was just Ryan Reynolds talking about, you know, the prices mm. and it was and he was dropping like F-bombs. Oh, of course, they're bleeping it and stuff like that. But it was just the way that it started and the way that it went. It was like that was perfect because we both laughed our asses off. And I'm like, see, that motherfucker well, knows how to do marketing. You know, so, like, I remember like there was this one like many months ago, like like Stephen Amell was doing like these ads for like a mobile game. No one played. I'm like, and this was like, before oh, yeah, I remember that. yeah, I was like, what the hell? See the difference is is like like Ryan Reynolds is part of the team of his marketing. He's not yeah. just an actor. Like here's what you gotta say. Now I don't imagine that Stephen Mill is that creative. Yeah, uh, uh, no, he's yeah. not. No. And, and the other thing no. is like it's like the Marvels thing too, or not only just the marketing, it's just having Reynolds and Jackman together. Like they got to make sure that's done because oh. it will be right because they got to film the movie. Like that press tour with those two together. They do this in their spare time, like making videos. Even before Deadpool three, remember they'd always be doing pranks or doing stuff, and these videos would be big deals. Like that's gonna be a big thing. And I think the other thing that at least helps with Keaton versus Jackman is Jackman just spanned more generations, right? Because X Men two is like two thousand two all the way to two thousand seventeen. Like my sister, I my sister and I are seven years apart. I grew with Jackman, and she grew with Jackman. Where with Keaton, it was like us, not even Drago, like like us, like I'd say like the the nineties kids to about, I don't know, probably to two, probably yeah. to about bail time. I feel like the bail starts yeah. a new generation of Batman that was a fans. Joke, right? That was a joke in the neighbors. I think. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, Zach yeah, Efron. Yeah. Like who's your, yeah. who's your Batman? Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, oh, it's Keaton. He was like, well, it's Christian Bale. It was like one of those, it was a joke. Yeah. Yeah. And it's true. It, it, it's different because I, I'm already sure that Ryan Reynolds, um, team marketing team is already coming up with i mean even the announcement of it was fucking awesome yes like the way that like the way that ryan reynolds announced that hugh jackman was coming back i mean it was so i mean it was just like where he was saying like i was like struggling with it didn't know what i was gonna do blah 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 and then it was like he just pops in the background background, eating an apple walking up the stairs hey hugh you want to come back and he's all yeah yeah sure sure, ron and then in the next day (laughs) i remember like they sat down and explained when where this takes place yeah yeah all right jordan you gotta head out Uh, i hope you you feel better soon i hope so man voice clears up yeah but uh, i appreciate the invite man man. i do appreciate it promote promote everything Uh, you got going on uh chainsaw reacts everything my voice is dead that's not my part of my name but uh (laughs) new new brand (laughs) chainsaw reacts and um 
And yeah, and every Wednesday night, I have Council of Creators, the new live stream thing I'm doing. I'm trying to get Dave on at some point. You know, yeah, I know. Wednesdays can be hard. Wednesdays can be hard, but I'll try to get on there. I'll try to get on there. Even even for like five minutes. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, thanks, Dave. Yeah, no problem. All right. right. Take care, everyone. Bye, everybody. Uh, But yeah. All right, Um, bud. You want want this thing? What? (laughs) Do I want what? Do you want what, what, what I'm sharing? Yeah, I know. Sorry, I was trying to like send a message. Oh, to you're I already drunk. Send a link. I, I have. I don't. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Oh, I, have actually, a, you know I have the Batman and Robin one when they're on a platform. I can do kind of an and, unboxing right now. And I have. Uh, oh, what do you have? So, unboxing will do. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but Amazon's doing a deal right now, Dave. You probably know, uh, but Amazon. Oh yeah, they have deal. the Prime deals. They they're going to buy Snyder for um. No. They have the Prime deals going on for Batman the Animated Series, Justice League, and Superman yeah. the Animated Series. Yeah. So um, I, that. Yeah. my my podcast co-host hits me up, and he's like, hey, you know you know about the Amazon deal? And I was like, oh, shit, yeah, I forgot about that. This was Wednesday. I was like, I get paid tomorrow. I'm totally going to buy Batman the Animated Series. And Craig was like, what's your address? And I was like, no fucking way. Are you serious right now? And he was like, yeah, man, what's your address? I was like, I shot him my address, and he was like, oh, I got you. So he sent me in literally the next day. Batman the animated oh, series. Nice. Yeah, because wow. yeah, you know, we on the show we do we try and do uh reviews of Batman the Animated Series, and um since I got rid of Max, I was like, well shit, I really don't want to get Max again to do this. And he was like, Yeah, man, what's your address? I'll send it to you. Early Christmas present. So yeah, nice. I cannot wait to get back to doing that for the Eternal Night. It's gonna be a lot of fun. But I also did not have the animated series in full prior to owning this. So this is actually a really nice gift and I'm actually really happy to have it now because I love this show so much. I love the Dick Grayson Robin too. I just, that character and uh, Lauren Lester voicing that character is so perfect. 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 But one of my favorite episodes, honestly, from the new Batman adventures is old wounds. Old wounds. Old wounds is a good one. one. That is the one where Dick and Tim are having a heart to heart on top Ah, of the building. And Dick tells him why he quit. Yes, yes, that's a good, oh man. Great episode. Can't wait to talk about that one, but um, no, that's cool. Oh yeah, yeah, Dave, you gotta get me on for the Tim Drake episodes. No. No. uh, (laughs) It's an exclusive contract with him and Scott. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it's gotta do it. No, but uh, um, what was the next? All right, so yeah, okay, so yeah, yeah, Deadpool. We'll see what happens, the Marvels, whatever. So, uh, of course, I wanted to get you guys' opinion on... uh, Obviously, we had the Moon Knight director, Mohamed uh, Diab, talking about... Moon Knight, who Moon Knight has a director? Wow, okay. <laughs> well, he took over from Jeremy out. Slater, so... Yeah. And, uh, you know, of course, he went, you know, he voiced his opinion on, on something, and, of course, that was going to... Well, actually, before we talk about that, how are we feeling about the rumor that Hush is going to be in the Batman part two before we actually get into more DC stuff? Anyone? Isn't it you know, the Batman? I was let Travis go first. <laughs> so I say again, my audio cut out there for a second. Oh yeah, oh. the the rumor is that Hush is going to be in uh, the Batman. Part. Oh, I love that. I I'm I'm all down for that. I know people have their concerns about it being very similar to Riddler, but my concerns just kind of end with Matt Reeves. Like I trust him to make it. I don't think he's going to go and just make the exact same film. And I think people go, oh well, Riddler was excessive with Bruce Wayne. He wasn't exactly. That was a reason that like. 
got him on his path, but he was obsessed with the whole system of Gotham, where I feel like Thomas Elliot, that's going to be a much more personal gripe as far as this is the man who had his father killed. Whether it's accidental or yeah. not, he had his father killed. And I feel yep. everyone's alluded to it, Reeves has alluded to it, where if you have a movie where you have Bruce Wayne going on the public, trying to be more of that persona, right, putting on the show, you get that good flip of the coin if you could have Hush doing the same thing with Thomas Elliot. He could be like that fully realized version of already the perfect, like, oh, yeah, I'm a billionaire and I'm a good person, all this. But really, he's terrible, where you got Bruce just trying to be a normal person, but he's doing good. Like, I think there's lots of things that could just – and also you got the comics. Joker's a part of them. Catwoman's part of them. Riddler's part of them. Those characters are already established to probably be in the sequel somewhere. Superman's so, in it, so we'll probably see Clark. I don't think we're going to see – I don't think no, we're seeing no. Clark. I don't think we're going to go there. But no, to me, it just – I feel like Batman 2 is going to be just from the few little things Reed said, it's going to be about identity and there's nothing more about identity than hush. You know, like literally yeah. this is mine that's taking different face. It makes sense too. these clay face rumors. That's another person that struggles with identity, right? Like all yes. these things like with Riddler, that was more, it was somewhat Nolan S where it's about the corruption of Gotham, right? And getting down to the root of it where it was I think this... similar to Anarchy, like from the comics. Yeah, a little. Yeah. yeah. And I feel that yeah. cool hush, it's, Hush, Riddler, it was all about Gotham, where Hush would be about oh, literally Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne, even less so than the Batman. And that's what know? it so, needs to be. Yeah. That's the thing is like, like, like when I was thinking about it, um, I was like, because my whole thing was like, well, what if they do the, um, if they bring in Harvey Dent, which I think they will, I think mm-hmm. Matt Reeves has got, because obviously, if he's like referencing Long Halloween, Dark Victory, I mean, obviously he's gonna have some oh, Harvey. Yeah, Harvey Dent's gonna yeah. show up, Yo, and I was like, well, was I was gonna go, but I was kind of going like, like, well, is he going to? I mean, what? I I had the uh, the thought of like, well, maybe he'll do the idea of you know Bruce Wayne and and Harvey Dent being friends prior. I love that. Yeah. yeah, and I actually do like that like little change up that they. I don't. I forgot exactly where that was brought in where they actually put that in but i remember um well they uh, did a little bit in the animated series like no, they yeah. weren't good yeah, friends but they weren't like they weren't like they no. weren't like past friends but they, they were friendly became, at least yeah. where like in dark knight they fucking hate each other because yeah of, exactly like, Jill, i right? do want that i do i would yeah. like that harvey Dent. but all, maybe like, you think all-star batman scott snyder's yeah, run yeah and, scott like, snyder's the, run where uh, they really yeah. they really emphasize yeah. that they were both you know orphans kind of thing and i was mm-hmm. like okay that would be kind of cool if they actually brought that and then harvey dent brings bruce wayne out of his shell because yeah. obviously in the first one he's just it's all about batman for him he doesn't care about being bruce yeah, he's wayne clues yes he wants to, but but that's and i'm sure that that's what matt reeves is going going to show us in the in, in the sequels is the fact that it's like oh we got to show bruce wayne being bruce wayne and it's not necessarily that's who bruce wayne is it's another it's another act you know it's another yeah. part of his personality because you know to me i always thought that you know he has three different personas he has his bruce wayne his batman and then of course him who he actually is right but i would say but obviously if you were gonna do the duality of batman and bruce wayne he's more batman than bruce wayne for sure the bruce wayne is just a fucking big time act which i thought you know obviously nolan captured that when it came to oh yeah oh, he's the definitely. playboy look at him so do that yeah. yeah you know he really captured nice that where, I, I i even love that line where he goes like you know after when he sees um rachel and he's like well this you know and he, he's just like fuck 
He's like, eh, this, this is not me. You know, I love you. You know, kind of thing. And Alfred um, tells him on the TV, well, what is happening on the TV? And he says, damn yeah. good television. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like you have characters, the mayor mentions that to Bruce, you could be doing more. Alfred says that, like you should be out yeah. there doing more of you. So it, it to me, it's set up and it, it makes sense for what they're doing. And I would actually really like if Harvey Dent's in here for him not to be Two-Face at all in part two. I would love if we got no, a full yeah. movie of just... Him no. as Harvey. It'd be such a good no. change up. Not even the ending. <clears throat> of, I don't even want the last of, five minutes. Just have him as Harvey. And honestly, he... I think there's a chance that Harvey Dent could be introduced in the Penguin TV show. Oh yeah, that, you could do that. I would I would like to see that. And honestly, you know, the, the setup is there for Harvey Dent. There is no district attorney. There's we saw no him get his head yeah. blown off, right? So, <laughs> that would be pretty sweet. I hope they do that. That'd yeah. be cool. You know? yeah. I mean, utilize cool. utilize the expansion of the universe. Right. But uh, we got Paul coming in right here. Hey guys. On, My guy. Hey. How's it doing, Paul? Hey Phil. How's it going, man? It's hey guys. Going, man. Hey, how are you doing? Doing all right, doing yeah. all right, guys. Yeah, I, I can only stay on for about like 20, 20 minutes or so. I, I, yeah, I got I, I to head to bed pretty soon. But I just wanted to come in and just say, hey, um, I, li- I like to talk about Batman, too. I think that's pretty cool. Um, I, I'm, I, I like what Travis had to say about Hush, and I'm, I'm digging what Phil is going on about with Harvey Dent. I think that's Penguin, Penguin TV show can set up a lot that the movies don't have time for. So to speak. utilize that space. I mean, that's the thing. Right. Like you only have a limited time when it comes to movies. So utilize, you know, you got a TV show that's going to be, it's going to be what? Six, seven, six, eight, eight episodes. episodes. That's like going to that. be like eight hours of shit. Yeah. You could really set up a lot more people in the universe. So you don't have to like bother to do that when it mm. comes to the movie, you know? So, right. right. I, I really hope they do do something like that and introduce Harvey Dent in there. Yeah. You know, on the, on the one hand of like all these villain rumors, I think Dave, you even mentioned it earlier. Like it, it, it kind of feels like Dark Knight Rises all over again because yeah. it kind of does. Because we've heard like <laughs> Hush, we've heard uh, Clayface, yeah, and then of think. course, you know, if you even go back to the press junkets for the Freeze. first film, like Mr. Freeze, Court of Owls, right? So there's he was being nice that interviewer. I'll always say whoever asked that question, he was being nice, but I don't think he's ever touching any of those characters the See, big, like those really fantastical um, ones. i'm gonna push back on the court of owls because the court of owls would absolutely lean into the whole corruption of gotham City. oh yeah as long as you yeah, take out like the body deep. freezing and cloning i agree with you as long as you take out like the splicing of like oh they have this these genes from decades ago and they're keeping them hibernated like i think you strip that away it works i just don't I know f- if he's gonna have these tubes of people and also don't forget robin's uh Ruben for this movie too oh so yeah, yeah he's yeah. also related to uh the the court of the court. Like, yeah he is yeah yes yeah. and on top of that like i think if you wanted to utilize the court of owls i think mr freeze would be a nice villain to accompany them with keeping mm-hmm. all their those dead talents yeah. on ice you know i don't yeah. know and the but, court has his wife hostage so yeah. uh possibly i, I don't know i just I do feel think like the setup for Hush is, Joker, is definitely though. there yeah like that's the tough thing like if he's not the main villain on two he has to be the main villain on three and that's where i think the trajectory is it's hush then joker and then reese is out unfortunately but possibility i don't know it kind of depends on what other kind of spin-offs they have set up they could be just be wasn't there that Catwoman thing that Catwoman spin no that was started by a rumor yeah Yeah. i wish it was real i would have taken hbo max series she was going to blue haven so yeah Yeah. at the end but uh, who knows maybe we'll get more than three batmans if legacy and the dcu bombs right they might just like yeah just keep making these pattison movies you know (laughs) i'm just you don't know right if it fails it's like well these are working I just want to see Brave and the Bold. That's the only thing I really give a damn about. <laughs> mm. 
That's just you. Are. I think I think you'll get it. I think unless Superman does like not to refer back to that comment, but unless it pulls in like the Flash numbers, I think we at least get Superman and Batman. And if those both underperform, then I think there's a problem. But they, uh, I think they'd look at it and go, "Oh well, just wait. Batman's coming, and he's gonna pull some numbers." Like I think we at least get to Brave and Bold. After that, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't have any faith in in the gun universe. I think oh, I think most people I think most people have more faith in the Matt Reeves stuff or something that they already know. Yeah. E- even even that it's Batman, just there's more there's more like faith in that in that type of vision. And Batman like prints money, and yeah, yep, that's too. So, it's so funny to me that there there are certain fans on the internet who are actually avidly like trying to diminish just how popular the Batman is because they just want a fantastical Batman. I oh, find man. that just absolutely hilarious. Oh, I don't yeah. do that. I mean, like, I mean, I don't really care for the Batman. Not I you. Wish I did. We got yeah, seats. I know. Yeah, I... we got yeah, receipts, but definitely yeah. not you. <laughs> yeah, okay, but like, I mean, like, you know, I didn't really care for the Batman, like, but you know, I'm not going to talk about it because you know it's not for me, and yeah, yeah, and that's what's <laughs> going to be interesting too because I always mention this with the Joker. It's we've been so long since we've had fantastical versions of those, like. Jared Leto wasn't Squaw, but for like a minor amount, right? So like since Nolan, we had those, and I guess Keaton did come back, but I don't count Keaton because he's he's <laughs> returning. And then now you got the Batman. I'll, that, it'll be interesting if they do Brave in the Bowl. It is super fantastical, and if general audiences is like, ah, eh, I don't really enjoy this type of Batman. That's what I kind of yeah. dislike about the Dark Knight is now every Joker is like always gross and realistic, and like I miss the really sleek, sexy looking like dyed hair yeah. so like yeah. i love joker like walking and i i think um barry keon's gonna kill it but they're just always these like something demented right but, it's the aesthetic it's, yeah it, it can be really off-putting in certain respects i mean i know people who absolutely adore the dark knight but one, one of their criticisms is oh, i hate the smeared makeup look for the joker and it's like yeah ah, yeah i get it war paint but yeah war paint yeah. thank you yeah there's a i mean honestly if we're being truly honest with like the fantastical batman like Batman Forever was probably the last time that that was done at that at that level. Well, Batman and Robin. I I mean, in terms of success. Well, oh yeah, Batman not wanting to burn the theater down. But yes, you're you're, you're you are right. Yes. Oh, true, it. true, true. If yeah. you said successful, yes, yes. Well, yes. no, and I, and uh, Drago's right. Like t- BVS counts there too. It, but if Phil, if you're t- like, or Paul, you're just something like a soul Batman, then you're definitely right. Yeah, like Batman yeah. Forever like, is the last soul, one. Yeah, soul, soul Batman adventure, not including yeah. any other Justice League members or big DC event, just Batman dealing with Batman things. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, there was, I wish, and again, this is why I want the Schumacher cut, because I know he's a director capable of darker shit and, you know, yeah. falling yeah. down a phone booth. Phone all booth, other, yeah. yeah. Phone booth, Lost yeah. Boys. I mean, all Lost these different Boys, cool, yeah. darker element things. And so, Number 23. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen Number 23, yeah. but That's I heard a good it's one. great. Oh, good. That's yeah, a good one with Jim Carrey. But yeah, like, uh, I could see Schumacher not doing necessarily Burton, but doing a darker Batman while still doing the fantastical elements that we're more familiar with in terms of like the comic books and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, um, if that's what they're going for with Brave and the Bold, like maybe there's a chance. But on the other hand, I don't know what the audiences are going kind of going for anymore. If the effects are not great, that's going to stick out. I'm also not really that big on just Damien kind of just being there. If that's, I think that's what they're going with, right? That's the, that's the, that's the take. Yeah. So, and on top of that, if you simultaneously have Brave and the Bold with the Batman and Robin, and then you also have Matt Reeves doing possibly Robin as well. Mm -hmm. Granted, different dynamics, different Robins, because you got Dick Grayson and then you've got Damien. 
So I'm wondering like what the audience is going to respond more to. I have a feeling it's going to be the Matt Reeves one. That's just my personal yeah, opinion. I agree. But yeah, but we'll, we'll see. Well, we'll see what happens. The way, the way that I was actually thinking about it too, is like, you know, general audience, if they know Batman and Robin, they know it's like, oh yeah, it's, you know, they've seen it before. It's been around forever. But if they sell, if they market it, the brave, brave and the bold is, oh, did you guys know that Batman has a kid? That might help it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. They got to hit on that bit. Help it with like the fact that it's like, oh yeah, Batman's kid is Robin. And people might be like, ooh. In the trailer, it's going to be like Talia says, I want you to meet your son. And he says, oh, hey, father, or something. I I do think if you also include a good portion of the Bat family, that's also probably going to drive a lot of DC fans to the theater. I, I think do so think, too. I sure. think if you include bat, sorry, if, if you include Nightwing, Batgirl, maybe Red Hood, I would actually kind of lean more towards Tim what Drake. What about Tim Drake? He's a cool I, character. I, yeah. I, I literally just said Tim Drake. Red Hood. He, I said Red Hood. Then I said Tim Drake. Yes. Yeah. Even though they both, they both, there was a short time where Jason Todd was Red Robin. There was a very short time in the comics where that was the case, but yes. Oh, wow. I forgot about that. Yep. Right. Deep pool. But I do think if you include a lot of the Bat family in that, on top of the fact, like, if you play it like, oh man, what's a good comparison here? Because Muschietti is like, you know, he's pretty solid with, with ensemble cast. And I feel like Mm -hmm. if you play it like a, like a bit of a family movie, so you've got Batman, you've got his oldest son, Dick, and then you've got Mm -hmm. either, you know, Dick or or, or Jason, kind of like Shazam, but a little (laughs) less goofy, you know, they could probably. Exactly. Why going to be Nightwing. Don't just. Oh, uh, he grows up. Okay. okay. Well, you just, you just added something to me when it, when, when it comes to, or added something to it when it came to Brave and the Bull. I didn't even really think, think about about that like so the whole family aspect and muschietti i think you got to go Stafford's, that route because i agree the bat family is going to be present, yeah so i, I certainly did. hope that's yeah. the case because I, I like agree it. i agree with paul if it's just batman robin and a batman robin i think that hurts bringing the bowl and people will see even if it's a sunday dynamic i think they'll see the yeah. batman too and already prefer that one and go ah, i just saw a batman robin movie i'm good on this it's like the marvel thing i worry they big i'll catch this one on streaming especially if it's we don't know who's gonna be batman first like that like i think that is key the casting for brave and bold and whatever people want to say even the people that hate rob pass there was a intrigue to see well what's he gonna do with this right and they right. always usually cast good batman actors but it's just the same thing if what if they just go for a very oh. like boring like to me i know lots of people support it. i think jensen ankles is like the most boring casting in the world i don't 100%. think that gets anybody in the theaters i don't think anyone 100%. sees that and goes oh i gotta see the supernatural boy as batman i think with pattison even to be like oh i hate that guy but i gotta see how much he sucks like that's my thing if i think phil's right that they gotta go <laughs> it's Bat family, everybody. It's about Gotham and everything. If it's just Batman and Robin, I just don't, I just think it's weird to have two films focusing and they are different dynamics, but it's still just Batman dealing with a son or a son type figure. And, and even then, I don't necessarily actually really want Robin in the Batman. I, I like where we are right now with just, he, we haven't even formed him as like a fake Bruce Wayne yet. Like right. to get Robin already, like, I don't know. For me, it feels a little soon. I know Robin debuted early in the comics. I just mean for what Matt Reeves is doing with him, even year two, it's like, I feel like there's lots of ground to cover. This guy's not in the state to do, uh, uh, 
adopt adopt a kid is what I'm saying. Like he's yeah. so fucked up, this Batman. <laughs> like he like I would not trust him with some like six year old. Be like he's gonna be the Batman giving the kid Robin rats and everything like that and locking him up. Like <laughs> oh god, no, it's not gonna be a original All Star Batman. That's a deep yeah. They're not. <laughs> I don't see them doing the All Star. No, I'm joking. Of course, no, no, yeah. but no. <laughs> but again, you he's, gonna argue, call him, he's gonna call him the Yeah, yeah. yeah. You gotta. <laughs> You, you got to argue maybe the fact, too, with the Matt Reeves version, maybe that if – I mean, first off, within comic book lore or within comic book uh, history, you know, Robin only debuted, I think, only a couple years after Batman had come mm-hmm. out. So there is that. Yeah. On, on top of that, I could see them doing an angle – I'm saying if Robin is one of the main focuses, if that's what they decide to do. If that's what happens, I could see them pulling an angle of basically – because the whole point of Dick Grayson, at least, is the fact of Bruce is reflecting upon it uh, from his own – experiences and basically dick is is essentially what batman would have become if he had had the proper support or the Mm -hmm. or the proper guidance but he had to do it all himself basically and you know alfred's there is alfred is there in support but alfred's always kind of there to make sure he doesn't fully fall off the edge kind Mm -hmm. of thing be careful yeah yeah but it's it's different with batman being like i'm training you to be a better version of me basically that's what Mm -hmm. nightwing essentially is to a degree so I could see the kid, the kid aspect hitting all of these notes with this Bruce Wayne and he has to kind of reassess what happened to him as being a kid. And maybe, maybe he figures out like, like that's like, that's the movie. That's like, that's part of the process. That's mm-hmm. that identity thing too. Like, who am I? Like, what is, what does Batman actually mean? Who is Bruce Wayne or who was Bruce Wayne before my parents died? Cause mm-hmm. that's what Dick is essentially. Yeah. And Dick is, you know, the, uh, you know, going, going forward and trying to do to do better he's the evolution of bruce you know he's like what bruce should become but bruce can't because he's he's just to be little just riddled with lots of emotional trauma and problems the 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 underlying aspect of batman to a degree in terms i'm talking more the comic book version not necessarily a particular movie version but in the idea of batman he is a he is a person who was always going to be trapped in being Batman or being Mm -hmm. in that one moment for the rest of his life. Like, because he can't, there's, it's really weird because there's a lot of studies uh, or there's a lot of uh, different essays that kind of do this reflective quality about uh, essentially that Batman and his world is personified, is a personified nine to 12 year old fantasy, essentially. You know, it's why his best friend is a 12 year old kid. It's why he's weary of Catwoman getting into the clubhouse. You know, there's all, Oh, that is God. a perfect oh. freeze frame. Call. He's making some oh, good points. Yeah. He is, yeah. The techno Union Army. And like to his point too, that's a big thing in the first Batman, the Batman Ray right, is that little kid, the mayor's son or whatever that gets killed. He's all like he has a big interest in taking care of him and Very looking true. after him. But Very anyways, Paul, you were saying. All right, you're back. You're back, Paul. Yeah, yeah, you froze Sorry up. About that. You no, my 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 uh, computer. I I just got Ethernet added to the to a, a my cottage out back, and uh, the internet connection's been a little weird. So I apologize. Yeah, I know it's, it's 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 all good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. All all I was saying was that Batman is just trapped in that ten uh, year old mind mindset frame. In in a sense, it's like it's like. It, it, it's like an id kind of like where he's an adult he can make adult decisions but there is this aspect of him being a 10 year old kid i mean also because it, it, it it's it's a comic book world and when batman was created it was comic books were made for you know children for 10 year olds so it's always that thing too i mean there's yeah. definitely gonna be that I, I mean if you think about how matt reeves is approaching his universe i mean he teased 
like like he went to the Warner Brothers tour and like he was like teasing like oh yeah look at that we're gonna have you know he was like taking pictures of Batman the 66. you know the Batman sixty six like Rogues Gallery and they all were in the first movie yeah. you know we had the Riddler we had Catwoman we had the mm-hmm. Joker you know we had uh, the Penguin you know we had them all right in there. there. It was all right. I mean, he was basically just letting it be known like, oh, yeah, they're all going to be in my movie. So now it's like, oh, you better believe that he can't wait to have, you know, a Robin somewhere in there. And I'm just like, I'm like, all right. I'm just very curious. I'm like, how what, what's the approach like when it comes to this version and this this? I mean, again, it's like I, I always go back to what Kevin Smith said. It's like it's it's, you know. Christopher Nolan brought Batman in reality. Matt Reeves is bringing reality into Batman. So it's reversed where it's like you have this, you know, there's some fancy. I mean, no matter what, you're going to have to have some fantastical elements, of course. But it's like he was like very much like, all right, I'm going to create a Batman world and just bring realism into it kind of thing. So I don't know. It's just it's just so much up in the air. And it's like and it's like. (laughs) With another Batman going up against another Batman that is for sure, like we were talking about, it's going to have a fantastical approach. And, you know, Muschietti already had the fantastical approach when he watched that scene in The Flash. I mean, it was fantastical as all hell. All fantastical as hell. So it was just like, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's just going to be, and a lot of people are like, well, how are they going to do like dueling Batmans? And I'm like, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they approach it. Like, but... Yeah, uh, and then especially having two different Robins too, it's gonna be, it's gonna be it's interesting. Got, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. But it's, it's also got to be different because, like, you know, obviously, it'll be very different. I think, but yeah. like, Pads oh, yeah, Batman is like right. you know year two, year three ish, and I think you know obviously the the Batman and Brave and the Bold's got to be at least you know somewhere between thirty five and forty. And I'm gonna keep pushing this, man. I'm telling you, Jay Ryan would make a really great Batman for that DCU, but whether or not Jay it happens Ryan. remains to be seen. Jake Ryan, Jay Ryan, Jay Ryan. He was Ben Hanscom in it, Chapter Two. He was the older Ben. Oh, okay. Um, I know you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. He's, I know. I, I know a few people have been saying, uh, what's his name? Scott Atkins from uh, oh, John Wick 4. Didn't that make the rounds too, yeah? Yeah. He's too he's, old. He's, yeah, I don't, want I don't know. I'm, I'm saying in terms of he's older Batman. Old, like Kate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I mean, he would have, I mean, at one point, maybe. But, I mean, he's, like, in his, like, late 40s now, I think. I don't know. He still kicks ass. But it's, like, I mean, Scott Atkins, yeah, at one I think he even tried to get the Batman role. I think a he did around BVS time. I think he, yeah, around yeah, BVS, he was I trying think, to get yeah. the BVS. I, I'm not sure. I, I thought I heard that he was trying to get even when Nolan. But, um, no, he would have been good at one point. But it's just, it's it's so weird. It's, like, all right, we don't know how old this Batman should be. And, of course, age is just whatever if the actor is still very young look i mean robert pattinson is in what in his mid to late 30s yeah but you know he still looks very fairly young he's still he's got a baby off. face he doesn't yeah, look he's like got a he's baby face so he passes yeah. for a still a 20 year old yeah right you know so it's like you gotta want i mean that's 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 the funny thing that i always have fun with on twitter when it comes to batman castings because everybody always goes by the actor's actual age i'm like does yeah. he look at Stop thinking about his actual age. Does he actually look it? I mean, that's mm-hmm. the thing, you know? And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, of course, uh, going back to the whole easy one that's Jansen Ackles, it's like, yeah, he's already, like, in his mid-40s, but he doesn't look it. So it's no, like, okay, I can no. see it. 
But at the same time, it's like it's too easy. And he's already in, you know, he's in the boys. I don't think he's going to actually get the role, but. No. And a Gen V. He's also boys. already voiced the role, too. Gen and v? I don't I don't see that happening because yeah. James Gunn said he wants people to come in across multiple mediums. And I feel like if they kind of do that, that'll be a little again easy and lazy. I just don't see it happening. Yeah, it won't happen, but, you know, we'll see. Is there but, anyone uh, from, like, Guns past you think you'd be looking at? Like, Osley Corton. I guess if – who's going to cast it, though? Is it going to be Buschetti or is it going to be both of them? Like, Gunnam and Buschetti. Probably both of them. Both it would have to be both. I mean, obviously. Yeah. They're going to place. This is Paper Rock and – Give me Lee Pace, fuck it. Give me, I'll take Lee Pace. I don't care. I, <laughs> I don't like mind that. Pace. Lee yeah. Pace. That wouldn't be too bad. But. I don't know. I think ultimately it would probably, you'd have to imagine it. Gunn would probably have some kind of final say, but I feel like if he's going to let the directors choose, it would then at that point follow Muschietti to cast Batman. Yeah. But I don't know. I kind of want to uh, cast an unknown. I, I kind of want Sam Worthington as Batman. No. That's- no. No, Why? I'm, glad, I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you that you want it. But yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a no there. Yeah, yeah and I know well, he's Australian, right? And he's yeah. also yeah. he's still busy with four and five uh, Avatar, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. who cares? Yeah. It's not like <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I think I, I think the strikes have to end, and then he can go back. I think or something. Yeah, he's oh, got, he's got like, life. He's got seven more Avatar <laughs> yeah. movies. To do, so. That's right. He will. He'll be in like his late eighties when they're done making Avatar movie. Like he'll play <laughs> Jake Sully forever, you know. And hey, James Cameron for... is a cyborg right now. Like, oh yeah, oh, that's yeah. they're working. Yeah, he's a hologram. Yeah. But, hey, no, but. First and third biggest movie of all time. So clearly, yeah. no. I, I think they should cast an unknown as Batman because no matter who you cast as Batman, it doesn't matter. I mean, Ben Affleck was the last, or is you know, well, not the last Batman, but you got Ben Affleck and and Robert Pattinson, who are names that are Batman, but the character transcends the names. Where to the point where it's like, if you, I, I always put this comparison up because when it comes to like the MCU. It always seems like even, you know, but even though Chris, even though Chris Evans said that the character always transcended the, uh, you know, the actor. But at the same time, you look at all the posters, the fucking Chris Evans didn't have yeah. his fucking helmet on, didn't have the cowl on. Fucking Robert Downey Jr. didn't have his mask on. Uh, um, um, uh, Tom, Tom Holland didn't have his Spider-Man mask on. On the, It was like they always wanted to show the actors' faces. But no matter what, when it comes to Batman, you have to wear that cowl. You cannot yeah. have a poster <clears throat> unless he's like full-on Bruce Wayne, which I know the last Batman poster had him like, you know. But, of course, Batman was like, you cannot have a poster without batman's cow on there so the, right. the character always tra- so it's like just you don't even have to have a name just have somebody who can nail then, it as that i mean even then like back when christian bale was when christian bale was cast as batman not a lot of people knew who he no. was i yeah. knew i was like oh the american psycho guy yeah. i could see that i was like yes i love that fucking movie i could totally see it but now yeah, they should just really just do that again you don't have to have a name but other than really Bale, they've all been names, right? Like Keed, yeah. Kilmer, Clooney, Affleck. Yeah. Like, yeah, like Bale was the only one that yeah. wasn't, and it worked out. So to your point, I wish they go yeah. that route and get, oh, it's that guy from something cool. Yeah. I've seen him. He's yeah. the guy in from Pearl for Superman. Cool. But ever yeah. since Keed, other than Bale, it's always been a name. It's always been yeah. somebody they that's a do. star. They should just not yeah. have a name. It would help but for I, the budget, too. It would. Yeah. But, I see, but I see Dave's point, though, regardless. I know um, – I know Val Kilmer in both his documentary and I think, you know, in interviews had always said that um, why he only did the one movie is because Mm -hmm. after he finished forever and he was on the red carpet, 
all these kids came up and they went in the Batmobile, but they went right by him. They didn't care. They didn't care yeah. that it was Val Kilmer. They just, it's Batman, it's Batmobile. Yeah. And then he was like, yeah. And as an actor, he was like, I'm good. And that was it. Yeah. And I respect him for that too, because he didn't have yeah. the best time. I mean, we, we heard that he, he, he feuded with Joel Schumacher. He was uncomfortable in that fucking rubber suit. And yeah. I love the fact that he was like, I'm going to do the saint. I'm going to do the movie, the saint <laughs> instead of doing a sequel to Batman, which I was like, yeah, I was like when I saw that when I saw that in the doc, I was like, yeah, awesome because I love the movie The Saint. I used to watch mm-hmm. that all the time when it was on like HBO when I was younger. I was like, yeah, I just love that movie because I thought, you know, because if you ever watch The Saint, he has to play like these different characters because he's mm-hmm. like got like you know makeup on and prosthetics and he's like, and it, you know it's about a, a guy a, a thief essentially who disguises himself and then he always names himself after a saint. And I, I just really dug that movie. It was like a good 80s or not 80s, but 90s, like spy-esque espionage kind of thing. Russia and all that shit. And I was like, I'm glad he decided not to do Batman and Robin for that movie because I just really enjoyed the paint. I'm sure he's pretty glad after he saw the movie, too. Like, Oh, yeah. You know, because I don't think it would have changed much with him. He would have been there doing the stuff. So I think... uh, I think, it, I think it all went well for everybody. If I, did, if, I remember, if I remember correctly, I think, I mean, now, I don't know what the site, site is now, but I remember, I think Ain't It Cool News literally got popular because they had revealed that Batman and Robin was going to be a disaster, like on every level. Like like they had seen an early cut of it. They were like, this is going to be a disaster. And ever since then, like it, it got, but that's how, that's how bad that movie was that it literally launched a whole like movie, movie scoop web, website back in mm-hmm. the day. Hmm. So, yeah. but That's yeah, news to me, never heard, never heard that story before. That's yeah. wild. Well, that movie is so bad. It got us to whether good or bad. It literally, to me, that's the way life works. It gets us to the DCU, right? Cause that gets us to the Nolan reboot. And then that gets Nolan pairing and like Snyder with man of steel. And then all that stuff happens and everything else happens. And James Gunn comes in. So it's like, you can trace it all back to Batman and Robin being a mess. And it's like this ripple effect of things that have happened since that movie of, okay, well, let's take a break from Batman. Oh, a reboot. Well, we want to do what MCU is doing. Do this, Zach. No, okay, we're going to have Whedon come in. Okay. Now we want a universe. Like you can trace everything back to that moment. Cause like what, like if, who know, we talked about with uh, earlier, like being no Aquaman movie or Wonder Wonder Woman movie till so later on. Like, what happens if Batman Robin's a hit, even if it's bad? Like, we get Batman triumphant, and th- oh. we probably don't get Nolan, right? Like, Howard we're, Stern we're is for Batman triumphant. <laughs> yeah, like, th- well, and then they were talking about Gold going Blum. back to Kurt Russell. They were talking about Kurt Russell being Batman at yeah. one point. Oh, I had never heard that one. Oh yeah, that was the rumor that because Clooney didn't want to do it again. Yeah. Um, yeah, really? Why? I wonder why. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> Hi, yeah. But I remember I remember the rumors. This was before, like, you know, way before all social media and and you know, the internet was still dial up and it was like mm-hmm. I remember just like hearing the rumors just about Batman Triumph and where it's gonna have Scarecrow, and there were rumored that Steve Buscemi was gonna be Scarecrow, Nicholas yep. Cage, yeah, and they were gonna bring back uh Nicholas uh or uh Jack Nichol- Nicholson, Nicholson as like yep. a a crazy uh dream sequence. Yep. Yeah, the fear talks and Emma Donna was yep. gonna play Madonna Harley Quinn. Madonna was gonna be Harley Quinn, yeah. That would have that would have oh, been great though. Would've... I don't care. Like like I heard so bad, so good level. It would have been great yeah. to see Madonna as Harley Quinn. That there were two so names good. I always saw that popped up with that. It was either Batman Triumph or Batman Unchained, and it was always Unchained, Madonna. Yeah. It was Unchained, either Madonna yeah. or, 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 or it was either I, okay. it was either Madonna 
or uh, Courtney Love. Those were the two names mm, I always yeah, saw. Courtney Love, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then at one point they had like Man Bat attached to it. I think when they did like a second rewrite, there was rumors. I think the Unchained Correct. version had that it was going to be Harley Scarecrow Man Bat with a Jack Nicholson cameo. I was like, Ooh, that was <laughs> well, a whole movie right there. It wasn't even just going to be Jack Nicholson. It was apparently going to be him, Danny DeVito, uh, oh, I heard Jim Carrey, uh, Harvey Dent. I think the only two wow. that were not going to reappear were Mr. Freeze and Poison Ivy. But it was basically going to be those four was going to be like one big giant like hallucination. And then eventually, like, you know, Batman was going to go through the gauntlet of them all. He was going to go through like Penguin, Riddler, Two-Face, Catwoman. And then it would end with him facing off against the Joker again for one final time. That's what I remember reading. It was wild. And then that failed. And that's when we got those Batman Beyond rumors when they were apparently going after Clint Eastwood, which at the time was like, that sounds fucking awesome. Clint Eastwood as Bruce Wayne Batman Beyond. And like, I heard David Bowie was going to be the Joker. He was going for it at one point. There's a lot of people that were going for the Joker because it was, uh, Robin Williams. Rob Williams and oh, I thought he was going to be the Riddler. He was going to be the Riddler before the Riddler. Yeah, before the Riddler. Yeah, before the Riddler. Yeah, before the Riddler, before he was, the Riddler. Yeah, I know. I remember he was, that. He was who's Brad Dourif? He was apparently like. Yep. Apparently, the rumor is that that's who Tim Burton really wanted, and WB was like, "Absolutely not. You're not casting Brad Dourif as the Joker. Like, we know you like Chucky and all, but that's not, which sucks. If Brad Dourif would have fucking killed it as the Joker, oh, totally. man. Yeah, he totally like has not. that look, the monologues, but Jack's <clears> great and everything. But yeah, it's it's fun to read those lists back in the day, like Alec Baldwin was going to be Batman and all this. And and remember that really early version with Bill Murray that they were working on and that got scrapped? Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. When I heard that Bill Murray was... (laughs) That was funny. Wow, that would have been interesting. But, uh, you know... I mean, you just, you never know how these things are going to turn out, you know, and that's right. the thing is like, I mean, if the internet existed when Michael Keaton got cast as Batman, holy shit, it would have been a fucking shit storm because obviously they got a bunch of letters and everything yeah. like that when that, Letter. and then all of a sudden it's like, now people are like, that's my Batman. Yeah. Michael Keaton's my Batman. Come on. They didn't go fucking pay to see him though. You know, my God, yeah, right? where were you in June? I know when it came to flat, <laughs> you didn't show up for that, Real did you? June, huh? Yeah. All right. Oh, fact, I caught it. Show up for that scene. Oh wait. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I basically see that as a weird time variant version of that Michael Keaton Batman. I'll it's just true. leave it at that. Yeah. 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 So you know, yeah. um, so you gotta look at it. It is because it's technically yeah. not. It's not like No Way Home. It's not. That's yeah. the same Andrew. That's the same Toby. That's mm-hmm. one of my always slights with the Flash that I hate. It's not the same Keaton because I lose. A, it's just like. Okay, yeah. like I guess you can kind of count as like legacy casting, but it's weird because it's him and it's like the the burden mobile and the cave and the look, but it's not but it's him. Not, so it's not the same one, and that that's fine with me yeah. because it's also the same Batman that says, uh, "Oh, uh, it's totally cool." Like I've I've retired because Gotham's fine now, yeah. and I'm like, "What? <laughs> what are you talking?" About? I didn't like that line. I didn't like that line either. No, I'm like, "Oh yeah, I, Gotham's I, one of the safest cities." And I'm like, "Really? What?" Yeah. It's yeah. called Gotham City. The, I mean, the Gotham that was coming it. up from the ground that was hell in the 80s. Yeah. That's fine now. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess I would have. I, I would have much preferred what what Muschietti cut from that whole Batman version where they like they explained why he actually quit. Yeah. 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 Like like killing a cr- killing a criminal in front of his kid. It's like, oh, you just became Joe Chill. Good job, dude. Like yeah. I would have much yeah. rather seen that than oh yeah, Gotham's safe. It's chill. Like, yeah. 
Yeah. I, yeah. I, I and know. and it sucks because all those DVD, like the Flash Blu-rays and DVDs are all out, right? And those scenes are just, yeah. they talk about them, but they're not in them. And that's what I hate yeah. where like, not even to watch them and stuff. I guess there's that one scene, right? Where Flash, I guess they're on the Batwing and they do talk about it. That is a scene that's yeah. out there, but it's just a couple slots. Yeah, but it's not, so. it's not finished. It's not finished. They did the same thing when when Justice League came out and all the deleted stuff yeah. wasn't on there either, and we had to, we had yeah. to literally fight for it to get to even you know yeah. to get well we we got it as a completed movie thank God but you know like yeah. that's just that's yeah. just what Warner Brothers does yeah yep. like, why don't you delete scenes like I said that's thing that's gonna piss me off about Aquaman too of like I've I keep, I always say this when I'm on here but I want to see those scenes of Keaton and Momoa together just because I think that's a weird fucking combo but they're gonna keep it behind their vault because like oh well if people see this they might get the wrong idea it's like it's a fucking deleted scene just say hey we filmed it we didn't put it in the movie but if you want to watch it here you go like I don't know why you, they keep it it's like a you, you put it on your this. YouTube channel you get yeah. fucking money like, for it yeah, a little bit understand. it's something. I know Keen's not coming back. We know. We get it. Yeah. WP and, and Affleck even show that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. My like, my best guess is why it's not at period is because they've already learned that when they show deleted stuff and it's better than what they're currently putting out, they don't, they yeah. don't like getting embarrassed <laughs> yep. like that. So yeah. Well, I mean. Look at how long it took Marvel Studios to release that scrap post credit sequence from Iron Man 1 where Samuel oh, Jackson yeah. is like furious talking about the X-Men and Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. it took so True. long. And like, why didn't you put that out there? Years oh. after the fact. Well, now they can probably do it because, oh, well, we got yeah, all so. our toys back in the chest except Spider-Man, but yeah. still. Yeah, still. but we're still, we're still getting MCU Spider-Man movies, so there is yeah. that. And the X-Men yeah. coming too, so this is true. Yep, eventually. Yep. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, Paul, do you need to go? I know you're like, uh, you're yeah. Why should... do you want him to leave, Dave? Well, no, I I gotta wake up early. <laughs> no, I'm jo- uh, I'm joking. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Um, I'll go over real quick. Uh, Phil sent me the article on the Aquaman two disaster. Oh yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. We're gonna get wild, into that. wild stuff. Um, I don't know how much of it to believe and how much not to believe, but I think we can all agree that the behind the scenes is is probably a, somewhat of a disaster. Uh, I know. I think Phil and I talked about it, but I'm pretty sure at one point they even let they they even barred James Wan from the reshoots that they were doing for the third time or whatever with that movie. So, I for Phil's sake, I hope Aquaman two is good, but Me too. I I don't I don't see it happening, or at least from my my perspective. But I hope for the best. Uh, the Daredevil stuff, the Daredevil. Design, I'm going by the by the by the headline here. The Daredevil. Yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah. That's interesting to me. Um, I have no real opinion about it one way or the other. I kind of want to just wait to see where the ball drops and see what to make, make an opinion about that. Because frankly, I like the idea of it being a law procedural because that's what Matt Murdock himself is. He's Thank a lawyer, you. Thank right? you. But oh. I also, but I also agree that you need the action. You need Daredevil. That's, that's why these comics exist. You get, you get a little bit of their real life and you get a little bit yeah, of their You don't nightlife. save them for the, you don't save the costume until the fourth episode. That's, that's a ridiculous. mistake. Yeah. That's, that's such a mistake. That I understand see? them being kind of like whatever about it. And that, and that's, that's fair. I, but I, again, I'm not going to judge till I see the ball drop and I see what this new era of Marvel TV is going to be because they're clearly changing a lot of shit behind the scenes. Like that is more than evident. Mm-hmm. And uh, last but not least, Zach versus James Gunn. I think you guys know where I land with that. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. need to stay too long for that. But um, the only thing as far as James Gunn goes that I think is kind of interesting, it's more of a rumor talk at this point because we've all we've all probably seen – you guys probably talked about it beforehand, but the, uh, the universal rumor and all that stuff that's going on, and uh, more so it's more interesting in terms of like the, like the literal – timeline is lining up if that's the case if that's what they end up doing it's going to be right in tandem 
with James trying to release his Superman movie. And like whether like that, it might happen where it gets released, but like if Universal is now in charge and they see it and they're not one, if it doesn't perform correctly and also Universal's not behind it, like, you know, th- that might be it. That might be it for the gods and monsters plan. I mean, anyway, yeah. that's but again, that's all rumor and speculation, basically. Yeah, so. it's all. Yeah, true. Yeah, it makes and sense. And yeah. I hope it happens. What? <laughs> no, nah, really? Uh, nah. But could have fooled me. Could have fooled me, Axel. Yeah. But listen, it's always good talking to you guys. I love coming on this, Dave. Thank you again for inviting me. I'm sorry I couldn't stay longer. Uh, but okay. all, yeah, but it's always a, a big, big pleasure. So thank you. Yeah, always, Paul. Thanks for joining. Yeah, See of course. You yeah. All right. Appreciate it. Much love, Bye, bro. Take care. Much love, all right, dude. take it easy. All right, thank you. But uh, yeah, let's let's uh, let's dive into that uh, Aquaman drama. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> huh? Pun intended. Just dive into it. <laughs> oh yeah, that's why I said it. Um, yeah, let's uh, sink into it. Let's whatever the hell. Um, I mean, this whole thing is such a tsunami. Oh, yeah, pretty much. It was like a tsunami of information. Um, but uh, how are we feeling about it? Like, uh, you know, hearing all that. I mean, it's it was it was I it was funny too because I think I even saw people in the time like, why would you release this before the know, movie? Before the movie, but I'm like, this is not WB releasing it. This is like no. somebody who fucking else is. I mean, that's this is a. It's kind of a hit piece, a little bit on Jason Momoa. I thought it was a little bit because it was like, oh, you're just gonna take Amber Heard's word on everything. I mean, I get it. And again, I know there's like the whole discourse when it comes to everything with her, but it, it was just at the same time. It's like. Um, to me, in my opinion, I don't trust a thing that she, not, not everything that she says, but you know, a lot of things. Cause I'm like, I, I watched the clips of the, uh, the, the, her trial thing. And it was like, she, she flat out was putting on a big act when it came to a lot of things. And to say that Jason Momoa, I mean, the, one of the first things was like that he showed up drunk on set and dressed up like Johnny Depp. I'm like, first of you all, know what I first- think, you know what I think that, it, it, I, I, <clears throat> I think you should I let Dave make just... his point. <laughs> I was just about to say that I think she could just be paranoid because you know sometimes I feel like no, she's just trying to save. Uh, to me, I think she's trying to save face a little bit. And yeah. but at the same time, it's like okay, Jason Momoa sh- showed up drunk. It's like I to, to me, I'm like all right. Jason Momoa has a billion had a billion dollar movie, and then he's got the sequel, the follow up. I don't see, I mean, like, okay, so what if, if you saw him, like, wait, maybe dr- drinking a beer on set? Okay. But was he belligerent? Are we going to, like, is there something where he just couldn't perform? I mean, let's face it, being Aquaman and doing the stuff that he needs to do, like being on the rigs and being very physical, seems like that wouldn't be a smart thing to do for an actor. Then again, maybe just Momoa <laughs> doesn't give a shit. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't think that's the case because this is a role that saved his career. When he got cast as Aquaman, he's even said it, that it saved his career because he wasn't sure, like, what's going to happen? Conan didn't work out. Obviously, he was in Game of Thrones and stuff like that. But who knows what was going to happen next? He gets cast as Aquaman, saves his career, and it did. It absolutely did because now he's been in other movies. He was in a billion-dollar movie. So why would he just be like, fuck this? I'm just going to show up drunk. And then, of course, when she claim that he, oh yeah he showed up dressed up as johnny depp i'm like eh, he kind of they dress similar he wears a you know the, that bohemian style whatever the hell they call it it's right. similar <laughs> and i'm like 
I don't know. It's just to me, it just seems like she was like really trying to to reach when it came to that. And it sucks because it's like to me, from, from the information that I've gathered is or from my what I've heard is the fact that the uh, reshoots were happening and and it was like it was mainly Jason Momoa that was like trying to make sure that this movie was going to be, you know, a Tip good follow up. Yeah, even though even if James Wan probably, I mean, I feel sorry for James Wan. He's just and if and if the SAG after strike doesn't doesn't uh, wrap up, he's going to have to be the only one that has to do press junket. So he's going to have to answer all about all this shit. Yep, that's what sucks. I feel it's sorry the most for James Wan. Yeah, uh, I also just want to add like. I'm, I'm going to imagine this shoot was probably a little more tougher to get through because he was also going through a separation with his now former ex-wife, of you know, as, yeah. you know, as any I kind of separation. Back together. No, did they? No, no. I, I thought they did too. I thought they no, did. Yeah, I, I heard something about they did. Well, I, I thought they got back together around the time the Batman released and there was a big conspiracy theory that, oh, they're just doing that because he's got to go on press and talk about the Batman while her daughter's in it, et cetera. So, yeah, I don't know, yeah. but yeah. I think. No, it's not her daughter. It's, um. Yeah, it is. I'm with. No, I'm with. Yeah, what, are we not, Travis? It's, yes, it it's is. Not, it's not his daughter. <laughs> no, but I mean, like that's the daughter of his wife. That was his stepdaughter. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's right. not yeah. his. No, daughter, no, no, I know that he's not the dad. No, I know it's Lenny. It's yeah, Lenny Kravitz. The name, the name. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, they are separated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah they're they're, they're yeah. separated. Damn. I don't think yeah. this article did anybody any favors. Like it did. One hundred percent. But I also think that. The notes were probably taken just – that was a really slimy thing to do was just take some yeah, of his therapist notes and, and put it in an article. Yeah. Like, And again, you know, this is also coming from Tatiana Seagal who is notorious for being very slimy in terms of her reporting. So it really didn't shock me to see this pop up, but I was just reading it just going, oh, my God. If, like Paul mentioned, Aquaman is one of my favorite characters. I'm looking forward to this movie and seeing this just put a giant pit in my chest. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. This is fucking ridiculous. But I feel really bad for James Wan. Obviously, Jason Momoa's like had to try and whip this movie into shape in some fashion or another. I think Amber Heard and Johnny Depp are both insane. 100%. It's, yeah, I don't know why people mm. take sides because it's both of them. There's never... No one's I don't, ever right in a bad relationship. No, Sorry, I've also I'm I'm not Johnny Depp's biggest fan by any means necessary, but I will also say that people just shouldn't be vilified at all in the media, and that's a very apparent thing that's happened over the last few years, and it's just ugly one way or the other. But even mm-hmm. still, like it's just I don't know. I'm I'm with Dave. It's it's one big hit piece, and I think honestly, I think since Tatiana Skull couldn't get anything on Ray Fisher anymore, she's just going after anyone who was associated with that cast anyway. <laughs> what she the hell did Elon just... Musk have to do with this stuff? He was like, her oh, yeah, that's, he was that's the thing that cracked me up. That's the thing that cracked me up about the whole thing. It was like, you know, the fact that Elon Musk like, that, that was reported that he fought for her to get back in there, and I was like, oh man, the people like that are supporting Amber Heard, who hate Elon Musk, how are they going to process that? It's like, but of course, no, you know, obviously <laughs> nobody was like gonna like, you know, any of that camp was not gonna just be like, Oh my god, Elon Musk, I like him now. But it was just kinda it was interesting that they threw that in there and I was like, Whoa, but but to me it almost seems like you know, like uh even what Phil was saying was the the, the fact that it's like, Oh yeah, we're gonna spice this thing up, so why not add that little Elon Musk 
part of it. I mean, obviously, maybe she did hear about that. I don't know. It's all, I mean, it's not concrete things, but at the same time, I just go, fuck, James Wan's going to have to, like, answer for all of this. Well, not if he has a smart t- PR team and just say, you don't get to ask about this, this, and this. Sure. If you ask about it, interview's over. You know, like- I mean, look at look at the press for The Flash. Look at all the shit Ezra Miller was not True. asked. You know? Yeah. True. <clears throat> And like even like even look at when fucking Michael B. Jordan did stuff for Creed. There's an interview that asked about Superman, and the his PR person's like, "No, you can't ask about that." Mid interview, they oh, need yeah. to be more on top of that. Yeah. Like all these people, yeah. like the fact that like I don't care that much, but the fact that if they put these actors, directors in the situation, you gotta say we're here to talk about the movie. We're not gonna talk about anyone's divorce. We're not talking about behind the scenes unless it's about how did you get this shot, etc. Like that's all right. they need is a good PR, and then you don't gotta answer any of this. And right. I think that I guess that's also where the angle I come from though with this. It's like like, I don't think this affects the movie's success one way or another. I think this is stuff that there's no news right now, so people are trying to get clicks, trying to get out there. I don't know how much of this is true, not true. There's very little – there's no casting. There's no trailers. There's no interviews. So sites are just trying to find anything, and this is a hot story. But no one's going to yeah. read this and be like, I'm seeing or not seeing Aquaman 2. Like I don't th- – because I think – and everyone already has their opinions about Amber Heard. I'm much like Phil where – I don't really care about her or Johnny Depp. I think it's a mix of both. So for me, yeah. it's a thing of like I if it was her or Johnny Depp saying, Hey, Jason Momoa's a shit guy, I'd be like, Well, I <laughs> I don't know I couldn't trust either one. And either way, you gotta separate that from the the art from the artist, artist most of the time. Right. Depends the situation, you know, like I love professional wrestling. I've never watched another Chris Benoit match after he killed his family, right? That's one time where I go, I can't do that. But people being shitty, okay, I can watch Aquaman. If Jason Moe is even a fucking big drunk guy, if that's a true case, I can watch Aquaman. So I think it doesn't, it doesn't matter at the end. This movie's either going to do well or fall on its face regardless. If this article came out or not, and people still going to like Momoa regardless. And they're still going to hate Amber Herb regardless. And they're still going to feel a way about Elon. So for me, I didn't, uh, I didn't actually do a full deep dive because once I saw there was no, like all the news was Justice League's going to recast. We know that. Okay. He's Lobo. We know he's Lobo. Like it's there. It was not too much. And the drama stuff, I don't care about too much because this universe is ending. Like there's not going to be Aquaman three. So I would get if there's Aquaman three, cause like, fuck, what do they do now with this cast? But there's not going to be, I feel bad for James Wan, but I think he'll be okay as well. He's going to, he's going to go make a great movie after this and he's fine. I'm sure he got paid a boatload of money. No pun intended with the boatload. Of course. He also ah! doesn't do trilogies. So there's that. He doesn't deal. do trilogies. Yeah. He said that. Right. So, and he's with the, God, what did they partner with Blubhouse or did his, him and his company, yeah. they partner? Yeah. So they're going to go make a bunch of stuff. Yeah. All I want to see is him and David, David F. Sandberg make some like great horror movie or movies mm-hmm. and be like, yeah, put, put, put the experience you had with these sequels. Cause let's face it. Like when it came to the first Shazam, David F. Sandberg had a good time with it and it, it made, it was, it, it warranted a sequel. It, it, yeah, it didn't do gangbusters, but it was like, it still, um, warranted a sequel and still like a lot of people are like, Hey, you know, the first Shazam movie. Great. Second one, not so much. And it's, yeah, you had him on like social media, just like he was on like social media where he was trying to like grab a DVD of like something else where it was filled with Shazam stuff. And like, I don't know. It's just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. I mean, like, that's what happens when you get into like these big machines and these, like, you know, you got, you got suits up on the fucking, you know, top of the tower that are trying to make decisions for you. And that's what sucks. It's like, that's not why you got into filmmaking. You know, we've seen this too many times 
And, you know, for the most part, sometimes, you know, some of the some of the, the content we get when it comes to superhero movies is, is filmmaker driven. Sure. But at the same time, you get this shit, you know, especially with D.C. in the past fucking, you know, six, seven years. It's just like you got these suits that are trying to make decisions right here, not like letting the, the, the filmmaker cook, as the kids say nowadays. And you got two, you got you, you, you brought in like these horror directors that have done very well on their own. You bring them into this and, you know, but obviously David F. Sandberg, he's never been a part of some kind of big franchise. James Wan has, because he did Fast and Fear, he did Fear Mm -hmm. 7. And even that, I mean, that's when Paul Walker died. So they had to do, they had to like flip things, you know, they had to do that. Talk about stressful. That had to been stressful. And be like, you know, you you had to mourn a death of a beloved celebrity and an actor and somebody you worked with who who I've never heard a bad thing about Paul Walker, you know, heard bad things about Vin Diesel, but not Paul Walker. He was, you know, (laughs) you know, sadly, but, uh, you know, it's just, but, um, so of course having to deal with that. So he's already been in like a machine type setting and then he gets into this machine and it's like, fuck man and it's like and and for the most part when it comes to like the first aquaman i mean i thought he did a fantastic job i mean the visual effects and the fact that he brought that to life and added to uh you know expanded on what was already created and i thought james wan did a great job because he's an excellent filmmaker and now he's just like in this shit show of the sequel and i'm like fuck man i can't wait till this is all over it's out and then james wan just goes off and makes like a another like low budget horror movie or whatever the fuck mind fuck kind of movie and it's going to blow our minds because i i i i like malignant i don't care what anybody says malignant's amazing Some people, it was fun it was a fun oh, time yeah. yeah i really enjoyed that movie Love because it. he captured that 80s camp you know yeah. Oh, yeah. Like if you don't know that '80s camp, you're not going to enjoy that movie. But I fucking yeah, love it. I don't understand. I've been yeah, watching yeah, '80s yeah. camp yeah. all day. You were, you were I got you. Until Twenty years later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've been yeah, watching '80s camp all day, so I hear you. Yeah, that's what I love 13. about that. And yeah. he he has that style. I mean, obviously James Wan, his signature is the you know the camera revolving around like a, a fight. Or something yep. happening that was even like right when uh there's a scene in the first saw movie obviously that he directed where somebody's trying to get out of the whatever the hell and the, the camera's revolving around yeah as, and, and, trap, and, yeah. and it's all sped up too and it's like all right yeah. that was that he that's his signature move so you'll see that in a james wan movie where he has to have that revolving camera as like crazy actions happening and uh so well, you know he did an Aquaman one. Oh yeah, with, with uh, Mira. With, uh Mira. Yeah. yeah, with Mira. No, it wasn't yeah. Mira. It was no, it, no, it was uh, oh, sorry, yeah. Nicole Kidman. Yeah, it was uh, oh, Nicole Kidman. But there was also the scene where uh, Manta and the rest of the the um, underwater guards, like they go after oh, Arthur right. and Mira in Italy. Yeah, that's great. Did do it. Yeah. Italy. Yeah. What the fuck is Aquaman's mom's name? Why can I? Atlanta. 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 Nicole Kidman. Just think yeah. about just Atlanta, Georgia. Just yeah. like that. But it's Atlanta, Atlanta. Atlanta. not Atlanta. Double N minus T. Atlanta. There you go. There go. <laughs> Good way to make. But uh, no, I mean, yeah. When I read the article and I broke it down, I was like, Jesus Christ. I mean, first off, obviously, we know that when it comes to the Justice League members, yeah. I, I think we all kind of accepted that nobody's coming back. It's literally yeah. a no shit thing. It is <laughs> such a no shit thing. Like, I, I, I just hate how that made people so spiteful saying, oh, yeah, we're going to 
like, yeah, we're going to finally get a good justice. Like, I'm like, shut the fuck up. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of people being spiteful in that regard. Like, people are finally like, oh, yeah, now we can finally get a great cyborg and a great Flash. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Who the about? fuck is saying that? Uh, like, a great cyborg? We already had a You don't want to know. You don't want to know. Yeah, I probably don't want to know. No, there's always going to be those people with that. And then oh, yeah, there's always going to be... There's always, it's like... What I kept seeing was like you got those types of people, and then of course you got the people that were still hanging on to right. like you know oh, returning. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Now it's sell the Snyderverse to Universal. I'm like, give mm. up. I know. This point. That's I know. I mentioned that too. I was like, yeah, they went from Netflix to Universal, and it's like, stop, stop. I mean, like I said, I even talked. I, I went back and forth briefly because I think I maybe talked some sense in the dude, but I was like, dude. Your whole hashtag bring back Zack Snyder. Why do you want to bring him back into this madness? He's building shit. Like support him over there. They don't care. I'm they sorry, don't. but they don't care. Well, that's why they I said there's there's, there's, there's Zack Snyder fans and there's Zack Snyder DC fans. You know yep. that's the thing. And there's DC fans and then there's Zack Snyder DC fans. I mean that's the thing. It's like some of these people are only they have like this is all they like. They like right. a certain amount. And that's what I don't like. It's like, it's like, we're all, you know, I mean, I know Travis, you're not as big of a Zack Snyder fan as, you know, yeah, maybe I know. Right here. Oh, I but love Justice League. I love yeah, I know. But I'm saying Justice like, League. but at the same time, it's like, you're not going, <laughs> you're not going around going like, oh, what he no, I don't care. Do, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're, we're on, we're on other things. And, you're, exactly. you're right, and that happened though, even with Nolan, there was people that are just yeah. Nolan DC fans, right? Of just yeah, the way. Yeah. And same thing. If you look at the old Marvel and when it, eventually when Feige leaves, there will be people that are just a fan of that type of, well, I liked this type oh, of yeah, MCU. Definitely. And that's where it's right. like, for me, I like them all. And yeah, I like Man Still BVS and Just League to varying degrees. Just League is the only one of those movies I'd say I, I love. I really enjoy that one, but uh, I enjoy them all. And yeah, I've always been the camp that for some reason, if you were to come back, sure. I'd be down. My favorite DC movie of his is Watchmen, though. Still, I, I fucking cool. love Watchmen the most. That's my favorite yeah, yeah. Snyder film. I, I and I watch the Ultimate Cut all the time. I, I love just sitting down, consuming that five hours. I know that's not his favorite cut, but I just fucking love it. But yeah, if he were to come back, great. But if not, like it, it there's many times this has happened where great directors have left a franchise, and I don't know. You just move on, and I hope Legacy hey. is good. I hope the Batman Two is good. I hope I hope all of it's good. And then if it's not, then you move on to the next thing. You know. So. You know what really you know made what just, this. You know what really made this easier for me to swallow yeah. was like, I've been through. When I was younger, I was very easily able to make the distinction of, okay, this is Val Kilmer, this is George Clooney. Obviously, they're the same, but different actors. It's like, okay, I can separate that. But then you go fast forward. I've been through Christian Bale. I've been through Ben Affleck. Robert Pattinson's now a current Batman, and we're going to get another one, hopefully, with Brave and the Bold. I've been through Brandon Ralph. I've been through Henry Cavill. Now we're going to get David Cornsweet. I've been mm-hmm. through Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, now Tom Holland. Like, this stuff to me is like, oh, okay. My yeah. favorite's no longer in the role anymore. That's fine. I still have what I have here. I can enjoy it anytime I want. That's great. Let's see what the new cast brings and see what kind of thing they can do different to separate themselves from what's come before. Hopefully, they don't try and do too much of what has come before because then you end up with something like Kevin Spacey's Lex Luthor. Ooh. Yeah. Deep pool, right? And, you know, like, of course, I get it. I get people that it's the thing you like and you want more of it, but everything comes to an end, right? Like right. I fucking love, we were talking right. about the Nolan stuff today. That's my favorite comic book trilogy, but 
I couldn't expect Christopher Nolan to make Batman forever, right? Then that's not what he wants to do. Same thing Matt Reeves. I would love it if after three they go, yeah, we're going to do the Batman four, five, and six because I love this aesthetic, this feel, the route he's going. But once he's done, it's done. And that's the thing. I think it's just you learn more as you're in this community that it's like you have your certain takes and things you like. And then the rest of you like something more. It's just gravy. I'm lucky. There's many people out there that have a favorite. Like my favorite superhero is Batman. And I have multiple films that I absolutely love. There's people out there that have a favorite superhero that don't have a – you know, they got comics. But there's no movie. Like, you, right. like, like if you was well, a major Catwoman fan, they got no great solo Catwoman <laughs> live action movie. You know, like right. – like, and, well, I'm pretty lucky. So that's like, and same thing. And you know, you're saying, Phil, we're gonna get so many more. We'll get five more Superman and five more Batman. Yeah, by I know. Dead, you know. And see, what's interesting too is like my favorite Batman movie is probably Dark Knight, and <laughs> that's not my favorite Batman though. My still my favorite Batman is Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. I like his Batman and BBS is like a short. Is like a close second. It's just like it's a weird thing because I just I just when I watch Dark Knight as a movie, just just as a standalone movie, it's like, ah, just that's what's it's just so great. So great. So fantastic. But Christian Bale is not my favorite Batman. And then I watch BVS. It's just a different it's such a different because it's an expanded universe, a comic book universe, because you got obviously Superman and everybody that's that's in that movie. But uh, but and then I just look at Ben Affleck. I'm like, well, that's my favorite cinematic Batman because it just seems like that's just more lifted off the page more right. than any other Batman. But I could still be like, oh, yeah, but but Michael Keaton's all my third because I grew up, you know, I, I remember going to the movies as a kid and watching Batman 89 and just being and then being obsessed with that movie. And I was a kid, watch it over, over <laughs> And over again, you know, it's like I can just imagine what the young Dave would look like. He's like, wow. Yeah, I'm in the same. I'm in the same boat as Dave. Like (laughs) my favorite Batman movie now is probably like, in my humble opinion, like the the Batman is probably the most pristine, best version of Batman in live action. But you know, The Dark Knight is absolutely in that same conversation, right? Yeah. But then, like my favorite on-screen Batman, Ben Affleck, right? Yeah. But like my first Batman that I saw on the screen was Val Kilmer. So my ranking goes in a weird way. It goes, you know, yeah, such a Affleck, weird thing. Yeah. Pattinson, Kilmer, Bale, Keaton, and and then and then even like like I I've, I've said it time and time again. It's like Kilmer's Bruce Wayne is up there with me, man. I love his Bruce Wayne because, and and that's why I, you know going back to talking about the Schumacher cut is like I want to see more of that because. They really like Schumacher was really trying to dig into the psyche of Bruce, Bruce Wayne, right. you know. And but even if you watch the Batman Forever now, it's like his bat, his Bruce Wayne is better it's than good. it's better than Keaton's. I'm telling Absolutely. you, I'm like, I've, I've, there's I've, I've, no, I've said there's... That time and time again. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, when it comes to like my favorite, like Bruce Wayne's, like I think Kilmer's like second for me, yeah. you know, or something. I don't know. I don't even, I, I haven't even really ranked the Bruce Wayne's, but Kilmer's is like up there because I thought he fucking was awesome when it came to Bruce Wayne more than Batman. You know, you got it to like distinct that too. It's like, you know, for me, it's like Ben Affleck. I thought he had a good balance between both Batman and Bruce Wayne. But man, when it came to Kilmer, I was like, man, that's a good Bruce Wayne right there. Anytime I watch Batman Forever, I'm like, I like his Bruce Wayne way more than I like his Batman. Not way more, but more than than his Batman more because most, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's like it's like it's like the Spider Man conversation, right? Like I'm of the mind that Toby was a really great Peter, Andrew mm-hmm. was a really great Spider Man, mm-hmm. and then Tom took best of both, and he's like a really great blend. Oh, I've of had both. that. 
yeah several I agree. Of that count to uh, death but yeah Crazy, but but uh, how are we feeling about? Uh, okay, let's move on to the MCU Daredevil. I mean, we already kind of talked about it. And the wait, and wait, 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 Dave, did you see that one? Um, that hmm. one was it an article or was it? I don't know. I saw something that Kevin Feige said. Oh, even though we have thirty-two movies, we've barely scratched the surface. Oh yeah, that was something that came out today. <laughs> it's true, barely. though. People are giving them shit, but it's like there's so many storylines that they've not even done upon. If the MCU successful, you could still go on for another fifteen to thirty years. Well, you I still mean, have the X Men and yeah, Fantastic, Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four. True, right. but There's how do you like do that? Fifty, sixty years worth of of Marvel comics they can pull yeah. from. So it's eighty five years. Like they, true. there's like even Spider Man. I know they don't own Spider Man, but like if they partner and do Miles, like there's tons of stuff. It's a question of can they get there? Well, these next three years are going to dictate that they're going to yep. like. It's like I, I'm on the. Like I, I love the MCU. People know that I'm on the bandwagon of. To me, all these reports are. Of course, there's bad to it, but I think it's a good thing because it's them going, "Okay, this shit's not working. Let's stop and turn it around, or try to turn it around, right? Instead of ah, yeah. fuck, let's just keep going." And what? Because yep. then what happens is, to me, it's exactly what happened with the Bay Transformers movies, where you kept doing those, and now Bumblebee and whatever that last one, Transformers. You know, uh, I watched the Rise of the, the Beast. Like people turned against trans- that franchise. They, they, cause they got so tired of it. Now anything with Transformers names, they don't give a shit about it. And that's why I feel like with MCU, you could get to that point, but that's why it's Bear K. Stop now. And you're not going to see the, like I said this in a tweet, uh, Echo, Ironheart, uh, what else is, what the, Agatha, there's a good chance those are, they, they could suck because they're yeah. made in this like era. It's going to be like the, 2026 and after like this is all they, they can't that's why they stopped doing daredevil now because they probably saw those other shows were like yeah we can't have this happen again and you also gotta remember it's still on foggy but this was a known fact that chapik went to them and lucasfilm and said we want you guys to make as much shit as possible for our streaming app so yep. i know everyone wants to wave and say oh foggy's in trouble but it's like he was given a task of like you have to make all these shows or we're just going to replace you. And he had to, there's all these articles about Chappick took a lot of power from him. And now Iger, who's his boy is there. So I think Feige, he's safe until secret wars after secret wars. Talk to me, but I think this is to me all That's good. That's what news. I keep on saying. I'm like, yeah. his, his, he's looking at secret wars is like, I got to get the secret wars at least, yep. yeah, you know, and I think, and I think that, yeah. And he will. Yes. I'm not saying he won't, but it, at the same time, like when it comes to the daredevil thing, uh, in a, you know, in with, with this whole thing that was coming out, and obviously it, it shined light on you know what what was wrong with Secret Invasion for sure. Yeah. It was like, oh wow, <laughs> there was like some shit that yeah, that does make sense now because I was like, started off, started off like you had something, and then yeah. it just went, you know. But I was oh, like, no, yeah. so, but when it comes to Daredevil, like a wet Daredevil, Daredevil is a different is a different thing because it came from a Netflix show that everybody loved. Yeah. You know, and now you're going to bring them over here. And at the same time, it's like, Oh yeah, we're going to lighten them up. And now a lot of us were kind of worried because it's like, well, we like this thing over here when it was like dark and gritty and kind of R rated. And now you're going to lighten them up a little bit. I'm like, all right, well, let's see what you have to do. And I, 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 I can probably, I, I, I can only imagine like, like seeing what they've shot and Kevin Feige just going, no, this sucks. Right. This is not good. Yeah. This is and, not right. good. Like this. I mean, did you see what, what what we're coming off of? I mean, we're literally bringing the same actor, same you know suit, ish esque, you know, into this. And people already didn't like how he was uh, shown in She Hulk, 
right? Yeah, I, was like, yeah. I didn't mind it. I liked it in She-Hulk. If it, he I didn't like much... the whole, like, uh, when he was doing the uh, walk of shame That's thing, fair. But... Yeah, just, but, like, like, lots of the, the comedic beats. I like the introduction he when he was, like, doing all the, you know, when he was, like, kind of fucking with her and he was flipping around and stuff like that. I was like, all right, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, it's but just, I, but I even the like... stuff where he flirts and all the stuff he has back and forth with Jennifer Alters, that's very that Matt fine. Murdock. He's, like, a big, like, he, he, I didn't like, mind there's that. A, Big light. This is a guy who wears like Christmas sweaters in December. You know, like he's a lighthearted <laughs> guy at times. Yeah. But I think that's the only benefit for them with the strikes is everything got shut down, and they've had extra amount of time to watch stuff like this. Where before, there's a chance these scripts that they deemed that weren't good enough, they probably would have shot it all and just went forward because we got to get this out. We have to move forward. But now with the strikes, they have nothing but time to watch this stuff and go. You know what? This might be shit and we can't have this air because we're in so like secret invasion happened, Ant-Man happened. So there is a reality where the strikes never happen and these projects come out and Daredevil is really poor. And I hope they turn around. I'm the, I am of the mindset. Of, I get why people bring up the suit thing of like four episodes in a perfect world to me is that if you could write a show so good that you wouldn't even miss the suit for three episodes, that's what I would want. But obviously I don't have the faith after what all the reports were here, no. but that's no. why for me, I don't need the suit. I don't I need to be though. like, we talked about dark Knight rises. Bale's barely in that suit. And I fucking love the movie. I enjoy the hell of that movie. And same thing. Even if you look at sure, he's not in the suit in season one. I don't care what people say. Sure. He's in a black, like he has a toque on and a black, but, but there's he's, the action. Yeah. There's the action. Right. Three. And that, and that's fair. And yeah, same as season three, right? He had none of that. He didn't even put on the suit once. Right. So that's why it's, as long as the show's good, it doesn't matter if people go, Oh, he's wearing a suit episode one. If the show sucks, it's not going to matter. The suit's right. not going to save the movie or the show. So that's like, for me, it's all positive stuff, but it, we have to wait because we can get Daredevil in 2026 goes, well, they spent all this money and it's still crap. So like, what are we doing here? And I've been <laughs> more positive than other people than the MCU, but yeah, I didn't like Zero Invasion. I didn't like Ant-Man. There's some phase four stuff that's messy, but like this is why even stuff like with Blade and the X-Men stuff, like them <laughs> rewriting Blade to me is a good thing though. Cause it's like, that's another sign of them going, Fuck, like, if we want to keep Ali, this two-time Academy Award winner, this actually has to be, like, good. We can't just rush yeah, this shit out. And right. That's what I yeah. hope it is. That's why I'm trying to be positive because it's better to turn it around now than do what they've been doing. Because they will look at the Captain Marvel stuff, look at ratings. Like, they will start to make it feel less special. And I think them going back to less projects is going to help a lot, too. Cause oh, totally. That's so – I'm – I'm being optimistic, and I think they will. Well, look I what think, they did with know. the uh, the iron. What, what is iron the uh, iron? Not iron heart. Iron because fist. Apparently, oh oh, uh, armor wars. Armor wars. Yeah, yes, I always. Yeah. The fact that they were like, you know what, we're gonna make that a movie instead. It's like, all right, good, good, good job. Yeah. Don't stretch that out. Don't stretch yeah. that story out into like six or seven episodes where we kind of just go. Can we get to the point here? You know, and that's the problem. That's the problem. That's what's been happening with television or like at least the streaming shows mm -hmm. is they're trying to stretch these stories out. Secret Invasion could have been a movie. 100% yep. didn't need it like with a better ending for sure. But, yep. uh, you know, it's like, but it could have been a movie. Um, so I think they, they saw that in like, or like they realized that when it came to the struggles with that and they're like, Armor Wars. Yeah. Let's just make it a movie. Let's just. That's just, you know, whatever you like, let's just take the main point. Let's make it a movie. And, you know, it, and honestly, be fine. like I think turning Armor Wars into a movie is actually better for fans yeah. like you, like me, like Travis, because we've been invested with Don Cheadle since Iron Man 2. And it's like, yeah, well, give him 
give, give him his time to shine in his own movie for once. Yeah. We, we hope it's that, like, my, I was invested in a secret invasion if he's been a scroll for the oh, past, like, five or six years. When that was revealed, I was like, fuck off. Yeah. Fuck off. I, I don't like I, that. I don't like I that. I think yeah, they're going to retcon that and make me. it that it happened, like, right after Falcon Winter Soldier, because they can say whatever they want. As I've pointed out many times oh, in the show, the end credit for Hulk was Iron Man recruiting the Hulk for the Avengers. And then Iron Man 2, they're like, you're not a part of the Avengers. You're too dangerous, Tony. Like, they can say this stuff, but I think they will retcon that scrawl reveal because I think they just know that that soured a lot of people. And that same way of, oh, like, yeah. the the idea of Don Cheadle being a scroll in Endgame, you're like, man, didn't, that, it, yeah, that's I not the you. way to go. So I, I think they're going to retcon that and say, oh, no, it happened right after Falcon Winter Soldier. You've known him the whole time until this point, until recently. And I think that's yeah. – and I'm fine. I, if, I'd rather retcon it. It's a, it's a cheap way out, but I'd rather retcon it than watch Endgame and know that's a scroll. And like, time it, traveling. <laughs> it was It was really foolish on the showrunner's part to be like – yeah, maybe I don't really know, but yeah. Yeah, what the hell are you talking about? Like, what the fuck do you mean? Yeah, what don't, you don't, don't know? Do yeah, and that's why they didn't know because there's this power struggle and the script probably went all over the place. And, oh yeah, right. oh yeah, I'm sure that's why he said it. He was like, "Fuck!" This. I forgot I what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm sure Kevin Feige loved that. I'm sure <laughs> yeah. he loved that. And that was one of the things that article point out where he's been less than less involved with a lot of these projects right so i think i do think that's something james gunn does have right i think mcu can go a little further because they've did it but the whole two movies two shows a year i think that's a good cap i think mcu will stick to the three movies a year because they like doing one the spring yep. one the summer one the and then yeah one the fall whatever. christmas now like sometimes and then two shows i don't really count the animated stuff because i Same. don't think that's tracking too much well so i think if they do three movies TV, two tv shows that's fine. And them serializing it and actually having show Bibles, which most shows should have like yeah. that, that then you don't have that guy being like, I don't know if he's a scroll because it's the show Bible. Then you have the layout there. They got to drop this whole fix it and posting. And you know what? That's as an MCU yeah. fan. That's where it's like, I, of course, like I want them to do well, but there's no universe where they are just going to pull off another infinity saga for the next 50 years. Like there is going to be something. Yeah. And this is really, I'd say this past year and a half has been the first time they've taken shots and got knocked down in like a boxing scenario, right? They've always taken punches, but this is the first time they got rocked and the yeah. ref had to ask them, can you continue? Now they're get, I think they're going to get up. <laughs> now the question is, do they get knocked down again? And with the Marvels, that's tough, I right? Cause I think like that could be a good movie, but I just don't think it's going to do well for them. So that's where it's just like, I that's think it's like, especially Deadpool, with that budget, the budget, that's the problem too. It's like a 220. It's like, what are we doing here? And I get, it's like, I hate the argument. People go, well, it's a billion dollar, you know, film. First one, he was sandwiched in between Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. Like it, 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 not any movie, but still that had the a lot to do situation with Ant-Man too. Like, and was, yeah, exactly. So it's just like they should, and they should, and that, and that's where I said, that's where sometimes I do give Feige a bit of a pass. Cause we always say, Oh, what's going on with Moon Knight? Uh, Eternal, Sung Chi, She Hulk, like where are all these characters? Kate Bishop, but he was given an edict to, you gotta, we have a app, make this fucking content now. And it's like, well, this is the problem now that we have all these characters and they just did too much too fast. They had a bunch of characters like Loki and Wanda already. We didn't really need all these new characters, even though I like Sung Chi. Yeah, I like Sung Chi and I like best. Moon Knight, yeah. but like, yeah, Shang Chi was like one of the. I mean, I'm like sitting there going, I need a sequel. Where's the yeah. sequel? Please give me a sequel. And because Shang Chi was so something, it was something different, and it literally like it had like when it came to the action. I mean, it had like just 
I mean, come on. The action in that movie was different from what we've seen when it comes to an MCU movie. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, this reminds me of old Kung Fu movies like Jackie Chan movies and those kind of more like horror. You know, it just kind of reminded me of those, like just the way that they were doing the fight choreography. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, this is something different. Please give me more of this. And it's like, Where is you it? don't hear about Shang-Chi 2. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, it sucks. Well, he's not even like, in other projects. He's not yeah. even where's like that, popping up that, and stuff. Where's that Disney Plus series about the Ten Rings? Yeah, yeah. they will return yeah. when? Yeah, when they when? returning, <laughs> it's I said in the end credits, the 10 rings will return. And it's like, right. That we're coming on four years since that happened. And that's, I'm not saying, cause I know people sometimes go, Oh, drop the cinematic universe thing. I'm not saying exactly that, but just like you look at the phase one, when we meet all those heroes, we see them again in 2012. So it's only like a couple years after then you get winter soldier and Thor two. And they and need us to, they need the audience to give a shit about these characters. Yes. yes. Well, I'm not saying they don't, I'm not saying people don't care, but like, as in like have them, go through some shit well and that's the thing too like i was just talking about this recently on geek first uh, there you go cheap plug but it's just like with the phase one we had our four people then you had hawkeye and black widow whatever but our four people those were the main characters right i know it was about the stones it was like thor cap hulk and iron man we're following them for the next three sagas and of course you met guardians you met ant-man spider-man but those were the core the fact that we're in phase five Endgame ended in 2019. We still have no fucking clue who the Avengers are. It bugs the shit out of me. Just, they should have done a mini event, like, not like uh, it sounds stupid, but Avengers movie do it like the first one, where of course it's a big scale, but it's not Endgame or Infinity War, where it's right. universe ending. Just have them go up against some villain, any villain, and have, and then we know, okay, Sam is a main character, Carol is, and I know, of course, we lost Chadwick, so I think he was going to be one, of course. So there's a couple things that they couldn't control, but just even give us our like core four of who are we supposed to really care about. And then what about the rest of these people? You know, like, when do we see Kate Bishop again? When do we see, like, there's just all these random people floating around. It's just, they just did too much. They bit off so much they could true, whether it was Chappic or their idea. And yeah, there was, they're there paying was, now. Yeah, there's a whole thing of, like, trying to figure out what was it. Because, obviously, you, you, you lost Steve Rogers. You lost mm-hmm. Tony Stark. So it's like, oh, shit, especially when he comes to Robert Downey Jr., because let's face it, no matter what, if Robert Downey Jr. was in the movie, whether it was, you know, an Avengers movie or not, or a Spider-Man movie, he was what you sold it with was that he was the selling point. So you don't have that anymore. And then the next guy down was Chris Evans, Captain America. You don't have him anymore. Yeah. So, I mean, this is this goes back to the argument, too. I mean, obviously, Chadwick Boseman was going to be. Probably stepping into one of those. I think so. Yeah. 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 But now that he's gone, it's like, and then they didn't want to do the thing of like recasting because they thought, oh, that we can't Mm -hmm. do that. But at the same time, that's where the argument comes in. It's like, well, maybe you should have because then you could have this. And then they, of course, when it came to Black Panther Wakanda Forever, they were like, well, let's hand the mantle down to Shuri. And then it's like, well, is that going to work? Did people really think that she's, I don't know. It's just like a whole, it, it, it's, it's just so messy. And then you're like, all right, then we got Carol. And it's like, but they do have like a mixed bag. It's funny because if they were to do another Avengers movie, they do have all the elements there. I mean, they don't have Scarlet anymore either. But don't mm-hmm. Black Widow. Uh, I mean, essentially even Hawkeye handed down the mantle too. It's like, so you could have, you could, you could have, it adventures with all the hand, 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 I guess the hand me downs, but, uh, but is it going to work? That's the thing. 
<laughs> that's why, like, when I'm like thinking, I'm like, okay, so if Kevin Feige wants to get to the point where it's like, all right, you take on Kang and they're establishing mm-hmm. Kang, still going on, you know, with Loki, still trying to push that forward, and they get to Kang Dynasty. Who knows what's going to be, you know, what's going to handle with that. But I, it's just, again, it's like, oh, just get the Secret Wars, and then maybe you could hit that little bit of reboot button. Because honestly, I think after Secret Wars, just reboot everything with X-Men and Fantastic Four. To me, I just think that's the way to go. It's just well, because if you're going to have X-Men, you're going to have mutants, you're going to have Fantastic Four with no Tony Stark, no Steve yeah. Rogers. It just seems... I don't, it's I don't gonna know. be it's gonna be awkward having Reed Richards not have that other super smart scientist yeah. to play off of number one. But also, I this is a theory I've had for a while, even since Loki season one. Would not shock me at all if to me it feels like Tom Hiddleston is like the number one player right now in totally. the MCU. They and, should. And, and yeah. I, yeah. I would not be shocked if Tom Hiddleston's Loki was the one to assemble a multiversal team of Avengers to go after Kang and the Kang dynasty. Isn't that what the, the rumor is for that, for secret was that he's going to recruit Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man. Hugh Jackman, well, that is, yeah. The working theory is Kang dynasty is the six, one, six heroes. And then secret war is the multiverse heroes. And then they all come mm. together to stop Kang. The multiverse like, of no, I agree with you, Phil, that like, and that's where we don't know. Cause that's the same thing before the strike. Remember they let go the writer of secret wars and Kang dynasty. So it's the same thing of like those movies are getting reworked too so well, no, it was only it, it's it's only secret wars uh what what is his name uh uh jeff loveness because yeah, michael right, waldron's yeah, right. still jeff, doing yeah, secret wars. he wrote he wrote yeah. he wrote quantum mania so he wrote like, quantum mania yeah, and he's out Dynasty. he's gone though he's, he's gone he's the one yeah michael so, waldron's still on secret wars yeah and i i'm a fan of that because I, I liked loki season one and i like multiverse of madness so it's still good for me i know some people are mixed on him but big same um, i like waldron too that's one of the things that I not hated, but like some of the rumors and the roster was completely new for the Avengers lineup, right? And I agree with you because I saw your tweet. It's like Loki should be on that team. Whatever you feel about the Thor movies, Hemsworth should still be on that team. Like that's what I loved about them actually being killed off by Kang. That's what's well, the big the yeah. big difference is this Loki isn't the Loki. It's not quite the same Loki. It's exactly. a different Loki. He's Loki, a different one. It's the it's uh, the variant who's been in the uh, TVA. So and you know, like, it's I got it. I got that. Yeah. I I know it's like a sometimes foreign concept to them, but like do what you did in the comics where when you got the Ultimate Avengers, it yep. was a mix of old and new. You know, yep. Wolverine was there, Spider-Man was there, but Tony and Cap were still around. You know, yep. so that's the thing where it's like that's where I think you should have a mix of all these rumors so far, and they're just rumors. But the, the Avengers team have always just been a lot of just new people. I feel like that's right. You should go. Of course, Carol's there and Thor, but that's when you throw in somebody new. And I don't know. They got lots of time, but I still think it's a mistake that we don't know who the Avengers are at this point. It's like, it's been so long. Like what is, are they not even a thing? And maybe we'll learn about that in cat four. Maybe we will, right? Cause Thunderbolt's the president, but yeah, but see, that's the thing. It's like, like when it, when it came to building up the infinity war saga, I mean, I mean, and I, and I know like, there was always like that thing of like, Oh, you got to set up the next movie. Got to set up the next Mm -hmm. movie, but they did a good job of setting up who, you know, I mean, obviously it's like, you had, uh, um, you know, you right up right from the beginning with Iron Man and you got, you know, Samuel Jackson, Nick Fury showing up 
for for um for Tony Stark and then and then of course Tony Stark shows up in Incredible Hulk and then it was just like and then of course you had uh Thor which really didn't do much they did well, they had, uh, it kind of it introduced he, the Tesseract to all yeah of that was, of course was the MacGuffin of, mm-hmm. of and Loki Man. right he was the villain of Avengers yeah. so that like works yeah. to that too and then so, of course yeah. Cap was like all right we got to get him to the 20, 21st century yeah. kind of thing so like it's like they had the plan but now it just seems like they're going um... well like to your point the foundation was there for almost every single movie in terms yeah. of pushing it forward like in mm-hmm. terms of iron man you had shields even sprinkled throughout yeah. even with the sequels right you had yeah. shields sprinkled throughout the first iron man movie and what was the payoff to that you get nick fury at the end telling him you're not alone in this universe right and yeah. of course you got Cap bringing the Tesseract, getting him into the future. Then you've got Thor bringing him. Well, also in the Cap movies, you also had, uh, you know, Tony Stark's father in those, which was very true. true. Mm -hmm. Right. Very true. Dominic, or not Dominic, no, Dominic Cooper. Yes. Yeah. 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 And so you, then you get the big, big payoff with the Avengers film. And then you look at phase two. It's like, okay, what is phase two going to build towards? It kind of introduces a couple new characters. You get Guardians of the Galaxy, you get Ant-Man, but then we also get the Avengers coming back to take on Ultron as much as I despise that movie. It still had a (laughs) really, I like that movie. And it pushed the, I I really like that movie. I, I think like Age of Ultron is a fucking mess. That movie is terrible. Oh my god! I only watched every five. Was just Whedon had a hard time with that movie. It, it pushed it out of the photo, right? Like it pushed it. It, the, it got more stones, and it got the start of Civil War. It's pretty much the prequel to Civil War. It's to show you, hey, Tony and Cap aren't getting along. They're about to fucking Agreed. fight, and then you've also, got, yeah. you've also They're got you've also got this Thor in a bath yeah. for five minutes having a vision of Ragnarok. Hoo ha! Fucking right on, right? Yeah, that didn't go anywhere. That they totally just totally didn't go anywhere. Not at all. But then you get to phase three and it's everyone's like, okay, well, we know that phase three is going to culminate. And at the time it was Avengers Infinity War part one, Avengers Infinity War part two. And then Spider-Man comes in the picture and then things started. Yeah. Then Spider-Man gets thrown in there and the shift changes. They cancel what was it in humans and turn it into a TV show. Because that was a movie that Feige didn't want to make. Ike Perlmutter said, you have to make this movie. And he's like, I don't want to make this movie. He's like, you're making it. And then once – Big Iger gave him more power. They changed it. To, and that's why I still think Feige's going to be around for a while because it's been notorious that Iger and Feige get – like Iger went 100%. to fucking bat for Feige so many times. Like remember yeah. Feige was – Feige was taking meetings with Warner Brothers in 2015 because Perlmutter was fucking breathing down his neck and he was ready to jump ship and Iger had to make that choice and he did. So that's why I still think that Feige has until Secret Wars. And then after that, yeah. we'll see. If it's a success, then maybe we go more. If not, then they part ways. But I don't think Iger – especially right now, the way Disney is – People go, oh, who's going to replace Foggy? Nobody right now. Iger's not no. going to want to shake this up right now. Like, imagine that before you get to Secret Wars. Yeah, we let go of Kevin Feige. No, you're not going to do that. Like, even little stuff like, listen to Andrew Garfield. How many, what did he talk about the whole time when he's promoting him? Oh, I love working with Foggy. It's been such a great time. I love the way he thinks. Like, these actors, whatever you think, they trust him. They, they trust, same thing with those reports came out the Black Widow thing, right? When they were in this lawsuit, Foggy had no idea what was going on and him and Scar Joe were tight, but it was like, well, I'm still going to sue you and sue Disney. I'm really sorry, but I have to do this. And Foggy's like, yeah, go ahead. Like, so like he has a good working relationship with people. Like look at Hugh Jackman. Right. He talks about like Foggy snuck him comics in 2000s. Like I think that yeah. that would rock the, unless it's a scandal, right? Unless Kevin Foggy kills somebody, like I don't think he's going anywhere. <laughs> I think they just trust him too much right now. Not only well, that, I'm just saying, only, I just don't see it have to be something earth shattering, really the, bad tweets. You know, not only that, the only person who's even able to get rid of Feige at this point is 
Bob Iger because yes. Kevin Feige's title <clears throat> is Gunn. literally is literally no Kevin Feige's title is literally Kevin Feige comma Marvel he is Marvel yeah. Studios comics There's, TV everything 100%. now because people forget yeah. that that he's under the comics too he delegates that to a lot of people but still like mm-hmm. they gave him all those promotions because yeah they're eating a little shit right now but you had Endgame which did surpass Avatar and yeah it got beat again but still like he gets that cloud, I think, for like a decade. You get like he gets to sit on that for a long time. Because oh, do you want to do you want to let go of that guy? Not yet. That's why I think you get to Secret Wars. And if Secret Wars disappoints and King Dynasty, then you kind of go, ah, Kevin, maybe it's time to like we'll go a different route. But I think well, they'll. Yeah, yeah, it's also important to remember that like the landscape has forever changed with streaming yes. Disney Plus, and I'm sure I'm sure both Bob Iger and Kevin Feige are well aware of that. And they're both probably trying to figure out the best way possible to navigate. And that's exactly why daredevil born again is getting born again for the third yeah. time. <laughs> so no, I yeah. mean, yeah. And, and, and again, it's like daredevil came from another streaming service that did mm-hmm. very well and people praised. So, I mean, it's just, it's hard to be like, hey, yeah, let's bring them over here, soften them up a little bit and not do like, you know, what we were, what they were doing over there. And it's like, it, they, finally Marvel, I mean, obviously Marvel's have, has, has their struggles, but at the same time, now they have a struggle with a character that existed on another platform, mm-hmm. you know, so people can actually say, not my daredevil you know they could say that yeah you know and there's like in and there's a lot riding on daredevil because people love that again, show you know people love that show they love d'onofrio they love yeah. um early cox uh, Be- they love cox because so, so remember oh, yeah, Burnfall's coming back is, too yeah that's like right, they, right yeah there's a big oh, thing that's right yeah and, that, and that's true dave where they've oh, never had to face that right and the only other time they brought stuff back is like a no way home let's have some fun situation right and no one's pissed there because they're just like oh toby and andrew like this is that's very different it's not we're making spider-man 4 it's hey toby's gonna come in here for half an hour and play around and you're like okay same cool. with andrew, right? yeah same with andrew same with defoe same with like multiverse of madness people this is hey we're gonna try and get him in the mcu and have cox as a standard and like I, I hope it works out because I I love Cox and I, I, you know. like, I wholeheartedly believe Multiverse of Madness. Made <laughs> somebody, the money clip it did. somebody clip that. Somebody clip that. Somebody clip that. I wholeheartedly believe I Multiverse Cox. of Madness. <laughs> I wholeheartedly believe. Oh, you're fine. I wholeheartedly believe that like Multiverse of Madness made the money that it did partially because people saw Patrick Stewart as Professor X and was like, yes. "Yep, yeah, one hundred Yep. And Deadpool gets that too because people forget that's almost a nearly billion dollar movie, Doctor Strange. That's why I'm still I. Even with all their messes, I'm not in the reboot camp yet because I am in for Secret Wars. But the idea yeah, that they should that, reboot after Endgame, yeah. I just can never buy that because you had mo- multiple popular characters, multiple hits still. Like you reboot after Endgame, that means you don't get No Way Home. You don't yeah. get WandaVision. You don't get – so that's why it's like they've still had way more wins than losses. I'm not counting Eternal, Sung-Chi, and Black Widow. Those were in the middle of the fucking pandemic. Like none of those movies count right. to me. Like we don't know how those would have done. You could argue that Sung-Chi could have done better or worse. But the last, because I, I was talking about it was Ben on Twitter. It's like the last. Yeah, was the, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, the la, out of the last six movies the MCU has released, only one has been below seven hundred and fifty million. And most studios would fucking kill for that because look at the like look at the budgets right now and everything going yeah. on, right? So it's like yeah. even if the MCU is not pulling in Phase Three and Phase Two numbers. Those numbers are a lot better than what everybody else is pulling in. Because we talked about earlier, Indiana Jones, Mission Impossible, huge franchises are losing money. I know everyone hates fucking Thor, Love, and Thunder here, 
top 10 most profitable movie last year. It was in the top 10, right? So whatever you feel about it, it's like as a business person, how do you not go well? We'll do, and again, you know why? Probably still because it's Chris Hemsworth, a character that people, whatever you feel, they love him. So it's like the fact if he's on Avengers, what the fuck are you doing? Why isn't Hemsworth in Avengers? It doesn't matter if it's a new class. Like, bring him in. Same thing like what you're talking about, Phil. Like, you make a point, Loki. We talk about we don't have like a core Avengers leading to Loki and Ultron and then Thanos. The only one really in the story right now leading to King Dynasty is Loki because he, right. I guess, Ant Man now. He, Ant Man, so has been added on, but. So I guess your core right now is Paul Rudd and Tom Hiddleston, but still, like, there's not a big idea of who are we following, and they should supplant that, yeah, Loki is going to be one of the main people you should be following, and it's like, it's Tom Hiddleston, he's a bigger star now, people love the dude, people fucking, like, you should, like back it. in the day when Tumblr was around, he created thirst trap photos, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. everyone fucking <laughs> fell in, true. like, ladies love, like, it's just like, go with him, it doesn't matter that it's a show, and that's why I think it's just, like people have said, it's just, there's just too much to pick from right now, and we don't know who who is our core people. Who should we be following? Because even with Phase 1 to Phase 3, you have movies that you don't have to watch, right? Where right now we don't even know what those movies and projects are really other than Loki and Ant-Man because what, what like does Moon Knight tie into Kang? Does Echo tie into Kang? Probably not because they're dropping all in one day and want you to forget about it in my yep. opinion. So, no, I, I agree completely 100%. I will say that in terms of Thor Love and Thunder, it did bring in less money than its predecessor, Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure they're probably looking at some kind of, well, we need to alter some things. <laughs> Get rid of Taika. But, uh, you know, that's just my <laughs> humble opinion there. <laughs> he ain't but, coming back. He ain't coming back. So that's not happening. That's not a movie happening. coming out. Yeah, next goal wins. Yeah, and uh, fall. It's down. fine. It's fine. Yeah. But I don't think he's coming back to uh, Marvel. I think, mm-hmm. I think the Taka Waititi... Uh, era has ended. I don't know. It's just because, I mean, just the saying what Chris Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth quotes about that. And I, you know, he wants to do something different with the character and right. it would be bad. It would be awesome if they actually took a, you know, I mean, and they, I mean, they, you know, Kenneth Branagh took the character as seriously as possible. I mean, mm-hmm. but can you imagine like even like, uh, uh, just a fucking Northman, like, Dark fucking horror yeah. movie, Jesus Christ! You're not getting that. You're not. <laughs> I know. We're not going to get that. I yeah, know. I think like Soul Love and Thunder. That was their chance, but they just didn't. No, no, no that was not their chance. chance. I think the best chance you have for Thor is that he goes back to Infinity War, where he's still jokey, but he has a darker thing. And yeah, and hey, maybe they kill you off bring that up kid. The point, Travis. You know, like maybe they kill off that kid that they gave him in the last one. Like I, I wouldn't count Tyke out yet, just because. They have a working relationship with them. They like returning directors. That movie still made the money. So I'm not, and I don't need Taika back. That's like, I, I like the movies enough. My favorite ones, like you guys, I, the Kenneth Branagh one is still my favorite. I love that edition of Thor. So I'd like a rewind, but also same time, like, if he's, if I don't even know if you need Thor 5. I think you can just put him in the Avengers right now and send him off there. I like, agree. the yeah. same way Downey after Iron Man 3 just became a crossover guy, I yeah. think you could do that with Thor. Just have him crossovers because you know they're going to put him and Loki together one more time. And I can't oh, fucking wait because I can't yeah, wait for Tom Hiddleston to. to explain that he's in love with himself, like with <laughs> Sylvie. Like, I want to see Hemsworth have to react to that scene of like, I want him to meet Sylvie and like, oh, who's this? And like, technically, that's his sister. And like, well, this is your sister and I'm your brother and we're like getting it on. Like, there's lots of gold there to be had. But I think he could just become a crossover guy until Secret Wars. And then maybe they, they give him the, the, the big send off there, you know? Yeah, now, the big I think, question I think is. Well, 
sorry, go ahead. I was, I was just going to bring up, like, is the big question to, I have is, are they going to do some version of the Young Avengers? Cause you had Child Loki in season one. You have this mm-hmm. little, you, obviously the, the movie ends with love and thunder. So you'd have to yep. imagine that that character might pick up the hammer in some respect. You have Kate Bishop, you have Kamala Khan, you have hell Spider-Man could still figure into that somehow. If you even want to introduce Miles. Miles. Falcon, Patriot, Soldier. you're right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I feel like, like they wanted to, but now it's a question of, are they gonna? It's the same exactly. way that you guys are talking about Armor Wars. I'm still not even confident that's still gonna happen, actually. I and just that's wonder. A, that's a fair criticism to have yeah. at this point. And same with the Young Avengers. It's like, I like that idea, but do they do it now? Like, I think now they gotta look at their projects and be more picky and yep. go, okay, before we we're greenlighting anything, do our, cause I don't, I'm sorry, I don't think people will pay to see an Armor Wars movie. I don't. I don't, unless they beef it up big time with a lot of cast. I just don't know if people will go out like the Marvels. I don't oh, think they'll, they'll go they'll and still, see. There's going to be like holograms of fucking Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, maybe that's how they're going to sell. It. That's how they would actually sell it. Is like, oh, we got to like, we got to like. There's going to be a statue with Robert Downey Jr. with Tony mm. Stark. There's going to be. It's going to be like. There's going to be a lot of Tony Stark that they're going to be have to sell it, sell with that movie. Sadly, the, the Sadly. rumor is they're bringing Ultron back for that. That's the current rumor with Armor Wars. That would if be they good go too. With, um, Justin Hammer, man. Justin Sam Hammer Rockwell. too. There we go. Yep, yeah, yeah. Which oh yeah, too yeah. Sam Rockwell, bring him yeah, fucking back. Why have we not Land seen him since Iron Man two? Dude, it's like, with those dance moves that he had, <clears throat> he's Come so on. good. And he was pro. I thought he was for sure going to be on the Thunderbolts roster. I thought he fit like a glove to be like the tech guy to help everybody out, but he's just been non-existent. So I hope he isn't there, but. Yeah, we'll see. It's like, and but now I think like same way Secret Wars and King Dynasty is supposed to be at like 2026, 2027. That's not happening. That the, that's like uh those that's movies are closer to like 2030 now at this yeah, point. I agree. You know? I agree like, there. Yeah, we, they might still have to recast Kang. We don't know. Whatever happens there, right? Like, <laughs> wasn't oh, his boy. trial supposed to be like last month? Gets delayed oh, all no. the time. Oh my god! And then oh, yeah. he's breaking up these yeah, fucking fake listen. fights and everything. <sighs> Fake fight. Yeah, that, that <laughs> what whole is he video. doing? Well, who what had this that? idea? Yeah, this lady oh, saying that, that, that was me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that was so strange. Don't fight. So don't bad. fight. Don't That's fight. Ridiculous. Why the fuck was he in the school? The, the shit part is, I like Jonathan Majors. I think he's a great actor. Oh, yeah. he is a great actor. That's the thing. Yeah, he is a great actor. What are you doing? But, but, but it's like, it's like, but we don't know what the fuck's going on with the personal life, and it's like, dude, mm. it's like. But yeah, it's all but weird. It's all at weird. least though, whatever they feel, you can see that Marvel's clearly waiting to see what happens because they could have dropped yeah. them a long time ago and they didn't. So they they're yeah. clearly they're gonna wait to the last second to make a decision. Yeah, yeah no, and usually the, like look like a gun, right? All, those are just fucking tweets. And yeah. this this is a story about a man who allegedly beat a girlfriend and whatever. Like it might have not happened, might have happened, but even then, that's more bad than some bad joke tweets. And they they kept. But I think they learned from the gun thing, right? Of yeah. they reacted sure. too fast. And look, he's at the fucking. He's on the yeah, other side of the river the now. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. It's all you crazy. know, I wonder had they not fired Gun initially, would he still be over at Marvel? Potentially, that, he would be. He would be. Yeah. I think That's so. That's what I'm yeah. wondering. Would he be? So. Yeah. Yeah, he, he would have taken Kevin Feige twice. <laughs> Eventually, after Secret Wars, maybe. No, I think like Phil said that he would have been like that. Those were the rumors, right? He's going to look out for the cosmic side. And I think that's what it would have been. This whole regime right now of Feige having to delegate, I think he would have felt a lot more better delegating to James Gunn than some people he has like in Secret Wars of people who are fucking like fighting over scripts and fighting over who has the power, you know, like 
I think James Gunn. I think James Gunn would definitely stay there because he would have made. He even said he was pitching like a Gruden Rocket movie, and he wanted to do Thunderbolts. He said that since he's left that, and I guarantee you, after Guardians three, if he would have said I want to do Thunderbolts, they would have fucking gave it to him. Like that. Like yeah. I, I, I think he would stay, and that's why they learned they they don't want to fire majors, and he goes plays Martian Mindhunter. You know they don't want to do that. Would have been interesting. Would have been interesting. So speaking of like cosmic, uh, multiversal, dimensional stuff like that, this whole thing about Zack Snyder and a Rick and Morty movie. Who's Rick and anybody watch Rick and Morty here? Yeah. Not not season six. I'm familiar. Uh, Sorry, not season seven. There we go. Yeah, there you go. I I know I haven't caught up. uh, It's a good show. It's a good show. And obviously we know Zack's... uh, He's a fan, but it's just kind of funny how like this the whole thing brought up like with the co-creator Dan Harmon just basically saying like, oh, yeah, we were trying to get a movie going and we try to get Zach uh, to like, you know, and, and I love like how he said like, oh, yeah, he wanted to use his Snyderness. <laughs> and I thought that was great because it's like, yeah, I mean, with everything that's happened in the last few years, it's like, yeah, Zach Snyder is now uh, it's, it's a household name. Snyder Cut is a is a name. That's why he even joked. He's like, "Yeah, I want to I want to make a a Rick and Morty movie. That's like you know, that's a a Snyder. We're gonna label it like a Snyder Cut, and then we're gonna have a Snyder Cut of the Snyder Cut, basically, you know, with half of it in black and white, and blah blah blah. And it's like he had a very good sense of humor about it. But at the same time, I, I one of the things I was even saying before uh, the panel got on was like, I mean, even Netflix should use the Snyder cut brand when it comes to oh, God. rebel moon mm-hmm. R rated version. I mean, it's like, you might as well just say the Snyder cut of rebel moon, you right. know, why not? Why not use it? Because it's now such a household name, but at the same time, it's like, I love the fact that, um, Zach is like, he loves that series so much that he was trying to get a movie made. Not like he was directing it or something. It's not like it's going to be live action, but I thought it was cool. And then, it's of course, live you know, action or nothing. Right. Live action or nothing, right? But it just kind of shows yeah. you that's what, you know, Zach likes animation, you know. And, you know, I'm I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but I did. It was kind of cool that the Vodka stream got mentioned in the freaking mm. article. I was like, that's whoa. Cool. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember the stream he mentioned that. Like the, I distinctly remember the army that. of army of the dead yep. breakdown. Yeah, yep, that yeah. was a fun one. Yeah, I yeah, totally I didn't even like like somebody like I remember seeing the headlines from like you know from people, but I didn't like click the article and then somebody tagged me. Tag yeah, yeah, somebody yeah. tagged me with a screenshot that said like, "Oh yeah, Zach said this in 2021 his appearance on the film Junkies Vodka stream," and I was like, "Oh shit." Uh, mentioning EW, that's pretty sweet. And uh, but then I was like, oh, which one was that? And then of course I went to the article and clicked on it. I was like, oh, it was the Army of the Dead one. Um, but uh, I was like, man, I don't even like remember. But then when I watched it, like, oh yeah, I do remember when he actually said that because he said, if I was going to do like, a, I'm not going to do a full on comedy. That's not obviously that's not Zack Snyder's style. But if the closest thing that would be you know, to it would be to do Rick a Morty. Rick and Morty movie. And I was yep. like, Oh yeah, that's right. He did say that. That's pretty sweet. So anyway, you know, it's funny. We both had kind of that kind of, you know, your, your vodka stream was mentioned in EW. My yeah. response to James Gunn gets shared all over. 
or rather his response to me gets shared all over. Yeah. Oh, that was a funny one. Well, it was last I'm Monday, I think. Yeah. It happens. It does happen. But, uh, you know, I mean, it's just kind of funny. It's like, no matter what, eh, like I said, it's just, that's, that's how one of the reasons why I wanted to bring it up is just the fact that, you know, not only to, you know, pat myself on the back, uh, but, uh, you know, just to, uh, just to say that, like, the fact that that's how mainstream, like, Zack Snyder has become is like, you know, obviously, you know, things are just so, so stagnant right now when it comes to news that, oh, yeah, let's bring this up. And then he makes a joke that, oh, yeah, I wanted to make a, a Rick and Morty movie and then I was going to have a Snyder cut. And then we're going to have a Snyder cut of the Snyder cut kind of thing. And it's like that just shows you how mainstream that term has gotten, you know, because mm-hmm. no matter what, anytime you hear about a director's cut, everybody goes hashtag release the so and so cut. You know, it's just always that. That's how that, you know, and that was, you know, a thing that when it came to that hashtag, that's why it was like a battle cry and it turned into such a mainstream thing. That's why, like, now hashtags that are just ridiculous uh, when it comes to either sell the Snyderverse or fire whoever or bring back, you know, it's like those are just to me, those are just hashtags that are just like, what are you even talking about right here? But when it came to the release release whatever that is just such a mainstream thing and the fact that you know anybody who's a fan of rick and morty and uh, would actually absolutely love that and then of course they probably make a in, a, a in the latest season in of rick and morty they did reference the snyder cut they did reference the snyder cut yeah they did right what was the the scene I forgot. Oh no! Like oh, they you said oh, did, right? Eight percent of the Snyder Cut was Batman dreaming or something. That's right. That's right. There's something like that. It was something that I think uh, Rick uh, Rick was saying, right? He was like so, going yeah. off on something like that. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, it was Rick. Yeah. You know, to your point, like that <laughs> whole <laughs> the whole concept of like the Snyder Cut or even just like the director's cut hashtag in general has just become a fantastic marketing tool, but it also does get abused. In certain respects, obviously, with the small hashtag, there's mm. that's taken into account. But I did like that after the Snyder Cut released, and even at, yeah, after the Snyder Cut released, people started clamoring for like you know the Schumacher cut. They want David Ayer's Suicide Squad, and even like you even did Mark Webb. They want Mark the Webb Web cut. cut. They even yeah. did like a Josh Trank's cut. Yeah, yeah they they the Trank cut. Said, uh, no thanks. Released <laughs> the like Abrams cut of Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. That was a funny one. I know. That's the thing. But, you know, eh, we'll see what happens. But, you know, it's just it was just one of those things where it was like, oh, OK, cool. Zack Snyder. I mean, news is stagnant right now. But I know. Right. Uh-huh, if only. But, uh, you know, <laughs> but then, of course, he's probably sleeping. <laughs> there was like and this might be the last thing <laughs> we talk about, but. God damn, Jada Pinkett! What the fuck, dude? Oh my, oh my god! god. Okay, <laughs> is she just like the biggest see you next Tuesday, or what's going on here? My god, have oh, you guys oh. seen this shit? Oh yeah, yeah I'm saying this stuff. I'm like, like there's a reason like... why I said hashtag. We said the free Britney thing, free fucking Will Smith, please. It's like even if they were separated for six years, which could be the case, after he did what he did on the stage, you keep that. Out of respect for the person that was the father of your kids, in my opinion, I can't comment on their situation fully because I don't know their lives. But just in my situation, if someone were to do that in your, you know, in your honor, defense, how you feel about it, and then to be like, well, we're not, we weren't actually married at that time, so I don't really know why he's calling me his wife. It just 
feels very like I just don't. It's more just a why. Why does this any? I don't know. I feel. I feel bad about the situation. I feel shitty that at some point in Wilson's legacy, this is always going to come up. And it's this, like, uh, she's, it makes it worse. It's just more ghastly on the fire. Right what? when you think it finally starts to die down, it's like it comes back up again. You're like, oh, God. What know? is she doing? What is she doing? Like, she's trying to, like, I like, like Tell how, her does side. She, how does she give these interviews <laughs> and just be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to clear my name? Like, what, how does this, you, the person that you've been with for how many years now, like literally embarrassed himself defending your honor yeah. on one of the biggest stages ever when it comes to. And he movies. got himself and he got banned for, for 10 years. 10 years. Yeah. He got banned. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so he you defended your honor and you're going to come out and be like, yeah. oh, we were like separated. Well, I, I wasn't even his wife. I was like looking around like, who's his wife? Fuck you. Like, seriously, fuck. Like, what? I don't know what's going on, but, but this is what sucks because before, before this happened, Will Smith was on social media. He had, he had, and not to mention there was like, okay, okay. I'm like going to break it down a little bit here because Will Smith was on social media, like posting videos, like, uh, you know, probably like two, three times a week. And there were quality videos. He probably had people working for him that was like handling his social media, handling these like pretty like, top-notch videos like i have them on instagram and i would i would actually look forward to a will smith video and they were like awesome videos that he was doing whatever he was doing no matter what it was cool and he like they came up with a cool concept and everything like that that ended of course after the whole slap thing he doesn't really post anymore but he was always posting like what he was doing and then just doing some cool shit now you don't get that anymore and will smith of course is beloved when it comes to everybody and in and after that happened, and there was a discourse when it came to that, it's like, oh, he's defending his wife's honor, or oh, he fucked up, he shouldn't have done that. Now she comes out and just basically goes, I didn't my, I didn't need my honor defended. I wasn't even his wife. We're like, we're it's like I didn't even. It's like she just totally shit on anybody, anybody who is defending what he did. She completely shit on it. Yep, completely shit on it. I think the most jarring thing about all that is like if her response compared to her actual reaction from like after the rock joke was made, there's just like a a complete fucking disconnect there. And it's like, what are you doing? Why? Fish Mooney. Yeah, definitely Fish Mooney. Jesus Christ. She's a villain. She's a villain. (laughs) He's a Batman. He totally is leaning into a Batman villain. Holy crap. Oh, yeah. It's going to play Lex Luthor. Superman Legacy. No. <laughs> oh, I mean, she is. Okay. This Don't is not Superman Earth 1. This is not Superman Earth 1. No, no, no. No, but I mean, like, oh, man, I couldn't believe it. Like, because I didn't watch the actual thing, but I kept on seeing, like, headlines. Oh, yeah. She said that Tupac was her soulmate. Yeah. Ah, ah. And there's some, there's some jokes that I saw with that, which was, you know. <laughs> Oh, and then when, had, when she when the, she jo- the joke about, that I heard was like, "Well, that was a bullet that he dodged." Oh, and I was like, "Whoa, oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. no!" Oh yeah, I, I saw um, that joke a oh. couple of times. I was like, "Whoa, that, eh, you know, it's whatever." He probably that's would a, laugh at that, but yeah, that's a bad so, one. Yeah, man. but I mean, oh, but at the same time, it's like you know, it's like he might have laughed at that, but I I, kept, I saw that joke numerous times. I have a really like, bad joke, but I can't say it on here. <laughs> I kind of want you to. I kind of want you to. Like another yeah. jarring thing for me was like when they brought there. I saw a clip of like 
Jada and Will having a conversation and they're literally talking about that. They, she referred to it as an entanglement. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that was before were... the slap. That was the was original like, Will Smith yes. crying meme when he was like, like yeah. trying to be all serious. And yeah, yeah she had an entanglement, yeah. but oh my God. I was like, dude, dude I mean, I'm telling you, like this guy needs to, uh, he needs to, I mean, he's been he humiliated. Robbie. He's been humiliated. I mean, he's, He's been humiliated by her not once. Not this times. is like not the first time because remember yeah. that whole thing where she confessed to him on her show on Facebook publicly that she like cheated on him. Yeah, so Phil's talking about the entanglement. Yeah. 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 The yeah. But that, but it's just like <laughs> he did that publicly and that's used as a meme now. Like him like teary eyed yeah. about it yeah. is used as a meme now. She has totally ruined his name. She has 100% ruined his name. Now, I'm not like saying that what he did, like when he slapped Chris Rock, that was not what he should have done, but he did it at it just like, like if you think about it, it's like he was probably in a very bad spot. Obviously, you know, now that we know, obviously, yeah, 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 (laughs) very bad spot. (laughs) I mean, and and he won the Academy Award that night too. That's what's so sad. Yeah. Yeah. It's so bad. And it's like, I've loved Will Smith ever since I started watching Fresh Prince back in the 90s. Always been a fan of the dude. Always thought, like, he was always one of my favorite actors. He just had charisma. He had everything. And now it's just like, God damn. It's like, get, drop this fucking bitch, please. (laughs) She is a villain. She's such a villain. Sorry. I mean, I'm like, just going. Fuck that joke is bad. <laughs> oh man, that joke. Don't say in the it. Chat oh. is bad. No, don't say it. Do not say it. That don't one is bad. It. That one's yeah. bad. Yeah, Drogo wrote it. I saw that like years chat. ago. That like, one's bad. Tupac have to do with this? Oh, well, anyway, I mean, there's always yeah. there's there's just jokes. Obviously, you got to do. You know, it's yeah, jokes. It's whatever. You know, it's oh, to be taken seriously. Jokes. But but yeah, it. Yeah, it, it I mean, and, any. Oh God, man. I mean. It's like, what do you do? I'm like, the, why the fuck? Why is she doing this right now? That's what I'm wondering. Like, what is she? How is this? Like, everybody that I've seen respond to this is not like putting her in the the best light. So it's like you're not helping your cause. You are looking like uh, just the uh, the biggest. What CU is stopping next from Will Smith to just leave her? What is stopping him from doing that? Maybe Could he's like maybe it is like the Britney Spears thing. Maybe he's in like a what's that called again? Conservative, yeah, uh, conservative <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah maybe she has like conservative shit over. That's him what I'm wondering. I'm like, what? It, like, there, it almost seems like you but know. And seems always, like, there's yeah. always okay. There's always been the rumors that Will Smith is actually gay and she's the beard or whatever the hell. There's always oh, been. I've never heard that. I heard that. Never heard that. Never heard that. I heard that open marriage because all those fucking photos with him and Robbie leaked and it was like, well, clearly something was going on there. You okay, know? Uh, yeah, like, yeah. There was like, there's always, I mean, that that could be another oh, thing Oh, yeah, too. when they were swingers or something? Yeah. That's what I've always heard, that they had an open okay, relationship. Okay, but like, okay, yeah. but okay, but going, you know, to, to what I said, it's like, maybe yeah. it's not fully gay, but he's always been like open. Maybe you know? not, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. 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 You know, so it could be something with that, which I, and, you know, because I've, you know, heard those, you know, even from people who like are like more on the know or what the fuck, but I'm just kind of going like now day and age, like, why would you even keep that hidden? If he were to come out and be like, yeah, I'm all, I'm freaking pan, whatever the hell I like it all. You know, I think people would actually respond to it positively. 
You know, it's like get rid yeah. of it. Yeah. I think, After I all think the they, time. I think they would. I think it's just tough that it all depends how you're raised and some people still get raised in a way where if you're not straight, you're lesser than, right? Well, and he was he, raised in Philadelphia, born and raised. And the playground is where I spend most of my days. My days. Yeah, <laughs> okay, fuck. I set myself <laughs> up for that one. But, like, I just mean if you grew up for many, like, decades of if you're gay, you're bad. If you're gay, you're less masculine. That's uh, stuff that some people that they still – like. Like the same way, like Kevin Spacey didn't tell the world he was gay until everyone's like, "You're a sexual assault," and they're like, "Oh," I'm and then gay. he's like, yeah. <laughs> "Yeah." But that's I mean, like, there's some people that doesn't matter. Like Kevin Spacey wasn't married to anybody; he could have came out at any moment. Why didn't he? And that's where there's just some. It's like same thing as Travolta. Oh, I don't care what you say. Travolta, yeah, he's he's definitely gay. <laughs> he's yeah. definitely like, or he's bisexual because there's been way too many stories over way the year of like, yeah. And I thought for sure it'd be out by now, but the same thing, he was in Scientology. That's the thing that, yeah, the world might accept it, but, and fuck, I, no, fuck. That's it though. They were Scientologists. Scientology. Remember. Will Smith, that's probably it. Scientology. Yeah. Cause that's remember, the thing. Yeah, that's they, what I'm wondering yeah. about because I know they're part of, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he was can't come out as gay problem. Was he? Huh? Was Will Smith part of Scientology? Yeah, I think he yeah. still is. I think yeah, like him wow. and Jay, I'm not sure if they were, but they were for a while. There was a, a bunch of them that were running together that you'd be surprised when you look up, you're like, oh shit. Like, it's just because Cruz was the most public about it. But there was tons of people, and Will Smith and Jerry, yeah, they were Scientologists. Or so. from that 70s show? Or, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, and that could be it. That, yeah, for the world, well fine. But Scientology, you'll get pushed. The fuck out real quick if you're swinging the other way. That's what's so stupid. I mean, this. And that could be the whole thing with their marriage when we're talking about why it's so weird. It could be that the same way as like, I love Tom Cruise. I love his movies. But for me, as a guy who has a kid, the fact that Tom Cruise hasn't seen his daughter in almost a decade is fucking weird. And it's because the church. Yeah, no, you look it up. It's because the rumor is like what the word is just like because Katie Holmes and the daughter are not part of Scientology. They say you're not allowed to have a relationship with that person. I'm sorry. No church would tell oh. me I can't see my fucking kids. And that's right. I love Tom Cruise, the movie star. Tom Cruise, the person. He's fucking weird. And that's a fucking weird. That's a, and that's where it's the same thing. This marriage thing. We're like, why is this happening? And why is this being said? Why isn't he left her? They could be shit like that where there's stuff tied to the church where he can't leave because he might lose this, this, and this. I don't know, but there's something weird and it does make sense because I forgot that they're both Scientologists. So that could be the missing piece. The best thing that could happen. The best thing that could happen for both of them is if both Will Smith and Tom Cruise come out together, holding hands, and oh, be like, we're fuck. together. Could you imagine that? And then they do a rom-com together? Fuck yes! Oh, that my God. I, I think the, the, whole world, the whole world would love that. If, oh if Will Smith and Tom Cruise came out and they were like, we're uh, in a relationship, we are gay, fuck it. Mr. and Mr. Smith. Yes! <laughs> They're both spies? Like, Fuck. Like, like, did you guys ever watch that episode of uh, South Park? Like, Tom Cruise comes out. And, you gotta come out of the closet, Tom. And, like, you oh, yeah, everybody suspected yeah. that Tom Cruise is gay, too. I mean, that's the thing. The Scientology like, thing. Not, um, and John Travolta... Yeah, and George was a Scientologist. Yeah, have him come out. And, that, the and like, that was, like, that episode was the reason why, like, Chef, the character left the show, because, like, the actor... Isaac Hayes was part of that Scientology. Oh, really? Uh, wow. Yeah, that's mm, why yeah. he left the show. Oh, no, it's so a weird, like, lots of religions weird, but Scientology, like, there's a lot of just shit in there that we don't even know about that probably goes on. It's just like... They're probably... <laughs> they're aliens. <laughs> so well, I could believe that's that. That's what they're yeah. based off of is, like, yeah. uh, you know, uh, alien volcano yeah. thing or whatever the fuck. I don't even... Yeah, it's all crazy. Yeah, there's oh, a... Yeah. 
there's a, there's an area like back in the heyday of Pokemon Go. There's an area I used to go to like in downtown Folsom, <laughs> kind of close to me. There's a Church of Scientology, and I'd always walk by and be like, "Nope, nope." Oh yeah, ain't even gonna bother. The main, nope. the main headquarters. The main headquarters is probably about. 30 minutes away from me. No shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, oh, yeah. The main, they're waiting. The main. No, I know. I know who else <laughs> probably thought of Scientology. Well, they're going to hit me up after this conversation. <laughs> yeah. You know who else probably thought of Scientology? Rachel Ugh. Zegler. Ooh. She probably is. Nah, she's going to run for president. No, because I feel I like she that. supported gay rights, so that's a no-no in Scientology. I feel Apparently. like that, yeah, that, you, can't, you can't be there. So, but. God, so is her getting so recast? Is is the Snow White recast story true? Like, is no. is Jenna no. Ortega? Oh, no, no, no way. There's no way that they would do that. There's no, no. way that they would do that. Yeah, that I mean, as much as she ago. is, fucking, but I mean, like, I mean, Jenna Ortega has. I mean, you have to sing in this whole thing. Is she a good singer? Yeah. Mm. Ortega's actually bit like the the, the thing with Ortega too, too. Like they're that the whole reports so that they might not even be able to get her back for Screen Seven because they're like they want her back, but it's just like she's doing. She's gonna do she's Wednesday. Got Wednesday too. She's she got Beetlejuice too. Yeah. Yeah, She's there's no both, way that they yeah. just replaced Zegler for that. That would be stupid. Yeah, like well, mm. I think that was just like why you know, would that... they replace Zegler? Like, has there been something? It's similar to out? like a Kathleen Kennedy gets fired every couple months. Oh, like, I think Zegler's yeah, gonna get replaced today. a few more times before Snow White gets out. You know, like you'll get okay. that red eye thumbnail of Zegler's been replaced for Snow White. Yeah, and, I even yeah. did. I covered it on Film Junkie Live too. I was like. That that actually people thought that that was actually going to be a thing. Like, mm. I, there's no way that would be even if like Zegler like did like even talked more out of her ass than she already has kind of thing. It's like, but it's just like, it, it, why would you? The film is already like in the can when it comes to principal photography. Yeah. You're not going to just do that. You're not going to just be like, ah, oh, we're going to bring in somebody else and reshoot the whole thing. Because I mean, the things are. Oh, I didn't even realize it was shot. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah it's yeah, done or almost all done. We should be getting a teaser trailer, I imagine oh. soon. But um, probably, yeah, probably I don't know when we're get that. Probably in front of Wonka, if I had to yeah, guess. Probably Wonka, in front of Wonka. Yeah, maybe, maybe even Marvels, because like female led. It'll come but... out. It'll be mid, and then we'll move on to the next <laughs> Disney live action <laughs> remake. Because you know, it's just excited to see what could do. The Evil Queen Snow White. Or something. Oh yeah, we went over that that one time. Ugh. Yeah, well, yeah. Stephen showed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was horrible. Ugh, horrible. But uh, I think that's a good way to wrap up uh, tonight's stream. Is Boy, uh, throwing Jada Pinkett under the fucking <laughs> Scientology bus. You know, who knows? I mean, run, that, run, I just run. hate it. I just hate it because I love Will Smith so much. He was like, yep. I just, I, I've been, you know, ever since I watched Fresh Prince for the first time, Bad Boys and oh, everything man, yeah. and followed his career. I, he was always one of my favorite actors growing up. And the fact that like, you know, this whole thing and it's just, she, she just seems like the fucking devil. And I don't understand. Like she just goes and just says all this shit, says all this shit. And it's like, everybody's going holy shit what the fuck like she is like not did she think this was going to clear her name she's like coming out as like an yeah. evil person for all this yeah. stuff because everybody universally loves will smith they didn't love you bitch <laughs> okay <laughs> they didn't love you sorry i'm very passionate about this because i love will smith 100 oh, percent, man yeah and i'm like yeah. nobody loved you nobody loved you and you're trying to like oh i'm gonna clear she my really name. looks like a it really looks like this character here. <laughs> there you go. Ugh. Yeah. Man's gun. Yeah, we'll run. This whole freaking anyways. 
what an absolute mess. Dude, it's just horrible. And I hope Will Smith comes out on the other side. Uh, you know, I know they're filming Bad Boys 4. Okay. Cut to. You know, if, I don't if care. Happy, if, yeah. if, if he comes out, I don't care. I don't care. Okay. I don't care what he likes. Just get away from that. <laughs> I just like Will Smith as a person. Yeah. That's all. I like his charisma. I like just what, you know, how he presents himself and stuff like that when it comes to that. But he probably does have demons inside. Obviously, we know this. And it's like, I just want him to just, like, man, does he need to just, ugh. Hashtag free Will Smith. Come on. Free Will. That sounds free Will. Weird. There you free go. Yeah. Free yeah. Hashtag free Will. I know, but that's just like a, you know, it's not as, you know, I am just the double entendre though. Free Will. A little bit. Will, yeah. You know? So yeah. it might work. It might work. Free Will. Hashtag free Will. Anyways. All right, uh, everybody. Thank you for uh, watching the Vodka stream. Always fun as uh, per usual. We'll go around the, uh, the horn right here. But of course, thank you to Paul. Thank you to uh, Jordan for joining, of course, tonight. But uh, let's go ahead. Travis, promote. Yeah, Travis B. Snell, you find me, Talking Geek First, all this good stuff. It was good to be back. I try try to be on when I can. Sometimes work doesn't permit, but I was happy to jump on here. And Always guys, glad to oh, talk to you, man. No, thank you for having me, and I hope the rest of you guys have a good weekend. Next time we see Travis, his hair is going to be like down to his shoulders. Yeah, I hope. <laughs> I'm, if I'm old enough, I want to... Grow it for a full year. If you got a, you got a good, you got a good, uh, you got a good hair there, man. Yours is like mine, sadly thin, so I can't really. I got flares out when I. I got good hair. I just also inherited my male genes, like beer gut. I eat a cake, and my gut is just as round (laughs) as the moon. So there's pros and cons to the family genes. So yeah, that happens. It happens. All right, Phil. Oh, thanks again, man. You always you light up the signal, man. I, I got you. You're like Commissioner Gordon, man. <laughs> yeah. But uh, if anyone wants to follow me, just at Unfiltered, you can catch me on the Four Nerds. Usually, we're doing our shows every Wednesday now. You can catch my podcast, The Eternal Line, any podcast catcher you got. And starting next weekend will be the first show of my new YouTube channel, DC United, where all DC fans can come nice. together and express all their love for anything DC related, be it movies, television, comic books, whatever. There we go. All right, and then fried rice is so good. Yeah, I was just having that earlier. It's so good. Um, you can find me. Yeah, you can find me at uh, Droga Fifty Two on YouTube. I don't post much there, uh, but yeah, I think you starting something up again. I don't know. Might talk about Star Wars or something. Oh, we don't know. Um, so yeah, you can find me there. You can find me on Twitter via Axel R Droga, and you can find me on Vera via. I think it's Kenji Dunst. I don't know why it's that, but yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm Dev. It's fun as always. Always. All right, guys. Smash that like, thumbs up, subscribe, hit that notification bell, do all that stuff. We will talk to you guys later.